Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! It's Monday, June 25th, 6.02 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for coming along for the ride. All 40,000 of you, 40,000 plus each week. Sweet Jesus, that's a lot of you people that listen to this show. And we thank you for that. Looking forward to tonight's lineup. Muddy Creek 250 MX winner. Shane McElrath will be on. Sugar Shane. Nice story there with him winning. Uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, friend of the show, will be on from Rockstar Husky. Dave Castile, privateer hero in the 90s. ACPerformanceSystems.com will come on to tell some stories, promote his product, and more. And you people at 702-586-7857, please give us a call. Something on your mind. We are going to give away some stuff today. We're going to do our draw for the Fly Racing Fracture F2 helmet that we talked about last week. We're going to do a kinetic orange-black set of gear tonight from Fly Racing. A Maxima Oils kit, Pro Filter kit, a Vertex top end. We got the BTOSports.com tweeted Travis segment. We got the X brand goggle tear offs, the gear alloy cold call, race tech rant. Future headlines comes back. Take me to your future headlines. And, uh, and of course, lots of talk about Muddy Creek. Lots of talk about the 2019 bikes that have come out. Thanks to our sponsors, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, and Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World, Downey, all on board with us tonight. Sponsored deals on PulpMXShow.com for the codes to save from many of our partners. That's right. It's easy to uh, to save uh, just by going there and uh, punching in some codes, man. And thanks to people who bought the Pulpamex app. Really appreciate it. Amazon, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, Amazon, go to Pulpamex.com. There's a little widget on there. Click on that. Takes you to Amazon. Make your purchase, and we get a small slice of that. You can listen live on TuneIn. You can listen live on the Pulpamex app. You can go to Pulpamexshow.com as well. Archives on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts from. And Patreon as well. Thank you, Patreon people. We're going to be doing a special Patreon podcast here shortly. And also uh, free t-shirts and uh, stickers and things like that. If you sign up for Patreon, we uh, we would really appreciate that. Muddy Creek has come and gone, and there is plenty to talk about. Eli Tomac still perfect on the year. As we mentioned, McElrath uh, winning uh, his first 250 moto. And uh, thanks to everybody on RacerX Facebook for watching us. What's up? Thank you. Uh, we're live on Facebook and RacerX Online, folks. So uh, we're doing a video show and, a, and an internet radio show. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis with me in studio. 
a couple of high-class gentlemen. And uh, it'll be um, my pleasure to welcome them in all studio. First up, from KieferInkTesting.com and Pulp MX and uh, all things MX Media. He is my friend, Chris Kiefer. What's up, Kiefer? How are you? What is this microphone next to my mouth? Like, I haven't... What am I doing here? I don't even know what I'm doing here. It's, it's been so long. <laughs> Love this guy right here. It has been a while. It's and been a long time. So welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having and, me. And uh, thank you for coming in. No, thank you and, for and, having me. And we're we're going to have you in a couple of weeks. Oh, we are? Yeah, you're coming back. Okay, we're coming back. So we're coming back, everybody. Kiefer's right. coming back. Uh, you have been riding some 2019 bikes. It's been very busy. You have your Rockstar Husky hat on right now. But it will change throughout the night. Just to show everybody that I'm not biased. Okay. I'm going to change hats during commercial break. All right. So to show my love, spread okay. the love around. All right. F- uh, fantastic. Good to hear. Also in studio, you've heard him every show, but uh, he is in studio for a rare appearance. Uh, he's from flyracing.com, Montreal Supercross winner, German Supercross uh, championship two times. The Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Happy to be here. I've been here, uh, been here all weekend, so yeah. it's hot in this it town. is. It's unbelievable. And he gets on me for not riding. Would you want to ride a dirt bike? I don't even want to go outside. Right. You can't ask him that. He doesn't want to ride when it's 60 degrees. It doesn't even matter. No, I do. I, I like riding. I don't... Stop it. I don't know if you know how much I have going on. Exactly. I understand life. that. Yeah. But I'm saying yeah. that's the you're the wrong guy to ask. I like riding. I don't like all the things that go around riding. I don't like working on my bike. Washing it. I don't like woking Listen, up. I don't like washing it. I don't like all that stuff. Right now for me to get up in the morning and go load that RM army and head out. In this weather. You make me a factory have fun riding guy. Like I get a practice bike mechanic for just, and just I get go a person to, track to take my bike. Show. I get to drive like a rental car out there, ride, and then go home. And I don't have to do right. anything. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm in. Okay. You guys are pansies. Um, anyways, thanks for coming in. Flyracing.com. 2019 gear soon to be launched. Got another yeah. month. Another Keith, month. You saw some photos. <laughs> oh, man. I don't need anything else for the rest of the week. I'm good. <laughs> you even want, you want to light up a smoke? <laughs> Dude, I don't even know what to say, but I'm so happy right now. Okay. Like, uh, JT tried to buy lunch. I go, I don't want your fucking money. I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'm so yeah, fucking yeah. good right now. I'm fine. No, it's tr- true. Kiefer looked at it, lit up a smoke, and fell back asleep. It's really Hold on. A- I had a Capriotti sandwich in front of me, and JT laid the laptop in front of me. And I pushed the sandwich aside, and I focused in on the fly gear. He did. Well, one month from now is the intro. Yeah, just, to, uh, just to clarify, because I'm going to have some people yelling at me for Kiefer being able to see it. We're working on a project. Yeah, this is a special yeah, thing. It was, thing was, yeah, it was yeah. for necessity. Yes. Crap! We weren't supposed to say you could have no, told no, no, me. No, no, I don't care. Uh, no, to, I, 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 to have JT's back a little bit, I have pursued the issue before, and JT has said no several times Oh, to yeah. Me. No, you have. You have, absolutely. But to do this project we're working on, he needed to see it. So, uh, priorities. Tim, Tim Ferry just texted me, the great Tim Ferry. Uh, you still have that radio show? <laughs> With a question mark. <laughs> When's Buck time? Tim Ferry, everybody. Uh, also, taking your calls, producing the show in the corner there, holding things down. Very late today. <laughs> but he made it. The... Travis Marks. I really don't care. Doing good. What are you doing, bud? Uh, I'm working on your show. How's it going? You good. seem rattled, stressed? Dude, don't. <clears throat> don't. I'm fine. How's the app? It's good. All right. Yep. That's what, hey, how's your fantasy team? Well, depends on if uh, you've been tampering <laughs> with it or not. And there would, was some tampering. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> never. No. No. Mm-mm. You would. I. As I told him on the weekend, uh, I lost at least ten years of my uh, the term of my life with stress on Saturday. Uh, Marks, do you want to fill the 
fill the listeners in so on anybody what you did to me? Li- anybody that listens knew that JT had a little issue the prior the week prior uh, where he he tried to save a team but being in Italy and whatever his uh, mm-hmm. it didn't actually connect to the server. So he took a screenshot and sent it to me. He was like, "No, I, this is my team." And I said, "No, it's got the little spinning wheel." You never got a confirmation. It didn't actually save. Uh, so that was that was the big drama the week before. So uh, this week I decided to have a little fun and and after the, oh yeah, a lot af- of fun. It was fun <laughs> after the after the races started. Good times. Uh, I went in and switched one of JT's riders for somebody that I knew he would never pick. Uh, I think I switched out Sipes and put in Austin Root. <laughs> yep. And we got a uh, a very very colorful text message about what was going on with his team and there was no way he would ever pick Austin Root ever 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 um and then uh, I had to break it down to him that that I played a little prank was, on him. He was very angry. He didn't think it was funny until afterwards even though like he said yeah. he, it took probably about 10 years off his life yeah. but so to paint the scene on poolside <laughs> in vegas oh, that my, makes it, it even better my, my birthday last week so uh vegas weekend trying to relax watching the race on uh nbc sports gold app and all of a sudden i checked my points and, and for the second weekend in a row my points didn't add up uh i then checked my team and then there was a lot of screaming and yelling uh which probably scared several children and alerted a few lifeguards uh and then yes there was a barrage of texts that were sent yep. um yep and, and Mark's gig- I blame all giggling, of you. giggling, giggling away. Yeah, I blame was, all of you. It was it was pretty fun. Uh, PulpMXFantasy.com. It we, was, we uh, fun he, he threatened to throw his phone. He threatened mm. to quit fantasy altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was good. Um, it was good. It was, uh, yeah, Pappy, Pappy Nation last week. So. Sorry, JT. Um, no, you're not. It was great. Uh, Travis Marks, everybody, 702-586-7857. Got plenty to talk about tonight. Uh, Shane McElrath, uh, Phil Nicoletti, Dave Castillo. It was such a nutty, muddy creek that McElrath was going to win the overall with a 3-5. Nutty, muddy? A 3-5 was going to win the overall. Right. Well, before that, Ferrandis was going to win. With an 11-1. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it was Yeah, absolutely crazy. insane. Uh, crazy race. Jeremy Martin crashed. Um, he will be out. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, he will be out the rest of the year. This throws uh, his championship hopes away, obviously, and questions the Motocross the Nations team. Want to touch on that a little bit. Uh, Jacob Hayes came out. I uh, want to talk about some Blake Baggett, about the gear alloy cold call, and Blake Baggett as well. Uh, but first up, Eli Tomac goes 1-3 uh, for the overall. Yeah, he has won all five races this year. Uh, four races, five races five, this year. Yeah. There are seven left. Right. Never mind the moto streak because that's over and whatever is whatever. Seven races left for Monster Energy Kawasaki. How many overalls, JT? I'm going to give him five out of seven. And who beats him the other two from what you've seen so far? Marv gets at least one. And I want to say Blake, but I think I think Barsh is going to find a way to sneak one in there. Uh, Kiefer. Yeah, I was going to say five before he said five. I want to say uh, five for Tomac and two for Marvin. Barsha will be good, and I think he will win a moto, but he will not win an overall. That's it, fair. That's fair. He, uh, man, it, look, the depth isn't there. We've talked about it. It's It's been a deep, but JT, I'm so surprised at these guys. Marv fell and how quick he can get in the top ten. Eli. You know, he has 20th place start. He was like 14th, I think, after lap one. And, I mean, these guys can just cut through the pack. Like, look, Blake Baggett's an amazing rider. Eli went right around him and dropped him. I, I, 
That's how I don't think that's a, a, an indication of how bad Baggett is because he's good, although he's not 100%. I think it's how good Eli is. I really do. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about the 450 class and the state of the 450 class in the USA. I still think the very tip of the spear for our, for our class is is as high as it gets. I think Eli, on his good days, can ride with, and, and let's face it, most of them have been good days this year. I think he can go with anybody. Uh, Hurlings, Caroli, whoever it is. Um, I'm not saying he would win, but I, I think we're there. Uh, but yeah, once you get past five, six, seven, it drops off pretty significantly. But if you look at the the injury column, it's unbelievable. I mean, they're all of our depth is is hurt. It's not like we don't have depth in the USA. They're just all injured. This goes back to super cost too. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's not like the state of the sport is hurting. It's everybody's hurt. It's like a triage unit. <laughs> it's crazy. It is. It's it unfortunate. Happens, it I happens mean. all the time, though. We always say the same shit. It's every bad year. this year, though. It's bad. It seems worse. Keith yeah, really? I think 07 maybe is the last time I can remember it being this bad. Um, it's it's bad this year. I think 14 out of the top 20 at Hangtown from the prior year were missing. What, what, in a 450 I, class. what I don't like with that statement, and this is what I, I hear from other people, is, oh, so-and-so got 12th because there's no one there. I don't give a shit who, who you are or if someone's hurt. You get 12th at a national, you deserve all the credit in the world. doesn't matter who's there or not, like deep field or not. Those guys like Cher and Miriam and those dudes deserve credit for showing up grinding it out, not getting hurt, and putting in a good result. So yeah, I don't want to take yeah. the credit away from those guys. That's the I don't I don't want to at all. Trust me, I was that guy, right? So I don't want to at all either. I'm just, you know, I was just in Italy, so maybe it's a little bit more of a, a sensitive subject for me because I got asked 2,700 times about the level of U.S. racing in the 450 class right now, blah, blah, blah. Everybody I talked to wanted to talk about that, right? So I got into these deep conversations and then they were like, yeah, but it's not so good. And I'm like, okay, well, I was pulling up results and I'm right. like, look at all the guys we're missing. Yeah. Just go down. And if you don't think some of these guys are capable of battling with some of your top 10 guys, you're fooling yourself. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just unfortunate. I think it just lowers the, the entertainment level a little bit because like you said, Baggett and these guys are crashing on the start and they're in the top 10 within like two laps. You know, that's, I think, it just is a little bit of a disservice to the level of racing that we can provide. But in as you said, the tip of the spear, Tomac, Muscan, Barsha. Yeah, yeah, I'll, they're gonna I'm run fine. with anybody. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good with um, whoever you want to bring. More than one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Anderson will be back, and he just had a foot injury. It wasn't. He yeah. should be. I think Blake too. You know? I mean, Blake was the fastest qualifier at Mount Morris. You know, like yeah. second in the time qualifying I watched this past weekend. Like Blake's there. I don't know what's going on with the starts and the early laps, but mm. at some point he's going to sort that out. Um, but I think he's in there right in the mix too. Tomac's impressive to watch because I feel like he's adopted some of Muskan's finesse. I don't know how much you watch him when you're there, but he hops things way more than he ever used to. Like at, He at did Mud on the 250 a lot. He, he did Muddy on Creek, the 250 a lot. He was hopping over that wall. After that straightaway, there was a yeah. breaking bump, and this is things like that I never saw I in a long like time. I feel like he did that because he uses his legs. He uses his legs. He did on the, I, I wrote columns on when he was on a 250 about him doing that stuff, yeah. and it was like the mountain biking crossing Pumping into moto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I haven't, you know, for me, it's been the patience level this year versus other years where he doesn't rush things. He makes, I don't want to say smarter decisions, but wiser. Yeah. You know, he doesn't. 
panic if things aren't going his way. And, and I just think it's more of like this mental maturity level that I have really haven't seen from him, whether it's Supercross or outdoors or at any point in his career. It just seems like he's, he's he said that in his post race. He's like, yeah, I was good with third because I knew I got the overall, and yeah, that was something he just that he seems didn't like do before. He's just um, approaching things mentally more, you know, differently during the race, which we see that some guys they don't think at all. I've raced guys where I'm like, there is no way there's anything going on inside his brain right, right. now, yeah, you yeah. know. And then you race other guys that are just so crafty on the racetrack, like Purcell or Muscan, you know, those two French guys. But you see that just come out in their riding, like, man, that that guy's he's his mental levels up here like he's on a different plane than most of these guys uh, so. kenny Roxon at lakewood goes 2-2 leads both motos for 20 minutes switches to kyb suspension mm. Kiefer yeah and the high point was a was a wash because of his crashes but yeah now this weekend he was a bit off you know he got fourth and th- like what are you doing why are you switching well it's a comfort thing obviously i mean uh i've ridden both of those sets on factory bikes before and i can always attest that i always went towards a kyb setting just for the pure fact of bump absorption and comfort i always went towards showa when i wanted more performance and and rode harder and slammed into things and from what i've gathered over the many years that i've tested and been with some engineers on both sides and what some things that i've ridden kyb caters to more smoother type of dude styles and now you watch roxon how fluid is he when you watch him ride? He's very fluid. He's smooth. He's he's a mix of Muscan and Tomac into one. Like he's yeah. always finding. He's crafty, but yet he charges. So maybe it was just more of a comfort thing that he felt when he well, rode Sealy's. He, hasn't, he hasn't been as good on it's KYB. It's true. But I think he needs give him a couple. Okay. Okay. Just give All him until right. this week. I All think right. Southwick will. You'll see some of this from the suspension and him because of how the track breaks down. Well, certainly he's uh, he knows how to ride sand, uh, being from Europe and everything else. So it'll be interesting to see. I just I scratched my head a little bit. Hey, obviously he felt something bit, bit better. He felt better on the KYBs. But. You know what I, I've noticed, and and Kiefer's going to know way more about this than me. But just in my limited experience riding the the newer Hondas, not even so much seventeen and eighteen, but just in general the last few years, suspension on a Honda is really critical. Yeah. Uh, because they they like to put a lot of weight on the front. They're I don't want to say twitchy because it has a negative connotation, but they like to turn good, but that also makes them a little bit less stable and, mm-hmm. and s- small changes are, are really heightened on a Honda. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I don't know if he's dealing with that is like a little change can be a big change on a Honda really yeah. quickly versus where like a KTM or is a little bit more stable with the steel frame. It seems like can get away with a yeah. little bit. We had him on after, uh, what race was, was it a high point it was, or after Lakewood? I thought it was Lakewood. Lakewood. We had him on. He was, you know, thinking he's going to get better, and he was pumped and working good. And last couple of races, man, he's been clearly the third best guy, if not the fourth best, if you include Justin Barsha. Which is funny you because know? this is what I expected going in. Right, I, I didn't expect right. those right. early rides. Like yeah. that was mind blowing yeah. for me. For you know, the second moto at Hangtown, let's throw that out because that was an aberration, yeah. right? But the other motos, Glen Helen first moto specifically, I was like, holy crap! Like this guy's going to win a lot of races this yeah. summer if this is what like what two motos? He's, yeah, he's two weeks. You know, one weekend. Uh, but yeah, it's it's weird. He hasn't been able to build on that at all, you know. And and I don't know if the other guys have gotten better since then, or if he's taken a step back. But he certainly hasn't improved, mm-hmm. which I really expect him to. Yeah. Uh, and how about Shane McElrath winning though? That's cool. He's a good dude. Um, that class. I don't know what happened, to Aaron Plessinger. JT, you were the racer, as you were you, Kiefer. But I'll start with JT. 
Does that fall in the second turn while he leads in the first moto? Does that throw him off the rest of the day? What if he doesn't fall there? Does he have a one-two day or a two-one day or whatever? Like, does that just totally ruin his day? Maybe, but at the same time, you know, uh, Plessinger hasn't been the most consistent guy outdoors, you know, in in history, right? So he's had... I would say more of this than the other where, you know, the one, one day at high point is, is seemingly out of the norm. The nine five yeah. is more of what I don't want to say we're expecting from every weekend, but that's kind of what he does, right? He's going to have really good days and he's mm-hmm. going to have, going to have not so good days. The critical thing is on the not so good days. He needs to go nine five. He needs to not, not go 12 DNF, yeah. which is what we've seen from him in the past. The bad days are really bad days and it effectively eliminates him from any title contention whatsoever. So even though a nine, five doesn't look great on paper uh, for him, I think it's a plus yeah. call. He can take a positive away yeah. and say, Hey, I, I wasn't good today, he but stand, still he's standing his point lead by yeah, three. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it was a bad day, but I didn't take myself out of the title. Yeah. I finished. And maybe if this is as bad as it gets, that's not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. You, I was, you won't hear anything from this, uh, from his team or from him, but it's one word recovery. He wasn't recovered from the previous week. So plain and simple. You think? Uh, he was spent at high point bad. He, he admitted it. He did. Which is rare yeah. for, for a guy, which I, I like in a rider. Mm-hmm. But maybe um, being around other riders, they think that's the wrong move. He shouldn't have said that. Um, letting, other, letting his competition yeah. know his yeah. weakness. Um, so I feel like uh, it's a slippery slope, man. Once you dig that deep, and I'm sure JT can attest to this, you dig deep. I don't care how in shape you are. Um, you dig yourself a little bit of a hole, and he pushed it in high point. Um, you go back to wherever you go to train. You seriously start your, your motos again. You don't mm-hmm. fully recover, and all of a sudden, oh, shit, it's Saturday again. I got to go out and do it again. Right. So Yeah, I think that's where you really need, and I have no idea what they did last week or you know what uh, you know, Seth Rowe and whoever, whoever's making the decisions over there uh, are thinking as far as moving forward, but you've got to really be smart in that week. And, and you know, if, if like, I, I really wore myself out today, like I'm in a bad place. You've got to take it easy that week, mm-hmm. right? The goal, no matter above all else in the middle of the season, I don't care what you're thinking you need to do on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the absolute number one goal is to be at your best on Saturday. And here's the period. thing. We're all wired similar. We want to more work is going to make us better. We think that's what we we're, we're mentally mm-hmm. trained to be like, Hey, I'm going to work my ass off so I can be better. Yep. And when he's in the position that he's in leading the series championship, okay, I'm going to bust ass. Well, maybe that's the wrong move. I used to ask myself if I was, you know, Florida's brutally hot, just like Vegas is right now. Like it's, it's a, an oven every day you go riding. I don't know how you guys wrote. I wrote there. Last, I don't know how you do Stupid. it. Stupid. And you acclimate, right? You get used to it <laughs> somewhat, but I would ask myself, okay, I want to go on this bike ride. I want to go run or I want to go do an extra moto or whatever. If I do this, am I going to be better on Saturday or worse on Saturday? Right. Right. So I feel like that's, if you're already in shape and you're not coming back from an injury, you're not, you know, trying to get to a level you're not at already. You've always got to be asking yourself that is if I do this better or worse on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, sometimes I think guys, they ride too much, they train too much. And then Saturday they're tired. Yep. Right. You're going to, yeah, you're going to be in super good shape in a month from now, but on that Saturday when they were handing out points, you were a mess. Yeah. Well, congrats to Shane McElrath, who I wanted you both to talk about, but you never did. Well, well I, I figured you were going to, you were going to poop on Shane. 
<laughs> you know, for me, I, I wanted to ask Shane this when we talked to him, but I think he's the most underrated 250 guy there is. He might be in Supercross anyways. Man. I don't know, man. Outdoors, he hasn't been very good this year until this weekend. Yeah, I want to find out. He was on my fantasy <laughs> team, and, and I was like, gosh, what? like when Helen, I picked him, and he he's all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like riding around the top 10, but yeah. not, like, not like Muddy Creek. Yeah. Uh, let's take some phone calls, and then we'll, Shane McElrath is coming up here. First up is Billy. What's up, Billy? Hey, this is Billy. Yeah, what's up, Billy? I got a question. I think I know. Well, actually, it's not a question. I think I know where James Stewart's at. Please share. Motocross Mo 27 Instagram. Motocross Mo. I think Mo 27. This is his alias. Okay. I've been following him for a long time now. And if you look, he's just put out a train video on uh, the time feeder. We'll be talking. Are, about are, you, pull, are, are you pulling it up? Still. We're we're on the fine stew. Um, Mo twenty. No, pull, pull, pull this up on, on Instagram. Okay, go ahead. Moto, motocross Mo under dash. I'm sorry, motocross under dash Mo twenty seven. Motocross Mo underscore. I got it. Underscore. Okay, I got it. Look! Look! He just posted this big photo. But look at the look at the training videos. Go to the bottom. I think he's. I think this is an alias. But it's a guy. I don't. I don't think I have the right guy. Motocross underscore Mo twenty seven. Yeah. But it's got Babbitts online and Dunlop and Leon and all these and all these sponsors. But you look at these. You look at these videos and he's riding. Mm-hmm. I think we found him, and he's from Florida. Uh no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the one I'm looking at is not him. I don't know, bro. Yeah, I'm confident. I don't think. I don't know where. I thought you were going to say like where, you saw him golfing or something. I don't know, man. No. Well, where is he then? Because I've been looking. I've been checking all these. I don't know. He this he's on the I golf course. Time. He's golfing, golfing and raising kids. No, he's yeah. riding, and he's got two kids now. And I see this. Two kids. Well. Well, he, Billy, we're going to have to agree to disagree on yeah, this. Yeah, Billy. Thanks, bud. Thanks for the call. Thank you, Billy Ho. Uh, Matt, what's up? How are you? Hey, I just wanted to talk about uh, Japan Supercross. Yeah. Uh, to return for the first time in like 20, 25 years. Yeah, it's and happening. I, Jim, uh, Hollywood, Jim Hollywood Holly's helping bringing people over. That's awesome. Yeah, like uh, Brayton, Jimmy D. Uh, Mookie. Jerry Martin. Seven Deuce Deuce. Uh, Mookie. Yeah, Martin's going to be yeah, out. J. Mart will be out, but uh, yeah. Uh, and Mustin Pike. Is it Osaka? Is that where we're going? No, no, it's in somewhere in Japan. Tokyo. Oh, no, Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to, uh, to get your guys' opinion on it. Well, I, I think it'll be cool, man. I'm going. There it is. Yeah, you are? Yeah, I'm supposed to go. You ever been to Japan, Steve? Uh, no. I went last year. That was one race that, you know, I'd raced all over the world, right? Like 40 countries or something stupid. Jeez. And there was... There was always, you know, in the 80s, there was this Tokyo Supercross. There's a famous Bradshaw photo, you know, uh, from back then. Always wanted to do that race, and then they stopped it. Like, yeah. in, in my window, it never was around, and then now it's back. So, that sucks. Yeah. At least I got to go last year and I'm, check it out. Uh, I'm stoked, man. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be great. So I've been to Japan several yeah. times, but I saw, never racing. I saw where cool the, place. Yeah, I saw the track where they're going to set up the track and everything. It looks pretty cool. They're going to bring us some stands and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to go? That's it. Yeah. Me? Yeah, yeah, Matt, are you going? Uh, yeah, I live here. I live in Japan. So oh, okay, nice. cool. Sweet. Right on, man. We'll see you there then. I think I'm going. So. All right, cool. Thanks. I'm just in, in, in negotiations with Holly over my deal. 
You get start you start money. I'm working on it. Right. Uh, Sean, what's up? How are you? Good. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. What's up? I have a question about the Fox advisors. What I don't know if Chris has tested them or JT from the uh, other side of it, but what can they do to keep those on? It seems like. They can put a screw in them. They can screw them on. It's really. Do you see Fox going back to that? It's a real Uh, cool thing. They make these plastic screws and you thread them into the helmet and then the visor stays put. It's it's groundbreaking. I may or may not have heard. It's good for marketing. Dude, I'm with you. I'm with you, Sean. Look, Fox is a cool company. They've done great things. When they came out and said, hey, plastic screws are no good, this thing's going to fall off so that, you know, it's going to save your head. Uh, my first thought was, how many times do we see broken visors? They're just plastic screws. They don't hold anything back. Like, if, if your head slams the ground, that screw is breaking, you know? So I don't really know what they were trying to solve with that. Uh, I've Personally, I haven't had one come off on me. Uh, I haven't took a huge digger in one, obviously. But I've been roosted, haven't had anything happen. But I see a lot of them missing in photos and in races. So my thinking is they need to... The magnetic piece needs to be a little bit stronger, mm-hmm. um, so maybe they'll do something like that, or they may just get rid of it totally. So, um, yeah. But for me personally, I've never had a problem with it. So, it's got to be pretty cool when you're cleaning the helmet. Like, well, that's what yeah, I was saying that earlier out. to yeah. the guys. Like, when yeah. I take my helmet apart to clean, it's bitching, so I just snap, snap, and you're yeah. done, right? Yeah. So, I have so. not had one break on me either. Uh, yeah, JT has not had a fox helmet break on him. <laughs> uh, thanks, Sean. Thanks, man. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, let's get our uh, our guy on, Marks, if you can. Uh, two-stroke beer bong guy. What's up, man? Are you the guy that we just did the beer bong with? I am. I am, dude. You're, uh, you got ripped the whole reason, Yeah, the whole reason behind that was to get on the best post-race show ever. Wow, it was fantastic. Uh, your beer bong was great. Did you see this, JT? I it was a, heard about it this. It was a half-cut-up exhaust pipe. It's awesome. And, I heard about it. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And, and Wygant did one, and it, he was wondering if he was going to get in trouble for it, but nobody will care. I've done several beer bongs in my life. Yeah. Uh, good job yeah, on that, bro, though. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Appreciate it, dude. We got all the pro riders assigned it, and we're going to clear lacquer it, and it's going on the wall, man. Oh, nice. Not surprised that uh, you are a pulp listener. Seems, oh, like, yes, seems like our listener base definitely. will be very big on cutting an exhaust pipe in half and using it as a beer bong. Definitely. And you know what the funny thing is? Uh, the second question I asked Weed was, where's Mathis? I got to get him to hit it. Oh, but dude. You, you decided not to go to Muddy Creek. <laughs> I skipped Muddy Creek. I probably would not have hit your beer bong. <laughs> oh, come I, on. I am a pussy when it comes he to that stuff. He hates two strokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't stand, <laughs> can't stand two strokes. I don't know. But, uh, no, that's awesome, man. That was cool. It was funny. Good job on that. And was, oh, your, was, it, was your buddy in the video, was he hammered? Oh, dude, we were all hammered. We went through, we bought 84 beers. Holy shit. Friday night. And we were we actually had to go Uber to get more beer to get oh, on the best most race show ever. God. That's strong. Because <laughs> um, you seem to hold it together, but your body looked hammered. Oh, uh, well, I, I was so excited and had the adrenaline rush of a lifetime sober. just getting on the show. <laughs> yeah. It sobered me up. And I had to run a, a damn mile back to the damn tent to get the beers to go back to do the post race show. So, uh-huh. like, I ran a mile. And literally, fastest mile of my life. Got back and was like, we was like, come on up. So it was a- awesome. Eighty four beers. There's our yeah. money. There. Go to the nationals, folks. Beer bongs and eighty four beers. It's fantastic. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for the thanks Alrighty. for calling and thank you. Alrighty, appreciate thanks. it, man.
as I said, surprised that it's our listener? No. No. No, not at all. Nothing says Muddy Creek like two strokes and beer bongs. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, also, too, nothing says Muddy Creek like Vertex Pistons. Uh, VertexPistons.com, the OEM. Piston for KTM and Husqvarna, two strokes, uh, whether it's GP style, four stroke stuff, two stroke stuff, whatever it is, vertexpistons.com. Use the code PulpMX18 to save. And we thank the Vertex folks for coming on, and they're, and they're pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. This is the winner Congrats. of the 250 motocross race at Muddy Creek, Shane McElrath. What's up, Shane? How are you, man? I'm doing good. Just waiting on you guys. Uh, did you hear that? Yeah. Did you see that beer bong with the, out of the exhaust pipe? thing uh yeah he brought it through and had a sign okay all right so <laughs> i wasn't sure if that's who, if that's who was talking i just because i got on late yeah and uh just heard about a beer bong but yeah the, the these two dudes look like they came straight out of the woods yeah no that's fantastic of course they listen to the show that's that's of course that's what happens um, hey man, congrats on the win. Uh, a couple days after, you still getting texts? You still getting uh, people want to blow up your phone and tell you good job? Uh, a little bit, yeah. It uh, I mean, it's kind of uh, the same people all the time. I mean, I have all my family. Well, actually, all my family was at the race, but yeah, um, a lot of a lot of the people that uh, regularly kind of keep in touch with me and uh, just encourage me and. Um, tell me good job. Uh, nice. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it was cool. How much time do you have on the Muddy Creek track over the years? I know it's your home track and everything else, but um, how much time do you have you ridden there over the years? Um, I've, I've been there. Man, it's, it's hard to tell because they, they've, uh, the track used to go the other way, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I grew. I went there when I was on fifties. Oh, okay. So you've been there a lot. Okay. I've been there many times. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a cool place for sure. And you, I, the reason I asked that is because like just right out of the gate, watching practice times, you were on it. You were very fast right from the start. You qualified well, and you know you knew you were going to probably have a pretty good day. So I just felt like. Just for whatever reason, you must have just woke up and been like, "This is my day. I love this place. I feel good, and everything else." Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, we got to do press day too, so it, that really helped out. But um, I, that's also where I got my first podium. Um, uh huh. I. Uh, it's it's just cool that that's the only race each year that really all my family gets to go to, unless I race like East Coast Supercross, then they can go to Atlanta. But right. Uh, yeah, just have. I mean, everybody that was there, even watching. Like, I have so many friends there that were riding Amateur Day and oh yeah, you know, the two stroke race and just everybody that came through the pits. Uh, I knew quite a bit of people there, and it just it just felt like home. I mean, there's a lot of people there that uh, I don't really ever get to see anymore, just because. Yep. I'm either in Florida or California, and yeah. I get to go home like three times a year. So right. you know, it was nice to see a lot of friendly faces. Did you ever go to the East Coast four-stroke nationals that were at Muddy Creek, Shane, back in the day, like 2001? He's like six. I know, but maybe he uh, raced 50s or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay, because you might have saw Kelly Smith go 1-1 tuned by Steve Mathis at the East Coast four-stroke national there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So just uh, FYI, I'll well, send. I, I don't think I've ever 
I haven't seen it. Right. It's probably like, why was it called a four-stroke national? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. There used to be these things called four-stroke nationals. Um, yeah. And now they're just every, nationals. every weekend. They're just nationals. Right. Um, hey, so yeah. uh, did you know, I guess at one point, Shane, you were in the overall win with a 3-5. Did, they, did your team tell you that? Did you know that, that you were already in position to win this thing? Um, I didn't know that. when. I, well, I really didn't know where I was at. Right. Because I... I had a horrible start. I spun on the outside of the gate, and uh, so I got swallowed up right away. And I, I just kind of held it really tight and and pushed my way through the first corner. And I came out probably tenth or something, and uh, made like a couple quick passes, and, mm-hmm. and then I fell on like the third lap. Oh, you did? And okay. So, yeah. Yeah, and so like three or four people passed me, and then I really didn't know where I was. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just I just trying to keep pushing. Well, Jeremy and Justin crashed right in front of me. Okay. Like, so Jeremy's, yeah, Jeremy's bike almost hit me, but I didn't know that that was uh, Justin that crashed with him. Yeah. So I didn't really know where I was. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, what place I was in, and uh, I just tried to keep passing people and. Um, my mechanic was telling me uh, that I had a good pace and to, to keep pushing, and mm-hmm. um, probably a little past halfway or uh, ten minutes to go or something. Uh, my mechanic was telling me on the pit board that I needed to uh, I needed Sexton for the overall, but okay. I yep. couldn't really see him. And uh, finally, I I seen him a little bit, but he was like on the the next section, mm-hmm. and uh, and I wasn't really catching him. Him and uh, Plessinger was right behind him. But uh, then, like, I just started kind of chipping away at it. And I still didn't know what position I was in, but uh, after I passed uh, Plessinger and Sexton, um, you know what? Okay, and my mechanic were both just giving me a thumbs up, like, all right, you're, yeah. you're good. Like, just stay there. Um, but then uh, Al fell. And I got up, or he got up right in front of me. Yeah. And I didn't really know how close Sexton was. Sure. To me. Yeah. And uh, so it just, I ended up getting around Al on the last lap, but I still didn't know what place I was in. So <laughs> it, uh, yeah. it was pretty crazy. It, yeah, there was just a lot going on. Yeah, really, because you're like, okay, I see Jmart. It's probably not getting up, and he beat me in the first moto. But other than that, yeah. you're like, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, then uh, Justin Cooper, uh, we ended up lapping him. Oh, you did? Okay. But it wasn't yeah. until, like, later in the race. Right, and right. I seen that, that he was, like, missing, like, his side plate or something. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> that's when I realized, okay, it must have been him that went down. With so, Jeremy, are you doing so, this? Yeah, are you doing this math in your head the whole time? Like you know, but J Martin, you lap Cooper, and you're like, well, I got third, so I'm beating um, these guys. So, well, I, I didn't, I couldn't remember who got fourth. On the oh, first okay, yeah, yeah, I didn't know who finished behind me. Yep. So, uh, I just knew that Justin and Jeremy were out, but I still didn't know who was in front of me and yeah, what place I was in. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that was uh, that's awesome. It was a great ride. Um, yeah, hasn't been the start to the outdoors probably that you wanted. Uh, a couple good motos, but a couple motos where you went backwards a little bit, which made me scratch my head. Um, talk yeah. about that a little bit, like just your early season uh, motos before this one. What what kind of been the issues? Do you think? Well, um, it's kind of kind of started out the same way it has every year. Okay. Um, we uh, I I really just struggled on the first three tracks. Uh, on the West Coast, but um, this year 
we went to California. Um, uh, I think like the week before mm-hmm. Inktown or something. Yep. And uh, it just my I, I started outdoors on the setup that I ended outdoors on last year, mm-hmm. which is where I podium at Bud's Creek, and it was it was okay like riding in Florida and stuff. Yep. But then like getting to California and I'm like four or five seconds off the pace and it's like I I (laughs) just can't go any faster. Wow. And I knew that 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 stuff worked, but it just, it's it's so mentally defeating at the practice track. I mean, the the tracks suck in California anyway, but (laughs) to be that far off the pace and, and then to have to go race on those tracks, it's like, Dude, I just need to at least feel good on the bike. Yeah. And, uh, well, then we got it dialed in, and then we show up to the race, and we're making changes all day. Every time we go on the track, and we make, like, one step of progress each weekend. Yeah, yeah. But we ended up just being way too soft on suspension, and I just I couldn't make my bike go any faster. Wow. Like it, I was yep. just having to muscle it, and I was working way too hard to – be fallen so far short huh. it, it was really defeating but uh high point it was like i struggled both practices and then we just made a big change and went out for the first moto and it was like halfway through the first moto where i wasn't like getting beat to death and i was like dude it's actually working pretty <laughs> You're like, good whoa wait this is good <laughs> yeah so you stiffened so you just, stiffened everything up a little bit is what you're saying we, yeah, we've we made some pretty big changes and uh, really finally just started. Like uh, that day, we made a lot of progress, and then the week after, or late, yeah, last week was really um, the first good week of training I've had, where I actually felt like it was productive and not just kind of mm-hmm. beating myself down. And uh, yeah, just I felt really good on the bike, and it just. I don't. I didn't realize how important it was until you don't have that flow and the feel on the bike, and then it's like, okay, something. You're like, wait a minute. You uh, you you sound like Nicoletti there a little bit with your hatred hatred of California tracks. By the way, Uh, (laughs) what? And that was that's kind of happened the last couple years. And I was like, before we even changed anything, I was like. I'm I'm not changing my suspension. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, we know that this works. I ended with the podium on it, and then to go out there and I'm just like way off and and can't do anything because I'm just getting beat to death. And it's like we just make a few small changes. Well, that's a lot better. Okay, yeah, go yeah. a little more, a little more, and then boom, yeah. we're way off at the races. And it's like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, JT, can yeah. you relate to that a little bit as a member from East Coast to West Coast tracks? Yeah, my big thing was just never set your bike up for California because it's going to feel like crap no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. Just don't even bother? What's, yeah, what's, don't waste your time. What's what's weird to me is like yeah. you end up going stiffer in California and you think you would end up going softer because the bumps aren't as big out here. Than... Yeah, they're square edgy. They're not big yeah. and round. So, right. You actually went stiffer well, on your setup from from back east. Uh, no, we uh, we went softer. Okay. I uh, I actually run a little stiffer setup than all the other guys anyway. Okay. So like last year, like I ended on pr- some pretty stiff stuff, but then uh, when I started back, 
And that day that we changed things, it was a uh, we were kind of going back to back. And my my old stuff honestly felt like Supercross suspension yeah. after riding like <laughs> dialing it yeah. in a little bit. And I'm like, dude, I can't even ride that stuff now. Huh. And uh, but yeah, we ended up way too soft um, on the California tracks. And so then when we get to the races, I'm just so low in the stroke all the time that yeah. I can't hit any of the bumps. Right. Huh. Wow. Well, I'm glad you yeah. got it figured out because, yeah, some of those motos early in the year, I'm like, that's not the Shane McElrath that I know. Yeah. You know? No. So, um, yeah. But you should be good from here on out. Obviously, Washugo will be its own animal, as always. But other than that, yeah. you know, you you should be okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with, with my bike now. And just, even this weekend, it's like, it, I mean, it wasn't there, – there were still some things that I need to clean up, but I I was just so happy that I felt like I was one with my bike. And that was the first time all year that that's, that's been that way. And it's like, okay, now I feel like we can really progress. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, so I went to Baker Factory last week. I had some stuff to do with Husqvarna out there, and I got to see firsthand what you guys – one, the conditions that you ride in. Um, to the, yeah. tr- the tracks that you ride. Um, so as I'm there and I rode all day, I feel like, you know, just like you said, California tracks are, sh- are shitty. I think I've learned more things about, you know, my riding and bikes, riding the track where you guys practice on versus riding six months out here in the West Coast. So my question to you is what has riding out there, you know, and being with Alden has brought to your technique and slash fitness and just overall riding? Um, it's really kind of uh, probably one is being comfortable at being uncomfortable and kind of having the, the lonely dirt change and the new bumps form and uh, getting ruts. Um, another big thing is, is the weather. Uh, being here in Florida, uh, the last two weekends have been pretty warm for a race day, but nothing's as hot as Florida. No. Yeah, we'll race. No. I can attest. So to that. it's like we show up and it's like, okay, well, this this feels nice compared to being at home in Florida. So that's that's been one of the big things, and also the the track that the that Husky was riding last week, right? Um, Today was actually the first time I've rode that track all year. Um, we've been riding the other track that we were on right. uh, since we started outdoors this year. So it hasn't really gotten prepped. And the tr- like we don't, we don't really realize it's that rough because we ride it every day. But then we go to a place uh, like High Point and Muddy Creek, and it's like, dude, this track is nice to ride. Like there, there are a lot of lines, but it's like yeah. – Man, it's just a lot less energy for us to ride on it. So it's uh, it's been really nice to see that roll over and know that, that we're really getting good quality weeks in. And it's not like we're, we're spending ourselves and then some on the weekends. It's like, okay, we're, we know that, that our bike can handle something mm-hmm. that's rougher than this or we know that we can push our bodies 
when the temperature is hotter than this. So it uh, it's been really good for that. Yeah, I got uh, another one for you. Um, I talked to Steve about this before you got on the line here, and I feel like you're like, for, to me, the most underrated 250 guy. I mean, especially in Supercross, but even in outdoors. In last year, you know, even the year before that, I feel like you had really good rides and you're strong and your qualifying times were, were pretty good. Um, do you feel like you're kind of under the radar as far as riders in the 250 class? Um, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I, I, uh, I haven't done as good as some, especially when we talk amateur careers. I, I don't really have much of one. Um, so I think that kind of starts me out as uh, everybody just kind of looking over me, um, which is no big deal. But uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, I just enjoy doing doing the stuff that we do and working hard. And um, ultimately, the goal is uh, is to be on the 450 team. So yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's. To me, this whole 250 thing is is a building block to the 450 side, and um, I really feel like we're getting rid of a lot of our mistakes and working on a lot of our weaknesses. And um, unfortunately, all that doesn't show on one day on the weekend. So um, I'm okay with that, but uh, it doesn't show that the progress that we're making. And uh, so, I mean it. Yes and no, but um, it doesn't bother me one way or the other. Uh, Vertex Pistons, bringing you Shane McElrath, Muddy Creek winner. VertexPistons.com. Use the code PULPSHOW18 to save if you need a new top-end kit uh, for your two- or four-stroke. Shane, what are you going to do with your bonus money for winning a national? Like buy a big gold chain or something like that, or maybe a Ferrari or something? (laughs) Well, my wife and I actually tried to go get a couch yesterday because the one we have now is not very comfortable, and I have to... Like when I come home from the track and take a nap, I have to get in bed, but I don't like getting <laughs> the bed dirty. Okay. Like I, I take a shower and rinse the dirt off of me, uh-huh. but it's like I don't like getting in the bed more than I have to. Okay. So um, our couch right now is comfortable at all. I've tried sleeping on it a few times, and <laughs> I just I can't sleep on it. So we actually tried to go get couch yesterday, but... Uh, Let me guess. The husband and wife could been, not agree on what kind of couch to get. No, we 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 actually found the couch on Friday. We're like, this is the one we're going to get. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, well, now we can get it a little earlier because I did good. Yep. But it's going to take like 13 weeks to get here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so then we're like, okay, well, we're not getting the couch right now. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah, that, that's number one, I guess. If 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 ever, you just won a national, but you can't get your couch for 13 weeks, that is a good, <laughs> I know. good, bad thing. Good. I, re- I remember a yeah. story about you, and you can tell me if this is true or not. When you first started with TLD, the team, and you had your tryout, you've never flown in an airplane before. That's correct. Yeah, so yeah. you haven't really experienced life that much before until then. <laughs> no, I. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm. I feel like I'm a pretty simple person. I mean, I, I, uh, I don't always have to go and do things like I, I can find something to do around the house. So I'm just a homebody. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, uh, okay. So yeah, I mean, when, 
A man after my own heart. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good story. So 2012, my last year, I was pretty much terrible that whole year. You were. You were terrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my heart really wasn't in it either, to be be honest. But uh, we went to test with JGR that summer, or right before National started, and uh, we went to Club MX to ride. And whatever, I still like racing, whatever. I just didn't have the, you know, the desire and, and the willingness to take chances yep. like I needed to. So we go riding there and, you know, we're testing whatever. And Shane's out there. I didn't, know, I didn't even yeah. know who Shane was. Was Shane time, on a right? Honda then or on, uh, was he on? I think he was. Okay. But I just remember he had no graphics, no numbers. Yep. I don't even know if his gear was matching. <laughs> I want to say it wasn't, but probably was. But I just remember he was going so damn fast around the track and I remember being like, I'm so glad I don't have to race that guy at any point because he would work me right now. And I don't even know who he is. Like, right, he doesn't even yeah. have graphics or numbers. Right. No name on the back. <laughs> like, I'm not even sure that he races dirt bikes or has a plan to race dirt bikes. Yeah. But he's a lot better than me at this. <laughs> and then, yeah, he wins Loretta's that year and then whatever. Like, the rest is history. But Do you, do you remember the JGR Suzuki guys or the Butler, Butler Brothers Suzuki guys coming up with JGR guys to test? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I'm, they uh, – I – I knew when they would come, it was like a big deal at club. It's like, dude, there's JGR. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, to all us kids, it's like that's a factory team, and yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're big names. And you got so. A Ray and Cade and yelling and screaming and crashing and everything. <laughs> Phil living in a dark cabin with no lights. <laughs> Troll was there, I think. Troll, yeah, yeah. Troll there. Um, yeah. Hey, so when you guys are practicing at the Baker's factory, and this is something I. I talked to Amart about over the little while and stuff. Like, who? How do you handle? Or I don't know. Maybe maybe Shane, you're the fastest guy every day. But it sounds like it's a pretty intense environment. How do you handle it if Alex or Cantrell or or Moseman or any of these guys that are there? I don't know exactly who's there. Are are beating you that day? Like, is it hard to go home on a Wednesday or Tuesday and be like, holy man, like I suck? You know, like how, how does that work for you guys? How is it for you mentally? Um, I, I, I only tell myself that I suck when I'm playing like video games. Cause I really do suck at that. <laughs> okay. But like, I, there are days where we all kind of have our days and it's like, dude, I just, I just couldn't go any faster. And yep. this dude is making it look easy. Yep. And, uh, I mean, we, we're all competitive mm-hmm, for sure. I hate, I hate getting beat at the practice track. I mean, just as much as I hate getting beat at the races. So, You're right. Um, I mean, for me, it's like there are days when I do struggle. But for me, when I know that I'm struggling and uh, say I'm not far off the pace, it's mm-hmm. like, all right, I just I just need to, to fix a few things and refresh. You'll be and all right, yeah. I'll be good to go for the next day or something. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of give or take. Like, we each have good days some days somebody's not recovered and uh, well, hold, not, hold uh, on. uh big al says he's always the worst one um big al he just uh i would say he probably doesn't try the most <laughs> until <laughs> right. somebody gets behind him okay he'll he'll just be like having a steady moto yeah you get behind him and he'll drop two seconds like okay yeah, yeah. he can't pass him. <laughs> i i know we've all had that problem at least once yeah it's like and then we'll just eat roosh for the whole moto, or we'll cut the track <laughs> right. and just be like, dude, he, what are you doing? He but, says that he's the he slowest one every day. It. He says he's the slowest one every day. Uh, I'm just like, uh, really? Okay. 
I wouldn't say that. I, I would say that when he's the slowest one, it's probably because he's not really trying. That right, hard. sure. Uh, because, I mean, look at the races on the weekends. Like, yeah. he comes out and, and beats all of us. So uh, he, he uh, All of a sudden, he crashes like Travis Pastrano, though. He is now the new <laughs> Travis Pastrano. Yeah. He just crashes. Yeah. That's that's all he does. But uh, yeah. Uh, well, hey man, thank you for the time tonight, Shane. Really appreciate it. Congrats on the win. Yep. Congrats. Uh, uh, great guy. Nice to see you get that win. And uh, I think a lot of people are really happy for you uh, in the pits, even some of your competitors, because you've always been a first class guy to talk to and, and race with. And and so nice job, man. Thank you for the time. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, I appreciate it. No worries, man. We'll see. You. How do you feel about the sand? How we feel about the sand this weekend? I like the sand, especially now right in Florida. I mean, I feel like we can't get out of the sand here. We yeah. bring in more clay, yep. and somehow more sand ends up there. So, well, he killed <laughs> it. That, he killed it that one year. He did really good, and he had a little spill. Yeah, and but... I almost killed myself too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, All right. So, yeah. Uh, well, cool, man. No, I, I like the sand. Well, thanks for your time. Congrats again on the win, man. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, See you, Shane. Shane McElrath, everybody. Uh, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Walker, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, Walker hung up. Walker, so Walker wanted it. to know about Jacob Hayes and PC. As in maybe he can get a ride at PC? No, I think he wants to know what the beef is. Is there beef? Oh, I don't think there. Isn't there something in there? Like they're not going to ride together? There's something. There's a vital threat on it. I don't know that. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to I don't me. know enough. What? I don't think. I know something, but I don't know. If oh, I'm you do? <laughs> yeah. What do you know? <laughs> I know a little bit about a little bit. Thanks for coming out, Kiefer. Yeah. 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 What, the Pro Circuit doesn't like Hayes and Hayes doesn't like them? Well, yeah. That and, I knew that. That I don't know and why. the fact that uh, he had to pay for his own suspension and for his 450 over the weekend, like he got it, he went to send okay. his shit in, and then then he had to pay for it. And he's an arena cross champion. That's what Mitch does. He's arena cross champion. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Really? <laughs> Not really. There's I no mean, more arena cross, so maybe there's like, yeah, 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 that doesn't count. Well, hey, Walker's Walker, you back there? Yeah, I'm back here. What, what about Hayes and PC? What do you what do you want to talk about? Hey. So, I mean, obviously the Vitards are, like, pissed that he's not on PC. But, like, I mean, I look at it like I know March Banks is down and out right now. I know AC's out. So why is, why is Mitch not taking the gamble on this guy? Well, I, I, uh. I mean, he hasn't raced nationals forever, man. What, what results does he have outdoors? Yeah. I mean, okay, but having said that, a good job this weekend. What was he, 12th overall or something? 16-12. 16-12. Like, okay, good job, you know. Mm-hmm. Mitch ain't going to put you on the team with a 16-12. Like, he's going he's no, he's, no. he's to be just fine what he's riding now. He's got something going on, so he's going to be off the Kawasaki and do something different. But Yeah, now, like, do we see more of these arena cross guys? I know Harrison's over. Um, I know some of the Tyler Honda guys are out there right now. Are we going to keep seeing more and more of these arena cross guys flow in and I mean, trying to make so. a name for themselves? We're going to have to, right? They, they need should. someone to ride. Um, although I keep thinking there's going to be another arena cross. I don't know who or what, but doesn't it seem like, JT, like someone's going to start an arena cross series? No. I think yes. Somebody. somebody. I think yes, but it won't be in, It won't not, be this year. Not next year. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah That's yeah. a lot of, right. of details to pull together. Right, right. But I, yeah. I bet you there's an arena cross series within two years. Now, what about um, the Babbitts team? Um, because I know that... They're going um, to GNCC. GNCC, because I'm a huge GNCC guy, knowing that I raced it and stuff. And yeah. um, I know we have Jason Thomas as a Jason Thomas GNCC. Well, we got so one right here, too, Jason Thomas. The Jason <laughs> yeah, Thomas. well, this JT on here doesn't cry and complain about everything that everybody does, so we like him more. But um, I've heard that. Have, I've heard that. Do, oh, no, like, okay. 
so you cannot you cannot ride on the track like at GNCC the day before, right? So Stu Baylor rides an e-bike around the track, and GNCC Jason Thomas cries and moans more than a four-year-old about Stu Baylor riding this freaking stupid e-mountain bike around the track the day before the race, like it was going to make a difference. Yeah, I I, I have not met him, but I have mm-hmm. heard this type of thing before. It's not what, my first time. And what about this. the black guy that's Jason Thomas from Honda? Yeah. Yeah. He's, is he okay? Yeah, he's cool. He's okay, always been he's nice cool. to me. I just want to say Stu Baylor is a, is a badass. I like that guy. Dude, so, he eats ice cream every time he gets on the he plane. Did, he like, gives zero Fs and he pins it. Is he like, like, is he like Wild Wally? Dude, yeah, but a little bit more in control than that. Because <laughs> Wild Wally is my favorite race. You can okay, name ever. anyone hey, and say hey, a little hey, bit hey, more in control than that. Think of an A-Ray and GNCC. Okay. But... Well, Steve, you know the beer bone guy that was just yeah, on here? Yeah. That is the kind of attitude that yes. Stuart Baylor has. Like, I like no that guy. Given. But, but, then, but then there's one level crazier, and that's Wild Wally? Yeah, Wally's like yeah. negative Fs. <laughs> He's gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> he is gnarly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, um, Steve, one more question. One more question, buddy. Um, yeah. The Hurlings Tomac thing. I know it was a big deal on here last uh, um, week, and uh, I made it. No. I, admit, no, no. <laughs> I made a tweet about it. But do, does no one take into consideration that Hurlings doesn't have Supercross to train for half of the year? Like, Tomac, no, yeah. No, of course we do. It, Dude, what are you talking about? I mean, I'm, I'm tired. They're, they're, I'm not going to go on Vital and tired. argue about who's better. Like, I don't give a fuck. They're both yeah, amazing yeah. riders. Let's get amped. It's yeah, only going to get worse if they're healthy. Riders. Let's just see and it that dude, way. Dude, and Tomac just beat Hurlings last year in one moto, and Hurlings beat him. And Tomac beat him down. Um, uh, moto one in Jacksonville. Yeah, I was just talking about that. Oh. Uh, Hurlings, whatever. They've both beaten each other. If it's Hold in on. USA, Tomac can beat them. If it's in Europe, Hurlings can beat them. They'll split wins here and there. Like, they are amazing riders, and I don't even want to compare who's better. Hold on, Kiefer does. I, no, I'm not yeah, okay. Who do you like? Vi- start vital, and then you can get on there. Hold All on. Right. Who do you like to watch ride more? They're about the same, dude. You? JT? You've been there. So you just got home. So what? He was hurt. Oh, I didn't get to see right. him. Um, they're about the same. They're tall. They use your legs. They manual they things. They hang it out. They God, go I, for it. Hurlings, I like to watch Hurlings. I mean, okay, but whatever. Whoever you like to watch better is fine. I mean, I think saying? Tomac's funner. Funner? Is funner a word? Funner, funner's not a word. More I, fun. I, 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 use it I like watching Tomac more because Hurlings looks effortless to me. Really? He takes the fun out of it because his corner speed's so high and he's not really doing anything too crazy. I think if you're, if you're very acute at watching technique yes hurlings is very fun to watch yes right but yes. for the average person i think tomac's more fun yeah, that's a good point. um hey walker yes sir do you yes, have sir. a bike yes i ride a kx250 i actually uh just got a 15 um three weeks ago have you won anything from us in a while at all uh no not not lately i'm not What's no. the, when's the last time you won walker walker i want i i do want to say it was back in uh, January. I want to fly F2 carbon helmet. That is sitting on my dresser. Nah, shit. It's been six months. You want a set of fly racing gear, kinetic orange black, or or, or a, a vertex piston kit. Oh. I want a set of fly racing gear oh. so I can look like the baddest motherfucker at the track next weekend when I, <laughs> yeah. when I show up. I mean, I can't argue with that. So uh, stay on the line. Marks will get your information. And thanks for the call, right. man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it, Steve. Thanks. Have a great night, guys. I just uh, like the fact that he brought up. I like, like that kid. I like that guy. I like his questions. Uh, I like right. his question about Tomac and Hurlings. Oh, God. All right. It, let's it, get, it's only going to get worse. <laughs> let's get to our next guest. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to hold for a while. We he's got probably, a guest already? He's probably all super Shit. angry. 
Philip. 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 Who's better, Tomac or Hurlings? Of course, bro? he's angry. It's Phil. Tomac or Hurlings? Who's better? Here we go. Mm, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, thanks for coming out, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care either. Um, <laughs> that's where Steve's at. That's a both, typical they're, racer. They're both they're they're both better than me. So <laughs> um, um, I can't I can't weigh in on it. What is going on in Puerto Rico and the motocross the nations? Can you get on there again? Uh, I'm out. Phil, does your electric no, start I'm... work on your bike? Yeah, why? <laughs> Phil, what? can you prove it? What took you so long? <laughs> what took you so long to get going, <laughs> Phil? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Listen, I went down, and I got up, and I was just getting ready to take off, and then <laughs> my bike actually died. And then, I don't know, I did push it for a little while, and it, like, wouldn't go. It was kind of like chugging, and, like, Bobby Hewitt said to four-finger it, so I was, but it was still like chug, 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 and then it went. That was a, that was a debate on the show, too. Oh, he's four-fingered it. You see that? I, I just Yeah, uh, I was. I'm pretty sure I four-fingered it. Well, I four-fingered it at home, was. too, so don't feel bad. Um, <laughs> I just only you, Phil, could crash and then all of a sudden not get up. Like, you know, just get like, going slower with an electric start. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I still got going pretty quick. It wasn't like it was a oh, tomac skip I don't over. Know. I don't you know. know. How fast do you think Hurlings would have got going? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> My luck had stalled, so I got screwed. But either way, yeah, it does. It, I watch it, and it's just like, man, it, I did stay there for a little while, but <laughs> I guess I lost in two positions. So, yeah, I well, got up too slow. Hopefully Bad News Phils gets us on, on, uh, on video. The whole thing. Yeah, I'm sure something will come of it. <laughs> Thank you for you know. coming on. It's been a while since you've been on the show, Philip. Yeah, it has been. I thought you forgot about me. I got a I got an Instagram today. The guy said he was really bummed I wasn't there, but he found you to talk shit on Pulp MX, and he, that made him happy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty common when Pulp fans come by. It's pretty easy. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, yeah. They, no, they enjoy it. So, actually, at High Point, I think I signed three pulp mix hats i couldn't believe it yeah no i i paid them all to do it to run up to you with hats <laughs> i gave them all free hats makes sense it's the only way that they would wear those hats yeah off. yeah hey listen yeah. uh Kiefer, you got a lot of questions oh, to fuck. phil about his bike can i just get five minutes of phil's time <laughs> this this guy here i thought he was blue crew no he is not blue crew i'm wearing a hat he for is you. white lightning and, and he loves <laughs> huskavarna go Kiefer. okay go, go ahead philip you ready Yes. Okay. Yes, so you're on. You're on the Husqvarna now. All right. You left yep. the army. You, you left, left the army. You left the army. Not good, Phil. Do you or do you not like the bottom end delivery on your bike on the white bike? Do you need more uh, of this? Do I need more of what? More bottom end power? Correct. Um, it's pretty dang smooth. It's it's different from what I've heard in the past four years. You know. Um. No, I, th- I think it's good. It's nice and smooth, kind of like a flat track motor almost. You know, very, very easy to ride. So when you, um, a lot different from what I'm accustomed to. When you got off of your Suzuki and onto your Husqvarna, what was the first thing that was a positive to you getting on this bike? Uh, honestly, the clutch, mm. uh, the hydraulic clutch. It was uh, The feel of it was really consistent all the time. And like I could sit there with the start on the starting gate and like put my bike into gear early and not have to worry about the clutch fading out on it. So for me, it may, it may, it may makes a big difference. Small things like that, and uh, yeah, obviously the electric start not having to kick it 
when the 30-second board goes up, you know? <laughs> so, what about weight? that's added stress. What about uh, weight yeah, difference? It is. Oh, my God. I don't have to actually do squats to lift a bike onto an office stand anymore, <laughs> you know? It, it's crazy. It's like a 250F almost. How much know? lighter is it pound-wise? I mean, because... Just production-wise, it's like, I think, 14 pounds lighter. Really? Yeah. It's, it's that much big of a difference? It's huge. So that's why I was yeah, wondering if you could really feel that on the track. Of course. You know, uh, yeah, yeah you, you can feel it. Definitely when you're throwing it around a little bit, you know. Um, not And, yeah, like I said, also throwing it up and down off the stand, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. You're like, holy shit balls, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't, I don't know how they do it, but I'm enjoying it. Were you shocked at how light it was when you were trying to get up in the turn? Was that what was going through your mind? Like, holy <laughs> crap, this thing is so light. Are you just going to take digging me? Digging <laughs> no, me I, was trying to, I was trying to figure out what you were doing. What an asshole. I mean, That's I was why. Like, hey, Phil, just know that I try to get you a fly deal every single year, and this is what I got to deal oh, with. Oh, trust me. Max was. Max, JT, they m- put up walls. F- yeah, Max, Max's mother effing you in the semi. Phil's so he expensive. Not like you the moto. Phil's expensive. JT, I'm done going round and round with you guys. <laughs> we just I want you to do well. Year. <laughs> well, I I have been doing well. You have, you have. I just was like, go, like you to do well. You have to go. Like you can't wait oh. there. <laughs> 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 um, Hold on, I'm yeah. not even oh, done. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, why are you interrupting uh, my sorry, sorry, testing go conversation? Sorry, over here. more t- okay. more bike talk. Handlebars. What kind of handlebars are you running? I run the Wyndham Bend. Crossbar? No crossbar. Uh, no crossbar. All right, that's all I got. That's all I got. That's, thank you. Thank you for playing along, Phil. Appreciate. No, it. yeah, no worries. Glad I can. Glad I can help. You maybe you should come do. You should ask to do a test ride on it. See if you like it. Oh God, I, I don't. <laughs> have you? That's have overwhelming you? Thirty talks. Jesus, yeah, keep, keep talking keep, to me. Keep talking to me. Keep talking to me. Hey, we, we, uh, we. Well, and he got to see the new fly gear today. So Kiefer's life oh, is complete right God. now. Um. Hey, so we talked right after you got the ride, and you talked about riding it a few times in California. What have you changed since you got on it? Have you done much testing? Have they helped you out a little bit? Uh, yeah, we've been kind of going back and forth with little things. It's been really minute. Like, we haven't really done a whole lot. Actually, tomorrow I'll have uh, suspension shit to me. It'll be the first time since I left California. Okay. Um, so it's been like... I don't know. We haven't really changed a whole lot. It's been kind of, kind of, we're just kind of riding a setting and, you know, changing mm-hmm. clickers here and there. Um, so after this past weekend, they kind of seen some things after watching me ride it a little bit more. And this past weekend, I rode it the bike a lot harder than what I had at high point because I sucked at high point. Let's be real. Um, but at Muddy Creek, I actually had some speed and could pile drive the bike a little bit harder and was a lot more comfortable on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, tomorrow will be the first time I get new suspension. And, um, yeah, we'll try to go from there. I haven't – everything else has been pretty standard. Like, I haven't – I maybe changed – went back and forth with gearing, but that is it. Uh, let's get this. super basic. Uh, Skippy's on the phone. Skippy, what's up? Uh, what's your question for uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti? Uh, yeah, just uh... – over the years, I've noticed going from, like, a heavier bike, uh, like the 2010 Yamaha 450 to a Honda 450, I found advantages and disadvantages of lighter bikes in regards to, uh, you know, being able to change direction quickly. But the heavier bikes were a lot more stable, it seemed like, on faster speeds. Do you think uh, your riding style, you know, would need, you know, would it be easier to uh, adjust to the lighter bike and that corner's better, or... Do you think the heavier bike has an advantage too on the higher speeds? 
Um, I guess it depends. I mean, I mean, the Suzuki is heavier, and I we obviously I was riding in the beginning, but I actually was kind of struggling on the Suzuki and the straighter line stuff. Um, hmm. You know, I don't know if it was something with the the newer chassis or whatever. So we were kind of trying to adjust issues for that, but. Um, you know, after a couple rounds, we got it a lot better. Um, but obviously, I like to lead with the front wheel to help corner, and um, the Suzuki is actually pretty good with that as well because the chassis was pretty short. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it, I guess it being heavier or lighter doesn't really partake. I guess it just depends on how the chassis is set up, you know. Um, not necessarily right. if one bike's heavier or lighter than the other, for me anyway. All right, Skibby. Thanks, man. Right on, man. Thank you. Yep. Um, how's the team, Philip? Are they are they used to having you around? Are they trying to cheer you up, or what are the guys like? Uh, I mean, I mean, Scuba obviously he's from New York, and we kind of have like same personality. So okay, yeah. What? Uh, what Kurt. Okay, hold on. Sorry, uh, I interrupt you. No, you're good. What's the story about you taking Scuba out at Frozen Ocean, dude? You want? I thought I was bad at holding grudges, but Scuba's way worse than me. He, uh, I took him out at Frozen Ocean. Because um, back in the day, you could in the like uh, you could ride a super mini in the schoolboy class. Well, okay. So I went out in the B practice, you know, because you know back then like schoolboy B, mm-hmm. they're all together for practice. Um, but I guess somehow along somewhere they had a night supercross there, and I took scuba out, and ever since that day, he's hated me. <laughs> um, but I mean. I, I don't even really remember it, but it's, dude, dude held a grudge for I don't know how many years now. I think this is back in like oh two. Wow. So, so yeah. So he's he's he was pretty pissed, but um, <laughs> now we're we're we're, we're okay now. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. You know, I mean, don't but, t- don't take dudes out. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I knew Scuba was going to be this mad for that long, I'd, I mean, I might have rethought my options. But you <laughs> right, know, right. Sort of, he, yeah. he, he got over it. Yeah. So. Um, but no, I mean, I used to live with Scott Lillis and obviously, uh, yep. Anderson's mechanic Silo is super cool and Dave Feeney, you know, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's a, it's a fresh atmosphere. And obviously I, you know, I even went over to the JGR truck and stole some rides from those guys, but oh, it's still like, nice. you know, it's still cool. Like, um, you know, I'm enjoying it. It's nice to work with a different crew and see how the, you know, whole different outfit works, you right. know, um, you know, where I was at, I was super comfortable and, um, you know, this is kind of a kind of a breath of fresh air. So as um, I'm digging it. As Bobby Hewitt said, "Hey, man, like if you do this and this, or if things work out, I can look at you for next year." Has there been any sort of talk for 19 at all for 250 class, 450, anything? No, nah, not yet. You know, um, obviously, hopefully, it's still early. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't really know what their plans are, but uh, yeah, I still want to go out and do a lot better than what I have been doing. Um, I think this past weekend would have been a lot better results if I didn't have two tip-overs and obviously get up and take too long to get going, oh, yeah, JT. JT's uh, noticed JT. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to the Santa this weekend and, uh, yeah, just getting better, you know. So it's been, realistically, it's only been six days on the bike, you know, practicing before going racing. Yeah. So it's kind of, uh, I mean, it's a lot to take in. People don't realize that, but uh, and the amount of stress of flying to California and this and that. And, yeah, it's just been a lot. So at high point, I didn't have much to show, but obviously last week I was mm-hmm. able to get back in my rhythm with training and riding and, uh, yeah, made some gains. No, it's good to know. we got to change the flat fill in our studio. It's got JGR clothing on it. So I'll put this hat on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to make a new one. 
can. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody on Racer X Facebook right now can see it. But your yeah. start, your starts have been pretty good though. Five, you went five six in whole yeah. shots. Starts are good, Phil. Yeah, I don't know. Scrub was actually pretty mad at me the second moto of Muddy Creek for. Uh, he said I shut off a little too early, but I didn't think I had it. But he said I did, and mm. I don't know. I guess I, you know, pushed out a little bit too early, but. Um, hopefully this weekend in Southwick. Yeah, starts have been okay. You know, I think top five ish. Have we uh, have we figured out if we can go to practice at JGR on the Husqvarna? Yeah, I can go practice at JGR if I wanted to. Well, that's not but what Coy I said. That's not what Coy said to me at High Point. Coy did not say I could not go up there and ride. Yes, he did. No, he did not. Yeah, I said, hey, he. he I said, Coy. I said, Coy. Phil thinks he's going to go practice at your place still, and he said. No, he's not. And I said, and I said, well, that's what he thinks. And he goes, well, maybe if he lets our guys ride his bike, he can. No, why, why, like so, he why wants you want to ride my bike. I, he wants to test your bike against what little, they got. Little, I guess. Little yeah, a little oh, comparison. God. Oh God! Well, he should see if I don't know. They can go try Chevys or something for cars. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's not, he knows that's not. Well, he knows that's not. <laughs> that's what he said. So I guess you can't ride there. I don't know. That's what I mean. So you're claiming wow. you're claiming you can ride there. Yeah, I really don't care. Okay, I right. better I better still be able to go ride there. All right. Well, this will be this will be interesting. This will be yeah. will be interesting. But to I see. had to leave my bike's been down. My bike's been down at club, you know, because that's kind of where I'm I'm leaving it to kind of base it out of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit of a ways to JGR. So whenever the club guys do go ride JGR, they'll have to bring my bike up for me. The WP so. guys come out with you, or you just send you stuff. Uh, they're just sending me stuff, yeah. yeah. Throw it on and try it. Tell them if it's a yay or a nay. So um, it's pretty easy. Uh, yeah, and if it works good, they'll bring it on the weekend. Seven zero two five eight six. Paul, you got a question for Filthy Phil Nicoletti? He's only on for a little bit longer. Everybody, friend of the show, Phil Nicoletti. Is he still running a pulp sticker? I hope so. I, did I get you more, Phil? What are we doing for that? We didn't really make out a deal. I'm I'm, I'm done with it. You haven't paid the cash. I'm done. We, wow, well, we we hadn't agreed on an outdoor deal yet. So. I've been running. I rode. I ran it for four rounds. I'll pay you for four rounds. We'll work it out. I tr- oh, here we go. I tried to pay you and make a deal, and we never got anywhere. I don't know what happened. It's but. easier. To, it's easier trying to do a deal with JT and Max than it is with you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> No, it's not. At least yeah. I come through for those these, those guys. They don't come through for you year after year. It's ridiculous. No, I know that. That's true. That is very true. Uh, JT, you suck. <laughs> I agree. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You don't really suck. Uh, what? How do you feel about the news today that JGR is putting three four fifties on the track? Uh, yeah, it kind of stung a little bit. Yeah, I kind of had a you know. You know, idea that that was going to happen. Obviously, yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. They, obviously, there's still funding there to go run three guys. It's but, amazing uh, how they found funding, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty miraculous. But I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I kind of, I, I seen what they were going to do. You know, obviously that that was the plan. I guess the whole time. Uh, I'm, I'm not really sure. Poor so. Phil. Uh, yeah, it is, I mean, it is, a, it is what it is. Justin's doing okay, you know, so it's uh beginning. I think maybe Bogle's coming back this weekend, and, yeah, should be good. Um, you know? Yeah. Huh? Well, Phil beat him the first moto, so, you know, got, got Justin the first moto. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I maybe should have been both motos, but, you know, like I said, if it wasn't 
my tip overs didn't take so long, maybe it would have been different. Um, it's true. What are we so next year? What are we doing next year? Can we get a? Can we get some support? Who can we it's get bikes? June. Who can we get bikes from for next year? June for Phil. Yeah, for Phil. There, there I'm is, retiring. I'm retiring. Way too early do that. Can we do a Thomas Victor Pulp MX Fly Fun Mover deal no. for Phil? No. <laughs> nope. Me- mechanic drives. You you fly. Go, go fund me. <laughs> no. Nope. I've been there and done that. And I'm no, so no, no, no. You, you fly to all the races and. No, nope. I don't care. It's still no. I'm done. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, Phil is not I'm doing out. that. <laughs> no, the dream, the dreams run out at that point in time. Oh boy. You know? um, oh no. Nah. Right. What, I mean, what am I going? What else am I going to do? You know, that's too much stress. I'm getting old. I already got a receding airline, Steve. Shit. Oh, okay, so yeah. are you? Do you want to ride two fifties or four fifties in Supercross next year? Uh, as long as it's a good bike, I don't care. All right. Um, phone call for you, Philip, from Jim. Jim, what's up? What's your question yeah. for Phil? Phil, I want to know how the relationship's going with J-Mart, and uh, did you sell, send him a Get Well card? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, uh, I went and seen him at the hospital Saturday after the race. Um, you know, everything was kind of up in the air with what was going on. Um, but, yeah, he was doing okay. I mean, he was all doped up on the lauded, so he's feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the... Uh, Surgery went pretty well today. Um, should be okay. Saying I don't know, like a two month recovery or something like that. So, you, uh, Jim, it sounded yeah. like they made up at the at Big Al's wedding. Well, everything. Went, I mean, I was. Uh, we heard they were kind of back together, but are they tight again? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're. I mean, I don't really know what tight. I mean, I'm not tight with them like <laughs> I am with old Daddy, but. You know, I mean, I'm still going to go visit the dumbass in the hospital. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, but he's, uh, yeah, he's okay. I mean, did he's still see, a little brother to me, so. Did you see the video of it, Phil? Oh. He, he, yeah, pretty pretty brutal. Oh, God, boy. Dude. God. He, he flew down off that landing so bad. Yeah. Um, gnarly. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Jim. Phil, you're an asset to the show. Thanks, pal. You hear that, Phil? You're oh, an asset you. to the Appreciate show. It. You hear that? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I texted with JMR today before surgery. He said he was in a lot of pain. He said, thanks, I'm in a lot of pain. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, um, he said he's just been like in a big, gnarly muscle spasm. But, yeah, he's doing okay now. So why, has a lot of support, so he'll be all right. Why is Troll turned into Travis Pastrana now and he can't keep it on two wheels? Uh, true, I don't know. But he's lucky after this past weekend. Dude. And he's had a, a couple that went up across the top there. He's yeah. lucky no one, no one came no up one and hit him. And yeah, even, yeah. Yeah, landed on him. But, yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Um I mean, I, after the hospital, I drove him back to the hotel. He's he's pretty gutted about it because he left a lot of a lot of points on the table. Dude, he could have went two one, three one, mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, he could have cut. He, instead of being at thirty thirty points down, he could have been you know fifteen. You know, so it's uh, yeah, I can't allow that to happen. Okay. So, um, Last question about your bike. Oh boy. Hit me with it. Are you switching hats after this question? <laughs> yeah, after the after commercial. I'm switching All right, hats. fair enough. <laughs> uh, have you noticed a difference between frames? You know, people always say steel, aluminum. Do you notice a difference? Nah, not really. Or I haven't ridden the bike that much. You know, um, it's more it's more the power and the feel and the lightweight of the bike. You know, it's it's been the biggest difference for me. You know, as well as a hydraulic clutch. So, um, 
you know, it's uh, yeah. But as far as the the frames and stuff, I I don't know. No, I I I can't really tell to be honest. So I'm not a professional tester like you, Keeper. <laughs> You're a professional writer, you Kiefer, know. Keeper Inc. Testing dot com. Go there. You can read all about it. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's going to do right after this. I guarantee yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. All right, Philip. Thanks for the time. As always, appreciate having you on. Uh, one of our favorite guests. One of our listeners. Favorite guests for sure. Um, just hit the button, get going. Yeah, practice next time. your electric just starts. Practice electric starts next time. Two dead com- engine starts. Are Complicated you, procedure. Yeah. Are you uh, you going to Southwood, Steve? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I will be there. Yep. Uh, JT? No, <laughs> no. You're over it. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. I'm, I'll be. Uh, I'll be at home. Millville. Right. I'm back in All Millville. Right. Uh, I won't miss you there, so don't worry about it. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Thanks, cool. Philip. Thanks, buddy. All right, no worries. No worries. <laughs> Have fun. See you, Phil. See you, Phil. Yep, yep. That's Rockstar Energy Husqvarna's Phil Nicoletti, friend for, of the show. For such a good starter, he really is not good at starting. Starting. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's bad. What was he doing? I don't know. You you, you saw my text with Wygant, right? Yeah, What was seriously, though, what was he doing? A little bit of Tomac. I don't know. He doesn't either. <laughs> I mean, I guess he said it was, it was he was pressing the button. It wasn't going, but yeah. four fingered, bro. Four fingered. Uh, what does that mean? Four fingered. Yeah. Can I tell you what that means. Yes. Kind of. No, I don't anymore. Okay, thank you. I don't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't anymore. Well, you didn't know what the hell we were talking about for a second. I did, but now I, I didn't, don't. I didn't. Then I'm. Like, I still no. don't, but I Heather? don't want to. Uh, dark side. What's up? Two to three hours early on that. Dark what's side, up, boys. What's up? So I got two things real quick. So I, I uh, post that picture with Timmy. Um, and it's funny, I don't know if he's told you this, but I, I asked him if I could get a pick because I wanted to make Mathis jealous. His response is, every time anybody wants to take a picture with me now, they say because they want to make Mathis jealous. So I kind of <laughs> felt like a dick, like I was... Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? Come up with an original thing. Dark side be like, hey man, I was there in 97 and you deserve that title. Can I get a photo? Right, right. right. Yeah. So and this, my other question mainly is for uh, JT, but you guys can weigh in on it. Um, after talking to Ryan Sachs this weekend and talking to Gary Sutherland a couple weeks ago and realizing how many entries GNCC and Works has mm-hmm. and how many people show up to race these races, why does somebody like Fly or other gear companies not put more money into that that side of the sport it seems like it focuses more on moto, but there seems to be a whole lot less entries. Uh, we do. We sponsor the uh, Rockstar Husqvarna team, Dad Duvall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, you know, we are heavily invested in it. As far as series sponsorship, uh, we have asked multiple times to be involved. Um, it's just that series is sponsored by a competitor, so we don't have a, any inroad to do that. But. Uh, but, I promise you, we're very, very. Uh, but having, we're involved. We're having, trying to be more. Having too. said that, Dark Side, you're absolutely right. But who, where's the off-road magazine? Where's the off-road website? Where's yeah? Like that people want to buy your gear because they see it on Pro Riders, and there's yeah, nobody covering off-road racing. Uh, not not nobody, but there's nobody on the level of a Transworld or Racer X or Pulpamex or or any of these places to show off. Your riders, not to mention they're covered in mud after one lap. So, yes, they need to be involved more. But, dude, I mean, you, when's the last time you saw anybody outside of, give, of Duvall and, and Russell, you know, getting any kind of press? I will give credit where credit is due. Dirt Bike has stepped it up with off-road coverage um, since Tilly's been there. 
uh, he's has stepped up more racing coverage. So at least if you're somewhat n- into off-road, you can go to Dirt Bike's website and they have results and things like that. But yeah, you're right. There's not much available to a fan, let's say, besides GNCC. Because GNCC, you can get the results pretty quick. You know what's going on. You can watch the live broadcast. There's things there. But outside of that, there's not much to find for Heron Hound, for Work right. Series, things like that. But honestly, but. Um, I was at Dirt Rider, and we did do stuff like that. And there wasn't a lot of... Um, you know, feedback from that. There wasn't a lot of attention. We didn't get a lot from it. So I don't know how much demand there is out there. Well, walk around the Why? pits. Walk around the pits sometime, dark side, and look at how involved we are. Because with yeah. you know um, guys like Bollinger and Thad Duvall and Strang and all these guys, like you know, we I think Max was telling me we went two, three, four, six or something in XC one this weekend, and then. On the amateur side, just go look at what people are wearing. I mean, we're we're trying every way we can. We just don't have the platform. You know, we don't have a supercross platform or an outdoor yeah, motocross platform. You're or, not going to put the money in because of the reasons that I just said. But we would. Yeah. We, you put some money in, of course, but not. Well, there's not a TV package. There's not a. You know, there's yeah. all these things aren't available. So I, I know. It's different. That's what I'm yeah. trying to shoot down dark side for saying. Well, look yeah. at all the entries, and I think your money invested in GNCC is probably commensurate with how much exposure you get with GNCC, and and, and, and also and, opportunity. And therefore, yeah. supercross and motocross. Yeah, and they will. I guess that's more. More sorry. I guess that's more the issue. Of, um, was why is there so little coverage? And you can't see the racing. The stuff. Yeah. you can't see the racing. They're in the woods, like they're covering miles and miles. You know, where outdoor motocross and supercross, they can cover every inch of the the course with cameras. And also, I don't think out. I don't think off road racing is as exciting for the casual no. viewer. Look, where look. Supercross and Motocross are, are they're just more exciting. They're going to be better entertainment sure. for television. Listen, listen, Dark Side. There's not one person in this whole studio right now that's more pro off road than me. Do you have a oh, GNCC plaque on the wall over there? Because I got one. No, I got one at home. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I will say, I go to these Heron Hounds with Gary. I do these things. Arm it's army. Super boring. I see. I see the. I see. <laughs> Super boring. I see the bomb run. Yeah, that's bitching. But that's about three and a half minutes of excitement. Then I have to go back to the that's pit and said. wait an hour for someone to come through. I see them gas yeah. up, and then I, ha- I see them at the finish. Unless I have a motorcycle to ride around and know where the course is at, and, I don't see shit. And that would be okay because who cares if there was a TV package? But there isn't one. Right. And so. I and I could see this growing because there's drones right now. So why can't we do some stuff like this more? coverage with some drones and follow the racing so it's not out of the question i just think someone needs to try and do it and see what the yeah it's tough though because to get on tv you're gonna have to go buy television access right so who's gonna step Mm -hmm. up and buy that television package and there's not a lot of money out there something racer x is it just online racer tv they just cover them online they have a mav and it's a 30 minute show there is tv yeah yeah, Yeah. but it's not live and it's not you know okay all right and and real quick Fly does sponsor a lot of off-road guys. There's a lot of fly riders off-road. You know, um, Johnny Campbell's team is a yeah. fly team. Yeah, we're so, all, we're yeah, all in. Yeah, dark side. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I think I miss misspoke the way I said it. But I didn't mean like they don't sponsor anybody. I just don't see a lot of the 
advertising or, you know, you don't see anything in the magazines. And that's crazy to me when you have 2,000 people at every GNCC. Uh, I would disagree. We spawn, we have put a lot of ads for, for our off-road guys. The big thing, Dark Come Side. Come on, Dark Side. I think Dark there's side, just, dirt bike magazine, dirt there's bike magazine. not the platform. So there's yeah. not going to be television commercials live. There's not going to be, you know, all the... Th- all yeah, that yeah. side that you're not gonna you're not gonna see it live on Fox Sports One on Saturday night. And and, and, and honestly, I was a big part of off road racing back when Danny Hamill was a ride, Larry Rossler, Dan Smith. It was huge. There was twenty guys that were that were fast in the overall. Now you look at a Heron Hound and there's maybe honestly, I'm telling you, not not to discredit the series, there's three or four dudes that are good. And otherwise yeah. they're they're three, four, five minutes back. So that the field is not as deep anymore. All right, let's move on. Anything else, Dark Side? No, that's it, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. It's Pulp MX show. It's not Pulp GNCC show. But they are killing it. You want to talk about MotoGP? No. They are killing it with entries. Pulp American Motocross only. (laughs) GNCCs are printing money. Printing money. There's so many people signing up and going. And I talk to people at the races. They're like, you know what? I don't want to hang out on a motocross track for 10 hours and get four laps. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to go pay $20 or $40, ride for two hours, and go home. But honestly, That's... the core of riding and riders is back east. Yeah. Yep. It, West I, is... I've heard Big Six is doing pretty well, though. Mm. No? Not so good? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Zach, you want to talk about boot soles, Zach? Oh, hi. Hey. Yeah, I just... Um, was... Zach, are you in your bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the kitchen doing some dishes there you go. for dinner. But, there you go. That's better. Hey, cool. So, yeah, glad to get on. I got a question about boot soles. I, um, so I'm a privateer from Wisconsin. I got in my first national a couple weeks ago at High Point. Nice. And uh, Did you qualify? Yeah. Um, well, I was lined up to get uh, 39th. I was third in the qualifying race, but stalled it and ended up fifth. Ah, and bro. Got Damn it. it. Got, I know. It was heartbreaking at, and everything exciting at all at the same time. But um, I got in as alternate in the second moto, and I got to race one moto and end up placing 40th overall. So nice, um, nice work. One, one dream to race a race, and, uh, you know, but other than that, uh, fork steel started leaking during the moto, and I tore the right sole off of my CD Crossfire 3s. Mm. So since then, I've been on a mission to hunt down new soles, but I found they've been backward mm. in America for a couple weeks. But um, So I'm kind of curious. I just had the idea to ask you guys for advice. What do you think might be the best or most durable boot if I just decided to buy a new pair? Kiefer. Uh, that's a tough question. This is similar to tires for me. Uh, boots... Uh, they're all going to wear down, especially if you ride a lot. Um, to me, the best CD has a good sole because obviously replaceable, but obviously you said it's back ordered. So um, step two, to me, I always wore Alpine Star Tech 10, which is the middle of the road as far as durability. They will eat through, but they also offer good protection, and it's a comfortable boot. Um, Fox is probably the most comfortable boot for me, but it doesn't last as long, breaks down really quick. Um, and Garnets always seem to last, to me, the soles the longest out of all of them, but they're just not as comfortable to me as a Tech 10. That sounds, yeah, that's, I've always, I've been a Garnet guy and wore the SG12s. Yep. And then, um, actually reading your review, I switched to the Crossfire 3 and I really, oh, wow. it's my favorite, favorite thing I've ever worn. Yep. And, um, it just sucks that there's no soles for them. What right size now. are you? Um, in that 11 and a half. 
do me a favor. Uh, direct message me on Instagram, and then I'll try to see if I can uh, round up a pair of souls for you. I might be able to access that. Look oh, at that. Wow, Look great. at that. What a, what a heart of a champion Kiefer's got. Yeah. He's got hey. soul. Yeah. yeah. He actually, I was at. I'm actually, um, I was going to write an email to Kiefer anyways and thank him because at the uh, beginning of this year, I sent him an email asking about bike reviews, and he steered me towards the YZ450, and uh, it's been working out really great for me. So, Lou Crew, well, well now, well, now if, you, if you wrote it now, he'd tell you to buy a Husky. That's, no, that's, what, that's what happened. He would tell you now, he'd buy, tell you buy a Husky, but he's <laughs> Lou Crew all the way. Uh, thanks, buddy. Thanks yeah, for the call, direct man. Direct message me, man, and I'll see what I can do. Thank you. All right, thanks. I appreciate you guys. Congrats on the on the national. Uh, Shad, what's up, man? Hey, buddy, how's it going? Good. What's happening? Uh, not a lot. Hey, I seen there on um, you know social media, YouTube and stuff. They got the videos of the uh, the wreck out between Justin Cooper and uh, yeah. uh, J Mart. I was wondering, you know, what everyone has to say about that as far as whose fault it might have been. I mean, it looked like Justin drifted left, pulling the Yeah, off, it looked like he did, but, you know, right. I, I don't know. I, I watched it. Go, I didn't see good. I saw the helmet cam footage, and I saw footage from far away. And it, I, I, racing incident to me, but I, I don't know. I can't yeah, really say. A lot of guys going into a narrow figured, section, right? Yeah. The track's yeah, wider, and then it gets narrow. Would have so. a lot of, the Honda Hex, they, they would be pretty pissed. No, I don't think so. You know, it's one of those things where the track's super wide in that corner, and then so it's the first uh-huh. lap, and everybody's jockeying for you know an every inch, and then the track narrows up, and then yeah, it's, stuff like that happens, man. It, I don't think you can blame anybody. JT can attest to this too. Like you have to make quick decisions on what you're going to do very, 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 very quickly, and you make the wrong one. It's a fifty-fifty thing, and that's just what happened. Jerry, Jmar decided to send it over that table. And uh-huh. Cooper was coming over, and it just, you know, it could it could have been prevented if he didn't jump it. But J. Mart made the decision, and it was the wrong one. That shit happens all the time. So yeah, I, I don't think there's uh, a, I don't think there's a way to assign a blame pie for that one. So. Yeah. Um. Thanks, man. Yeah. That, okay. Thank you. Right. Sometimes you're just gonna have to chalk it up to racing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt, question for Kiefer. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, guys? What's happening? Um, I just had a question for Kiefer and uh, Mathis and JT. You guys can start on as well. Um, I have a YZ two fifty two stroke, and I was just wondering what uh, would be the best brand of exhaust for it. Uh, straight up, there's two that I would recommend: the Pro Circuit FMF, simply because that's the two that I have tried myself. Uh, if you're looking okay. for a little bit more bottom end, Pro Circuit is a better direction. Uh, mid to top end, FMF is the better direction. So depending on where you want your power, that's where I would go. Best mod for that bike is a V-Force, bro. And yeah, he's right. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's the next thing I'm getting for it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah V-Force. All right, sounds good. Thanks. Thank you, man. Thanks. Yeah. Pop Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Jason Thomas, Chris Kiefer here. Uh, spending millions of dollars can, can get a brand attached to a race series, or you can even get a sticker on a race bike. That may or not may or may not be using the product, but you can't buy heritage. Maxima defines aspirational because they've been there since the beginning, aspiring to be the greatest motorcycle oil in the world, and they've reached that goal uh, because you guys vote them year after year as number one aftermarket oil in American power sports. They didn't get their way by buying it, Kiefer. They got there by being the best. Visit MaximaUSA.com. Dogger for Hall of Fame. Ron Lachine, vote. If you're an AMA Lifetime member, you can vote. He's up for the Hall of Fame. Please vote him in. He deserves it. 
And uh, thanks to Maxima USA, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brown Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, and Honda World Downey all on board with us. We're going to take our first commercial break of the night here. Dave Castillo still coming up. I want to talk to you two jerkies. I don't know Curling's Tomac? No. Yeah, I do. I want to talk I, about her. I do, too. Yeah, give me yeah. some of that. I want to talk because Motocross Nations, we got some serious... Is Tomac going to race Motocross Nations if he gets picked, you think? He said on Pulp Show he was. Thanks for it, listening. I was fucking with you guys. Oh. I want to talk about it because we're so screwed no. now. No. We are I wanna, screwed. You, you, nothing is screwed. You're fine. Nothing is You're, nothing is Nothing is fucked here, dude. <laughs> we still got seven races to go. Uh, I want to talk about why these guys don't wear some sort of protection, back protection, oh, front protection. I, okay, good. I want to get into that a little bit. and not That sh- wasn't going to save his back. You can't burst an L1 mm. in a chest protector. Uh, we'll get into that after this commercial break. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after this, everybody. This is Lord Vader, and you jerkies are listening to the Pope MX Show. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. Gutsracing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. Roostmx.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years. And we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulpamex Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. 
From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You'll bring in the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride.
WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, 
Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks to Shane McElrath. Thank you, Phil Nicoletti, for coming on. Thank you, people. 702-586-757. Might as well go for a soda. Nobody hurts. That's uh, Kim Mitchell, everybody, from 1986. Number one hit song in uh, in Canada. Okay, as I say, it's just, yeah, it must it's, be Canadian. Uh, CanCon tonight, and uh, Mark's is in a bad mood. So I really thought that that might cheer him up. <laughs> That'd piss him off more, I think. <laughs> yeah, probably, actually, now that I think about it, right? <laughs> He probably, yeah, he'd probably be pissed off. What's wrong with you? Your headset? No, Rocky was about to tear the whole uh, studio apart. So I was trying to. <laughs> thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you for fixing that. Hey, buddy! Uh, thank you for people for listening. Uh, really appreciate it. Do you know there's only there's a real option for riders to not have to clean an air filter again? Imagine a good option that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your air filter. JT, you've talked about one of the things that bugs you about riding is doing the maintenance on the bike. Yeah, it's. Probably number one. Well, Pro Filter on Maxima USA. Use Pulp Thirty Five, Pulp Max Thirty Five at checkout. Just don't even clean air filters. Throw it away. Throw it yeah, away. that's the only way to go. And then put new ones in. Throw, put, throw. Yeah, put. cleaning air filters. Terrible job. Right. Terrible well, job. Profilter.com. Uh, Profilter has been active in the industry for a decade. It makes top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side by sides, and everything in between. Go to MaximaUSA.com. And check them out. And also, too, Chris Kiefer brought to you by RoostMX tonight. ARay91 is the code to save at RoostMX.net. Uh, official line of Cobra merch, uh, those guys are, as well as uh, custom graphics, 
custom gear, custom uh, or custom jackets, custom shirts, uh, whatever you want, uh, roostmx.net can make it for you. There's a whole Pulp Nation section on their website. If you need numbers, preprints, graphics, wraps, Cobra merch, they can handle it over there at uh, Roost MX. Official uh, gear of... Uh, uh, official graphics of uh, Cycle Trader Yamaha team with Hayden Melross, Brandon Hartraft had a really good high point, not so good Muddy Creek for Hartraft, and Melross was you know first race back. Let's give him some time to get better. Uh, speaking of Cycle Trader Yamaha, the race tech rant of the night is uh, a guy who left a caller in, uh, called in, and uh, left a little message. Racetech.com, everybody. I uh, use code PulpShow18 to save at Racetech suspension, whatever it is you need for your bike. Racetech can handle it, motors or suspension. Are you still doing stuff for them, or yep. what's happening? Yeah, no, still doing a lot of stuff with them. Are you testing, or what are you doing? Both what, what, testing, they advertise on my show. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell everybody to go to Racetech. Yeah, Racetech.com. You can go there and check out. It's what's cool. I tell people on my show is a lot of guys call me about spring rates, and you can go to Racetech.com and Dude. punch in the bike you have, do everything, what your weight is, and they'll tell you what spring rate to get. How many people don't, you know, never mind change the oil, they don't have the right spring rate in their bike? Like Spring rate or Dude. they just keep 30 hours on their suspension, they don't change yeah, out the oil. It's amazing. Help your bike out! And, right. and if you got a vintage bike... They got parts for it. All right, here's the race tech rant of the night. It involves Cycle Trader Yamaha because it involves our buddy Alex Ray. Uh, here we go. Hmm. Steve, I'm pissed. I'm pissed at Alex Ray. The dude had a four week dream ride to be a factory pro dirt bike rider. And what does he do? He just fucking botches it. Hmm. The dude spends the week after High Point jerking off and walking around New York with his slam piece all for a little active poon, that's horseshit. The dude had four weeks to go full dungy, full factory rider. He should have been back Sunday morning burning motos down. He couldn't even live the dream for four weeks. Too much for him. Chase an active poon. And then he shows up to a an additional race here because it's his home race, and he follows up with 20th place. That's horseshit. That's why he won't be a factory rider ever again. There's just wow. different dudes. Wow. Yeah. Shitty A Ray. My guy, my guy's pissed. Shitty A Ray. Shitty A Ray. He is kind pissed. Of, that is of. the race tech rant of the night. Was he saying active poon? Yeah, that is a stank dog uh, term oh, on our show. All right. yeah. Fair enough. Slam piece. Yeah. Um, I got the slam piece. I was with it. The, just... the uh, active poon is what uh, stank dog says when he's on here. All right. Yeah. But, but um, wow. Very angry at A Ray. I mean, I will admit, after High Point, we had him on the show, and he's like, I'm in New York, bro. I'm like... What's he doing? What, did, did he really stay there all week? I don't know if he stayed there all week, but he went there with his shit. Is that like Letterman or something? I don't know, dude. Like, it was a little weird. Huh. Like, <laughs> I've only been mad at him once, and that was Here. when he was in the mechanics area of Colorado, looking at everyone like, what do I do? <laughs> um, maybe he couldn't go back to California and ride his practice bike, and they didn't have a practice bike for him back east because he was already back east. So maybe that's the reason. Yeah, I know. Listen, there's a lot of things. And JT, uh, you raced for a long time. Sometimes, like you, I'm, I'm sure there were weeks in the middle of the national where you just didn't ride. You're just like, I'm burnt out. I'm not doing well. I'm going to just stick, keep awake away from the bike, you know, or whatever. Uh, like, man. Maybe JT not you, wasn't some, wired that some, way, I feel. Some people. <laughs> no, for me, no. Unless I was like, like we were talking about earlier with Plessinger, if I, man, even then I would right. be out doing starts or doing, so I just couldn't, okay. I couldn't well, sit around. Some guys do. 
And uh, some people go to Manhattan. Some people go to Manhattan and hang out. But that guy, that's the race tech round of the night. Very angry at A Ray. He gets a, a, a race deal. He will never be a factory rider again. That's what you're saying? He that's said, not fair. That's what he said. Can I ask oh. you a question? And he said he spent the week jerking off. <laughs> well, he we, wasn't. He's with the chicks. So he's we, not jerking we off. Don't, we can't confirm or deny that. We have no idea about that personal life of his. But um, yeah, so that guy's angry. Does A Ray do uh, worse going back to his other bike when he ride, when he goes racing? When he decides he's going to go. Uh, he's going to go to Washugo only. Right. So does yeah. he get the same result or get worse? I could see him the same. So the factory bike didn't uh, help him? I don't know. Do you it, think he's going to continue to moto down for the next month? Because I would say probably not. I would say not, no. Yeah. I would so say, I'd say he, he does worse. Oh, well. He told me Yamaha's going to give him a couple bikes. They so did, why, yeah. Good job for Yamaha. So why wouldn't he want a moto down? I, I don't know. I, I didn't well, say he, he didn't, wasn't. He had a factory ride and wasn't moto. He was in Manhattan. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like something's behind that. I feel like he wouldn't just do that for no reason. All right. Well, that, that guy was angry. And I, I suspect, JT and Marks, that that was a fantasy point, fantasy guy rant right there. Like, yeah, do you not pro- feel like probably. that guy got burned by A-Ray in fantasy? <laughs> Maybe, possibly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that, that seems like 100% like I'm pissed at this guy. Oh, yeah. That's me every week. Right. Carson right. Brown, bike blew up right. on the on the hot lap? Parade lap, yeah. Lap. And I was I was saying some really inappropriate things. Uh, Jay, you have a rapid-fire question for everyone. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you you know it, buddy. Hey, first thing, we got to do some housekeeping here, Steve. Thank you so much for all the hard work that you do week in and week out. I couldn't live without you. Oh, damn. I can't live without you. Living without you. That's Sounds gay. That song? That was yeah. on a movie. Sounds Sounds gay. Uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. No, I can't you. live if living was is without you. There you go. That's what it is. There you go. I can't hey. live. Living is without you. Yeah. I can't. Okay. Se- <laughs> second thing, the the day after the Atlanta Supercross, I got to mountain bike with Chris, Heather, and Randy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, Chris is such an incredible guy. Wait, are you the he, random guy yeah. that Randy met or something? <laughs> are you the random guy? Like, he knows that. Like, you no, but guy? you don't know Randy or Chris. Like, you just so, so, sort of said, hey, can I go mountain bike? And they, and they said, sure, right? No. I, 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 look, I bought a T-shirt from Chris four years ago. Oh, well, then your buddies with him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then I, I sent him a great email saying, hey, hey Chris. Love to go mountain bike with you. Here's the reasons why I'm not creepy. Uh-huh. One of them was I had his return address on that shirt I bought and never showed up at his house. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, pretty solid. I, I would have been no way you were coming with us, but that's okay. Kiefer's a better guy yeah, than I am. Well, yeah. so, so, hey, Steve, actually, Chris and I actually talked about this while we were riding mountain bikes. You throw out that super negative vibe, whereas Chris is like, hey, Mm-hmm. Cool people, come talk. To yeah, you. no, he, he, yeah, Kiefer's, Kiefer's like rad that way. Right? Really like the Kiefer guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what's up, hey, buddy? And, hey, I, I got, a, I got a question for all four of you guys in the room. Okay, Marks included, Ready? or Marks is in a bad Marks, mood. Not sure if Marks, he wants. Mm, well, you got one of you guys can answer it for Marks if he can't answer it. Okay? okay. Rapid fire. Here you go, Steve. You're first. Better career, James or Chad? James. Mm. JT, better career, Trey Kennard or Davey Millsaps? Mm. Ooh. Rapid fire. Uh, of course, JT. Trey, because of titles. Okay. He's got, he's got an outdoor and indoor. Kiefer, most fun to ride the first time. 08 Honda 450, the Alta, or Heather and Heat? Ooh. Well, definitely not Heather and Heat. Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to say the Alta Redshift. First okay. time. Okay, and if if Marks is listening, he can answer. If not, when you guys can jump in. He right. Marks, are you okay? Do you want to do this? I'm in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. He's he's very. This is okay. This is okay. hold on, hold on. Can I clarify something for? Isn't it when yeah. someone's in heat? Isn't it when they're on the rag? No, yeah, duh. No, 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 more no, like no. he's ready, yeah, ready and willing. Yeah, it is. It absolutely she, she, is. Yeah, when you're in heat, when a woman's in heat, that means she's bleeding. I'm not a zoologist, but I no, can tell you that's no, correct. No, 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 you guys are way off. Yeah, well, then, yeah, yeah if Heather's not bleeding, then Heather first, so I just want to clarify. Okay. I, I think you guys are wrong. <laughs> so, hey, Chris, Chris, Heather, the 08 Honda 450 or the Ultra? Heather. Like what order? Heather. Heather? Yeah. Heather, Heather, then. Heather Alta, Honda. Right. Correct. Really? The 08 Honda? That was yeah. so good. Yeah, it's so long JT ago. JT liked the 08 Honda, too. Yeah, the, I think the Alta, though, the first time is like... Yeah, it was exciting for the yeah, first time. It's like... It's like oh. a, All right, let's hit... Let's hit hurry up, hurry up. Let's hit Marks up. Okay, okay. It's for Marks. It's for Marks. Okay, ready? Ready? Rapid fire, Marks. What worries you more? The Pulpamex fantasy site server crashing or Seth Rarick in a hotel room with your wife? <laughs> God, I hope to God you asked him at the right time right now, because Jesus. Uh, the pull mix fantasy server crashing. Oh, wow. There you go. Has your, has your chick seen Rarick? Has she weighed in on this? Uh, Hot or not? I can get I can get your I can get your her opinion and get back to you. Yes, please. Yeah, please I'll, send her, I'll send yeah, her a pic. Send her a text. All right. Thanks, Jay. Good good talk. Right. Good seeing Thanks, you, Jay. Jay. Good Everyone. talking to you. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate it. He said he couldn't live without me, so that's awesome. Was that your brother? <laughs> no, my brother couldn't live. He, without he was me. actually a cool guy. He <laughs> uh, was really cool. Trying to spend another hour figuring it out. Hey, Jay, you there? No, not Jay. Uh, James. Yes, I'm here. What up, bud? What's your question for Kiefer? What up, Kiefer? So, uh, new to, I'm not new to motocross, but I'm looking to get into motocross in the next week or so, and found a YZ125. I'm a bit of a shorter guy, around five six, five seven. I feel you. What's your uh, What's your opinion on um? Like a new guy looking for bars uh, as far as, you know, comfort and grips and stuff like that. Because I'm pretty sure the guy, I've talk, been talking with him back and forth. He seems like a taller guy through text messages and stuff like that. Okay. So I was trying to find, like, what's the the best way for someone to look at, uh, I guess, a shorter stature to look at certain bars and stuff like that. Well, depending on he hasn't changed anything up front, like triple clamps and mount height and all that, I would, you know, just have nah. a, a stock set up up front. Um, the stock bar is fairly neutral and comfortable for anywhere between five six to six foot um, but if you wanted okay. to go to somewhere a little bit lower you can go to a pro taper like sx race bend um, and, and and let you decide if you want a crossbar or not a crossbar i would i would say recommend not a crossbar um, okay gotcha but, but uh look for sx race bend that is a pretty good lowered style bend and usually pretty good okay and then my second question to you was um, when it comes to, I guess, like sprocket chain kit, because I'm probably just going to go ahead and replace that as well because the bike had been sitting for a little bit, but he shows some clips of it running. Uh, what do you recommend for, you know, sprocket and chain uh, brands? Uh, there's Depending on what you want to go, there's steel sprockets, which will is heavier but lasts longer. So you can go okay. steel route, or there's like a, a twin ring where it's uh, steel teeth with aluminum center, which is kind of okay. saves weight and you get the best of both. So. Um, brand, it just depends on you. They're all pretty good. Pro Taper, Renthal, VortexRacing.com. Vortex. Yeah. You know what? We're just going to give you the Vortex stuff, uh, James, Well, there you go. Just because uh, we want you to support our show and our sponsors. Okay, sure. And then Thank we're you. also going to give you a Maxima USA two-stroke oil kit also. Wow. All right? 
Okay, awesome. You're going to get some oil, and you're going to get chain and sprockets just for calling in. Yeah. Love the fact that you got a bike, and you're going to go ride. Yeah, have fun. That's awesome. And that just made Kiefer's night. So, um, okay. All right, man. We'll stay on hold. Thanks, Mark's will get your information, all right? All right. Thanks, man. Have oh, fun, no man. Worries. Uh, he won the Maxima thing and, and Vortex. Uh, that's uh, cool. Everything I'm else. stoked. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, Bernard, what's up? How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? What's up? Hey, uh, I went to the Supercross this year, and I was wondering, I, I would like kind of talk to other people about you, and and it's amazing how many people really don't like you. I think you're a great guy. <laughs> and I was wondering, Thanks, Bernard. what's the real reason why? Are they just jealous? I mean, because you do a great work. It's uh, just, I don't I know. Don't who, who, who'd you talk to? Jason Anderson? No, no, no. Like just uh, other like um, like mechanics and stuff like that, and I get autograph and whatnot. I don't know, man. You know, uh, you know what? Yeah, like face? yeah, whatever. What like mechanics, that's uh, a tough one because it's like I was a mechanic for eleven years, so I did that job, and then I realized how fucking easy it was, and then I got into a new job, which you know created a media company. So well, I don't you know, maybe do great work. Maybe that's they're what mad. I yeah. You know what? Like, I don't. But JT, know. yeah. What are you going to do, JT? Bro? Honestly, what what would you think it is, JT? I mean, you're you're close to the guy. Uh, because Steve is not scared to tell the truth, even when it's a hard truth, and most people, especially riders, don't like hearing criticism. I was one of those guys. It's hard to hear criticism like that, even if it's true. And Steve is one of the only people in the sport that shoots people straight most of the time. Well, that's that's a good thing. I don't know. I don't get that. Like that's a good thing to hear. You know, instead of people lying to you all the time. Well, there's a lot of yes men in this sport. That's just the nature of it. No, you know, I don't think it's anybody's fault. It's just how things roll. And I don't. I think Steve has made a name for himself by not doing that, even if it gets him in trouble and people don't like him. And yeah. Uh, I, but I, honestly, I mean, I feel like I have tons of friends in the pits. Oh, I, th- I would agree I, with I that. Go truck, but I, I go truck to truck. I think and, if people don't like you, it's yeah. because that you, you're you very opinionated and you're very stubborn with those opinions. And, yeah, some people aren't going to like your opinions. That's yeah. just how it goes. If you have an opinion, you can be sure that somebody's going to not like it. Yeah, yeah. No, and if I, let me let me take that back a little bit there, Steve. Uh, it wasn't like they were saying, like, oh, that guy's a piece of crap or something like that. It was just like. You know, like, hey, how do you like Steve Mathis with the Pulp MX? And I love Jason and, you know, like all this stuff. And they would go, eh, you know, like, yeah, well, they don't really have a, yeah, they, you know, should, they should listen like, more. Eh. That's so. okay. You know what? Hey, you know what? The listenerships, you can't make a, an omelet without breaking some eggs and people are going to get upset. But this show. I like almond. Th- yeah, me too, bro. Uh, this show is is gaining in listen- listeners and people seem to like it and. So we're gonna keep doing what we're gonna do, man. That's it, you know. There's... Yeah, don't don't change, man. You're the heavyweight. You're you're you're. Oh, we gotta make a fat joke. Now you gotta make a fat joke, Bernard. <laughs> now you gotta make a fat joke. No, 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 no. And I mean not like fat, like. Yeah, like I know, fat. I know, bro. I got it. I got it. Like Pat, like Ph fat. Yeah. Yeah, dog. Pants, right? uh, no, hey, buddy. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it, and thanks for listening. Thank you. All right, dude. thanks. A lot of people don't like me in the pits. It's breaking news. You knew that, though. <laughs> Truth hurts sometimes. I don't really care. Honestly, I I, uh, I think I have a lot of friends in the pits. But, yeah, there's probably some guys you that do. don't like you me. You do. But it's like, what are you going to do? Well, who's gonna, is 100% of the people going to like you? Come on. No, never. Right, no right. way. So. It's not going to happen. Right. So, uh, hey, so let's get into this. So before we, we tease this for commercial break here. Um, Hurlings and Tomac? No, no. <laughs> is Tomac going to race the nations? He, yes, he is. Okay. He is. Um <laughs> 
J-Mart's injury. I don't want to pile on J-Mart because uh, get well soon, and this knocks him out of a championship that he had. Uh, he was going to be one of the guys to win, but I just my mind is blown again. Why we don't see these guys wearing front and back chest protectors in Europe in the MXGP series? It's mandatory. Yep. And when you look at the Fly Revel or the A Star A4 or uh, there's another company that I really thought made a good one. Maybe maybe TLD. They make a hard plastic one. I'm a big fan of the Thor Sentinel. Okay, but like they're, these things are light. You don't really notice them that much. They're plastic. They're CE certified mm-hmm. in some cases, which means they are well, they are tested. We have both. Yeah, to withstand, and yeah, to withstand a, a certain protection. JT, you went to Alpine Star in Italy two weeks ago. I've been there too. Yep. This company, they care about protection and safety. Well, like, yeah, especially like, if you're a European company, everything like, CE. Yeah. You don't have a choice. No, but I'm saying like they, they really look into this. Yeah, right? yeah. As I, you know, so why these guys don't just put on front and back underneath the jersey or over whatever, but just something underneath. I don't, the chest protectors aren't the V2000 JT thing anymore. Like that's not what they are. They're lightweight. They're form fitting. They're slim. They protect. And you can't tell me that J Mart, this thing wouldn't have helped his injury. Uh, a shot to the back is what he took. And he burst an L1 vertebrae. You can't tell me this thing would, wouldn't have helped. Uh, you can't tell me you can't for sure either. Like I, I don't right. know. And nobody knows for sure, but I think why aren't I, these guys wearing it? I man? think you're seeing some go back to it. I think the MXGP being mandatory is helping change the narrative a bit. I think you're going to see more and more because the like you said, the products are improving and they're so much more comfortable. And before it was, they're not they weren't comfortable. They were really clunky yeah, yeah, and it, they sure. weren't fun to wear. Uh, so I think that's going to change. I think the products are improving so fast that you're going to see guys choosing to wear them where maybe they didn't before. Because I remember for me, I stopped wearing mine in 98 <laughs> and it was just because I wore it one time without it. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is so awesome. I- I'm sure it, yeah, I'm sure it was right. It was, yeah. it was amazing. Yep. But dude, that, the Revel or the H. Yeah. It's I a mean, different game. Now the products are way better. Now you can't tell me it wouldn't have helped. Yeah. Like a shot to the back. No, it, it's not going to help you, but stop I, you from being paralyzed. Do we know exactly like, what caused the injury? Because I know there's just a flipping and, yeah. you know, I mean, there's a rapid stop into the ground. Yeah. You know? like, to me, the, that the chest protector front and back and the CE rated one with the foam that is, you know, a lot denser to absorb impact. To me, that's going to help so much more if someone lands on you. To me, J Mart's crash, I don't know. You know, I, maybe it would help, maybe it didn't, but he was kind of flipping and, you know, I don't know. To me, the, the chest protector slash roost guard is more of an impact help than a flipping type crash. Uh, I mean, Kiefer, what do you got? Well, I got a lot here. So <laughs> the thing is, JT's right. We've all, I'm the same way as JT. Hold on, breaking news. Uh, we have a result in from Courtney, Marks' wife. Okay. Marks? That is important. Court says yes, he's very good looking. Okay. Court's mom. Yeah, I'd do him. There we go. Seth Rarick, everybody, once again. Awesome. Yeah. Even comes through with the with the moms. Wow, Debbie was Debbie's also a fan. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, Debbie. Yeah, she thought Seth was a very good looking man. Wow. For the record, I'm a fan too. Yeah. So okay, okay back back. Sorry. So uh, we, we had to break for that. that yeah, that's, that's understandable. Right. Um I'm much like JT. I was made the mistake one time, um, wore it without it and didn't wear one, I'm sorry, and liked it and stuck to that fast forward to i had my kid uh, i made my kid when he started riding wear a chest protector at all times that was the rule in our house one day driving home from the track he looked over at me and said dad why am i wearing a chest protector and you're not 
And that's what I did. I, I, I had a long, Frozen. I had a long silence and I had, and I looked at him, I go, honestly, buddy, I don't know. You're right. I should be wearing one. So since then what, I've been, I've been which back. Which one do you wear? I'm wear a, I wear a couple. So yep. the things that I didn't like about it because it was hot, I wasn't m- mobile. I wanted to move around more. So that's why I didn't have one. Now a, I wear the Alpine Star uh, A1. Mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. That's and, front only? No, that's front and back, but you can take the back off, okay. which I do. The A4, you cannot take the back off? You can, Okay. but it has more protection and it's beefier. Oh, A4 is a beefier one? Yep. Okay. Um, and I use the Fly. Um, and I use the Thor Sentinel and the Thor Sentinel has a CE certified back, which I use, which gets hot. It's super dense. Yeah. So that, that it's heavy in the back. So there's things that are getting better. And to me, now that I'm wearing it more, I'm more used to it. It doesn't bother me like it used to. And like you said, do you have any qualms about wearing it at national? No. Now that I wear it, yeah, no problem. Like the, the, the CE would be hot. Yeah. But if if it wasn't CE, they said have to wear something, you know, and just putting that under a jersey, I have no problem. The question I would have now, CE is certified to a certain impact, and so the ones that don't have it, you know, aren't. I, I would wear either one, in my opinion. No, you know, I get like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I mean, if CE <clears throat> makes you hot because of the increased foam, then, then I honestly, I think I would put it in my guys' contracts if I owned a team. You would have no riders. <laughs> no, that's not true. No way. No way. I, 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 well, there might be other reasons why I wouldn't have no riders. But, um, like, honestly, there's such an investment here. Like, dude, put – and I'm not, I don't mean to turn this into a J-Mar thing because he's hurt. And, you know, anybody. We see so many injuries. And, again, MXGP's made it mandatory. Like, put the stuff on. Yeah. And dude, uh, they're, they're so good nowadays that you don't really – and, honestly, this sounds really stupid, but looks as well. I know some of the riders just do it because – you obviously look better on a bike without one. Oh, man, I, I and honestly, that's part of the reason I mean, why I did it back all, in the day. First of all, don't most of them wear it? Don't you think JT seventy five percent of riders probably wear a front one in nationals? Oh, more if whether it's it, hard plastic or a soft yeah, foam, yeah, they're wearing something yeah, because something, it's right brutal. Okay, if so you don't. so ninety percent of riders yeah. wear something. Yeah. So you already got something on for roost. Throw it on the back. Southwick was the only race I didn't. Right. That's the only race I wouldn't wear something. I just, it's mind-blowing to me that these guys don't put something on. I mean, Supercross, bikes coming and nailing you in the back. Like, dude, you can't tell me this stuff wouldn't help. Like, I don't know. You think about 90-foot quads at Tampa, like Sealy got hurt, and you're out there in a jersey. What For sure, (laughs) I I wore them. I'll give you an example. When you really break it down, it's insane. It is. I wore a chest protector and I raced Endurocross. And yeah. as you know, I crashed a lot in yeah. Endurocross. Yeah. And I took a handlebar to my chest. Yeah. And I have a mark on my chest protector. And if that wasn't there, that could have pierced into my chest. Yeah. So Dude. that makes you think. Like, shit happens like that all the time. Yeah, I just... I, I would be thinking about putting one on if I was a pro guy. At least trying do you wear, it. Do you wear one when you ride? No. Okay. <laughs> it's the worst. No, you were the worst. No, because... I'm not going any speed. Oh, because yeah, because that matters. It does matter. Bullshit. You ruin yourself on a, like a seven foot double. It was right. ten. It was about ten. <laughs> so I'm gonna wear one. You should. I'm gonna start wearing one. I just. You when, sound like me when Aiden asked me about when, when, uh, <laughs> when it's your job and you ride all the time, dude. Like I don't know why these guys don't do it. Like it's it's got to help you in these impacts in these sharp impacts. Ferrandis wears one. Uh, Canard always did. Yeah. Um, Benny wears one. Uh, Cooper wears one. Benny Boss. Benny wears which one? Revel? Yep. 
back hard pack on the back yeah dude? yeah 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 like dude it's just got to help so to me i don't know honestly like like jt said that dense phone the ce to me i that only could help jmar in that situation it's you, got, you got some more cushion i understand the impact is what we're talking yeah, no, about i don't but, think we can sit here and be like oh he would not have been hurt right Who but knows? the shock to that ce absorbs some of that that's what it's supposed to do right so i mean and when he when when people don't understand, when he where he got ejected off from the point where he landed was fifteen to twenty feet down. Yeah, and that impact is—it's amazing, man. I just—I uh, think more of these guys should do that. That's I think a, in the scenario all. though, if it, unless it was an impact like this forward onto his back, I don't think that's going to help. If it's an impact like head down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not going to do anything, right? Yeah. I just—they're so good nowadays. If someone had to wear that V two thousand over there in the corner, of course, I get it. <laughs> Or, you know, the JT, even in 98. Yeah. Even in 98, they weren't. No, they weren't great. They weren't great. No. And I get that. But, dude, nowadays, these things are good. They're a lot better. They are. So put the damn things on, everybody. Try them. Try, go practice with them. Go see how they are during the week. Put on a hard shell. And, you going to practice what you preach? Yeah, I am. I need what? a Revel now. Right. ASAP. Right. Have you ever seen the A10? Yes. Holy moly. That That's a gnarly. beefy. It is gnarly. Yeah. And even to me, the A4 is a lot because it has the arms coming down. And I always Doesn't cut my arms off. Does A4 have the back, too, that goes up a little bit? Like it looks like a stegosaurus? Yes. But yeah, the A10's like really gnarly. Oh, is that the A10 what I'm gnarly. thinking of? A10's like, like knight's armor. Like you could well, go fighting There's Camelot. one that has like the back is shaped to a V. like a it's like, like a spine almost. Yeah, yeah, like a spine. Yeah. Anyways, just try like one of them, man. Um, so yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. Please try it and and, uh, and 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 where and I don't know why these guys don't. I think I think uh, the guys in Europe. I think all of them wear it underneath. Basically, I most of them. Yeah. I don't remember seeing any guys over top like Ferrandez and stuff that wears over top. You know. Most do. Yeah. But anyways, it looks fine. We're getting on to the looks thing, it looks fine. Well, and, and most companies push for their guys to wear them under because they want yeah. the jersey sponsored right. stuff, right? Right. So. Right. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Appreciate Dave Castillo coming up. Dave Castillo, AC. Can we uh, ask him about what? Who's better looking, Dave Castillo or Seth Rarick? That's a good question. That's a good shootout right there. Can we ask about Great Western Bank team? Yeah, of course. All right. Kiefer's going to talk to him about the AC thing. I'm just going to ask him about McGrath and '90s and orgies and stuff. Chicks. Yeah, I got a lot of sexual questions as well. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, before, poke. before we get to. Um, uh, Dave Castillo, Gear Alloy, everybody. Gear Alloy, Pulpamex 17 is the code to save at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there's a Gear Alloy, Gear Alloy wheel style for you to choose from. Be sure to check out the Gear Alloy display at the, at the Rocky Mountain KTM truck. They have a huge wheel uh, display set, and they have a Jeep now, I guess, over there uh, at the Rocky Mountain team. So you can look and touch and feel the wheels that uh, officially sponsor that team uh, with Blake Baggett and Benny Bloss. And Gear Alloy is pleased and proud to uh, sponsor our show. And again, you can save at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear out, go pick up your gear alloy. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save. Thanks to those guys. And uh, so basically, instead of the cold call, JT, I just wanted to touch on the team first. Uh, Benny Bloss and Blake Baggett, of course. Baggett was fastest at high point. You brought that up earlier. He rode fantastic at high point, but didn't get great results. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. the results are what they are. They weren't great this weekend. Seven, five, seven. Yeah, this weekend like they weren't great again. Um, for him, for a guy mm-hmm. that passed Tomac last year and won. Yeah. Um, What's going on? What's happening? Is I don't feel like it's the bike anymore because they had some issues with the bike at Hangtown, and 
burner. I took the burner and they got it sorted out. Uh, I think I don't think it's been the same thing every time. You know, early in the season, he just wasn't riding very well and he wasn't comfortable on the bike at all. Uh, Colorado was better, battling for the podium. Mount Morris, he was obviously fast, but you he crashed on the start two motos in a row. Like, what are you going to do? There's only so much you can do with you know 30 minutes after laying on the ground. Uh, and then this weekend, uh, I thought he was okay, but I, Eli Tomac is <laughs> it's really fast, right? So um, I don't think it's been one consistent theme with his struggles. You know, I think Mount Morris, if you give him a top three start, I think he's in the battle. You know, I don't know if he wins. Marvin was really strong all day, mm-hmm. and, and Eli, obviously, second moto, did what he needed to do. But, um, yeah, I think it's just been a, a uh, different, you know, a combination of different things that have kind of worked against them each weekend so at some point we know it's all going to come together and and whether that's good enough for a win i don't know but i think you're going to see him on the podium we have sooner a, than later does he have one podium this year right one uh yeah. yeah yeah colorado yeah we haven't talked about this too but this is the first year of that frame going outdoors so and i know for a fact a lot of guys getting on that new bike they had concerns about the frame that didn't feel like the old frame at all. So yeah. there's some bugs to be worked out, I, I feel. The bike's quite a bit bigger, from what I've heard, than, mm-hmm. than last year's bike. Um, so I know they were working that out. Uh, from what I have seen and heard, it seems like they built that bike a little bit more around uh, Hurlings' input than before. Um, you know, the bigger, more stable for, you know, MXGP-type tracks. Hurlings is a pretty big guy. That's funny because they... Built the other bike around, around Dunge, Dunge and yeah, Supercross. Yeah. So you kind of, you yeah. wonder, you know, with Hurling, Hurling seems to be the future. They've got a ton of money wrapped up in him. So uh, it seems like his input weighed more heavily than it ever has before. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm, well, I haven't ridden it. So I, I'm not well, saying I'm not eating near the level of those guys, but. Well, we'll call Chad and ask him. 20 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. what do you think? <laughs> That's about, true. 20 what do you seconds. think about that? Cause I haven't ridden it. Uh, Here's the thing that I feel about the frame compared just to aluminum frames. When it, the, the ground is very soft, mm-hmm. there's more flex in that frame, and it's a little bit harder to handle. Yep. So to me, when those tracks are ripped really deep, it's a little unstable and a little uh, twitchy, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, squeamish a little bit, yeah. Yep. And yep. unlike the aluminum frame where you're solid, you're more planted, on top of yep, yeah, and planted feeling. Yep. So that's when the track goes to shit, I always find out those bikes get better. Aluminum frames get worse. Until that point, you're lagging a little bit. Right. So uh, on the on the positive scale of things, there's so many guys up for rides next year. Uh, Seely and Grant and Savachi's moving up, and uh, um, Craig needs a ride, and Bowers and there's all these guys that need rides next year. Um, and, and Bloss might have been a guy whose spot I would look at as being danger. Yeah, but, but, I, I, think, but I agree with that. Not now, I don't think. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I don't, I, I don't know I, where. I think Forrest Butler likes him. You know Forrest well. I yes, think Forrest likes absolutely. him. Absolutely. Great family. Family's great, cool. Great like, kid. I'm sure he's not expensive. I'm sure Benny's not pounding the table for 450 grand. Well, especially, I don't think he has a ton of leverage right. either. So, this Benny Bloss and his rides so far, it was a so so at Muddy Creek, but whatever. Mm-hmm. He's been really good, man. Like, I would not be surprised to see him back there. I would agree with you. Uh, I think it was really touch and go leaving Supercross. You, you know, Vegas yeah. went really well for him, but it was a struggle up until that point. Uh, he's doing everything he can do to, to plead his case, though. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's it's a tough spot though because most people want to be on a factory KTM. Yeah. Which is a you know for Forrest that's a powerful tool to wield. Um. So and 
I don't want to say he had his choice of riders, but there's a lot of guys oh, that yeah. would love to be in that spot. Yeah. So Mookie, I don't think Mookie leaves seven, but right, right. But but I really like Benny. Like I said, I really like his parents, and I hope I was cheering him every time he's out on the track. I'm cheering for him because I would love for him to stay in that spot. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Uh, give us a call if you got something on your mind to talk uh, tonight. Uh, Vortex Racing, we mentioned them earlier. Gmail Jake at VortexRacing.com for a hell of a deal from anything that uh, Vortex Racing makes, from the V3 bar to the MW3 chain to the sprockets that Monster Yamaha uses. Alex Ray, Justin Barsha use Vortex Racing sprockets on their fa- on their Monster Yamaha and uh, chain sprockets, bars, everything, that type of stuff these guys have at Vortex. And they've been proud sponsors of our show for a number of years, and we thank them for that. And they're pleased and proud to bring you our next guest. He is 90s privateer hero, Great Western Bank team, uh, Asterix, CTI, and now AC Performance Systems, Dave Castillo. What's up, Dave? How are you, man? Hey, good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks you're, for having me. You're always one of those guys that I'm like, when we talked the other day, I'm like, yeah, Dave Castillo, let's get him on, like, right away. Like, Yeah, well, it's, been a, it's been a couple of years. It's been a few years, probably. It, it has been. We actually, the last time yeah. you were on, you were still doing Asterix, and, and we shut down the website with our orders from our, from oh, our right. listeners. Yeah, <laughs> you, you did. You guys actually, you killed it, I think, more than anyone. The you pants, cover. yeah. The yeah, pants. Kiefer going on about those uh, pants. Kiefer, <laughs> yeah, Kiefer does like those tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Uh, uh, hey, so what's going on with you? How's the stunt world going on? It's good. It's yep. good. Same old. Uh, nothing's really changed. Still doing that full-time. Well, mostly full-time now yep. that with the AC system stuff has taken my leisure time away but uh-huh. um yeah the stunt, the stunt stuff is good it's uh it always it's always good um is that something where you like if you chose like i know it pays well and so i don't know how busy like can you just be like hey i don't want to work for a couple of months or do you always grab every job that comes your way type deal or can you pick and choose a little bit and now that you've been doing it a while um well, both, right? So okay. at the beginning, I wouldn't turn down anything. Right, right. And 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 now, yeah, I mean, I've I've done well enough to where I, I can do that, and and I do. Um, last year, I, I blew my knee out in January and had a full ACL reconstruction, the whole deal, and and I was off for nine months. Okay, yeah. Which uh, which was nice, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> but. But not nice because uh, yeah, m- money. Money's you know, nice. Money making money is always right. good. And, and and so, but to answer your question, yeah, you can. Um, yep. And and a lot of guys do. They they just decide like I'm not going to work for a couple of months. And yeah. And it's it's a it's a good luxury because we get residuals. So whatever we we work on, um, we get paid for for a long time. So, so if awesome. you do a handful of like yep. commercials, pay really well. Yep. And if you do a handful of really good features, you can get. I mean, you can you can literally not work for a year if if you're previous year was good right you can you don't really Um, have to work what's the best residuals that you get right now for what you've done what's the best paying residual the best paying residual i've ever gotten i probably got like two months ago and that was um that was for guardians of the galaxy 2 oh okay all right and And uh, it was it was a good one it was a good one oh nice (laughs) good job no i like i like to hear that and 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 the old story the flip side do you get residual checks for like two dollars and stuff like that yeah yeah, I get them for. Sometimes you get them for um, for a penny. A penny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, so it's actually kind of exciting. The check comes in. You see your name in the clear envelope with your check, and you open it. It's a penny. <laughs> yeah. Well, you kind of. Well, it used to be that way, but a, a few years ago they started putting it online. Oh, okay. And now, yep. 
you can constantly like I literally it's part of my daily routine. I go online and I look at what residuals are coming. So it's not a surprise anymore. <laughs> nice. I'm like, ooh, I like that. He's coming. Do I have to work? Maybe I don't have to work. Right. Uh, any anything yeah. that you can share with us on what you've worked on recently? Um, trying to think of what I worked on recently. Yeah, have you done? Any- um, I've been doing a, I've been doing a TV show, Mayans, which is a spinoff from um from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then um. Animal Kingdom. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show Animal Kingdom. No. TNT, right? The, the TNT, yeah. It's, it has nothing to do with animals. Okay. <laughs> Very aggressive. I've seen a couple episodes of that. Yeah, it's super aggressive. <laughs> uh, it's a good show. And then, and then I did, uh, I just did some of, um, what the hell is that called? Captain Marvel? Marvel movie? Okay, yeah, move, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, which and is, then the stuff that I that's just been out that I like I did Jumanji. Right. Yeah, watch that. I was like, I know him when you were, when you guys were yeah, riding. Yeah. I didn't know which one, but I was telling my <laughs> girlfriend's kids like, I know him. What What were they doing? They were riding. I was the tall the tall bad guy. There you yeah, go, jumping shit. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. They were trying to trying to kill this redheaded chick. I forget her name. Yeah, but yeah. Hey, is that the yeah. one RT worked on too? Because he said there was tons of overtime. He loved it. He just crushed the overtime. <laughs> Yeah, RT was there. Right, he was. He said, "Dude, it sucks. I can't. I can't be. I can't be back at the business, X brown goggles and stuff." But dude, I'm killing it with money. I'm killing yeah. it. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> RT, Jesus. Right. Um. Okay. So, and then Batman, of course. You did Batman. You were the guy that jumped out of the bank, yeah. right? You, you out of the. Uh, uh, yeah, we. Yeah, we, I did Batman. That was a long time ago. That was like 2000. No, I know. Right? But whenever I see it, I'm like that. I did you guys? Hey, did you guys see? Did you guys see Chips? I saw Chips. Yeah. Did, yeah. Chips is like my my sort of like latest favorite thing because it was it didn't do too well but it was like the the most fun I've had just the the crew was really yeah. fun every everybody was kind of loose and right. we kind of could do whatever we want and, we had those uh, hyper motards which once you get used to them are kind of like dirt bikes yeah. on the street yeah those yeah. things are fun yeah. um and, yeah. and you know yeah. Dak Shepard a little bit right he's a little bit of a buddy of yours so that makes it funner yeah yeah, yeah. you know we we got to to I knew him um, from before chips but during yeah. chips we we got to know each other really really well and yeah we've uh do, do these got, uh, we got a little bromance going on uh, do these stunt guys or or actors or anything else do they do they know that you used to race professional supercross and i imagine they all know but supercross a little bit do they want to talk to you about it do they do they even care do they know anything yeah i mean uh, you know especially when it's motorcycle work that that comes out pretty yeah. quickly but you know i don't really I don't. I just do what I'm doing. But yeah. you know, the, the coordinator or something will tell the 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 actor to try to make the actor feel like he's got the best guy. Hey, your guy used to do this. Oh yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> yeah this. Right. You know, because then the actor's like, oh, I'm gonna look good. I'm gonna look good. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh no, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. in New York City maybe a month ago, month and a half ago, uh-huh. and uh, our own Regis Harrington was there. I forget what he was doing. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, he was doing he John was Wick. Doing John. John Wick, yeah. and uh, yeah. he he's like, "Where are you at?" And I'm like, "We're at this bar watching hockey game." And I, I never really thought about it. He's like, "I'm coming by." And dude, before you know it, Reed was there, and he was pounding the tallest beers. <laughs> they were about as big as his head. It's funny because I got a I got a call from Reed today, and he was hammered. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with with Harrington? He's just losing it. Uh, he's having a good time. I, I said to him, I was telling him about the, the everybody in my some some people from Canada were down, and and my wife was there, and I was explaining the camera bike and this and that, and he was telling us all this, and I'm like, dude, he's f- killing it in money, he's floating in money, and and then I said, and he's got a he's got a uh, tramp stamp. And and that yeah. was it. Everyone wanted to see it. He turned around. He showed everybody. And and I didn't realize this. 
Castillo, but there's arrows on his tramp stamp. There's arrows. Yeah, pointing right down into the glorious area. <laughs> I, 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 I saw it over the years, and he goes, look, there's arrows, and it's pointing yeah. right down. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Honestly, like, his success as a stuntman has, has come in part to that, that tramp stamp because <laughs> once you let that thing loose on a set, it yeah. becomes the talk of the movie <laughs> or the show. And then people just want, people literally want Regis back on their set because it's just fun to have him and his tramp stamp. There. Oh man. Uh, yeah. He, uh, yeah. he was awesome. He stung with us. He hung out with us all night. And then at the end, he's yeah. like, I gotta go. I gotta go film John wick. And he stumbled off in New York city <laughs> somewhere. So he was, uh, he was fantastic to hang out with the guy. Yeah. I hadn't seen him forever. So, um, as usual. Hey, yeah. so uh, how's the moto stuff going? Are you still motoring a little bit? I saw you doing some dual sporting, but uh, what's what else you, is happening? You, yeah, you know, um, I've been lucky enough to get on the uh, the Husqvarna deal, and uh, I begged them to be on it, and they let me in. <laughs> and uh, I literally did. I was like, please, 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 please. I really want to ride these bikes, and I just can't buy them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, it's really good. And, uh, unfortunately, I don't know if you guys heard way out there, but Zaka I did. Well, shut down. I was bringing that up to so, you. Yeah, Zaka closed. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, my spot because I moved up here near my dad's place. And, mm-hmm. and because I'm, I'm not up here and really only the Supercross track gets used at Castillo Ranch, the outdoor track sort of just grew over. And yep. it's so much work to get it back that I was just like, well, screw it. I can just go to Zaka every time right, I ride. Right. It's beautiful. So that shut down. That kind of shut down my motoing. Um but the dual sport thing, that this five hundred one Husky, and I think the like the KTM has a what a five hundred, which is basically the same thing. These uh-huh. things are so unreal fun. Like I can't even. Yeah. Right, right out of my garage on uh, essentially my motorbike. And uh, and you're probably not breaking any. Yeah. You're probably not breaking any laws at all. <laughs> well, there's some single track that is definitely breaking the laws, but it's right. bending the rules. I, I think. Um. um yeah, no, it's safe enough. Yeah, the thing looks badass. It looks looks awesome. It's yeah. fun to ride. He's right. It's like a motorbike. Oh, you can ride on the Were road. You just did it, is that what you rode in Florida? Did you? No, have but I've ridden them uh, last year. Oh yeah. So okay. yeah, had a lot of time on it. Um, it, yeah. If you do a little, a few things to it, it's just essentially the the same thing as the right. motorbike with a little bigger tank on it. And oh. it's uh, it's a blast. Yeah. R.I.P. to Zaka. Uh, so, I ne- yeah, I've never uh, been there, but it looked awesome. Yeah. Well. Uh, obviously when that shut down, everyone sort of looked at my dad and I and said, okay, you guys are next. <laughs> Open your track. So like, we're, we're looking into it. Uh, I know there's rumors that it's going to happen. And, and oh, I never heard that. that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. uh, I, I hope it does, but, you know, we have to look into it and make sure that the zoning and all that is okay. We're not going to just do it and get shut down immediately by the county. So Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. So, But if, if we can do it, we definitely will so that we have that same sort of program going on over at our place. Um. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you before we get to the mm-hmm. AC performance systems and and the discount sure. we're going to give our listeners tonight and during the week and everything. But um, was Rhino always mm. weird back in the day? <laughs> I have been fo- look. If people don't follow Rhino, and it's, I like Rhino, I like him. He's a good dude. He's been on the show. But you got to follow him on Instagram, everybody. He yeah. is. You have to go there. He's in Hawaii right now, and he is never been happier in his life <laughs> he's, he's, no. he's charging life yes and he yeah. it, it is is rhino always been like this no <laughs> okay <laughs> so what's happened to rhino like and i don't and i'm not bringing this up to like bag on um, him he he I, has a unique look though well i think you know when you go down a road like 
you start trying to like I don't know. Is it be woke? Is that the, is yeah, that the term? Yeah, there is that term. There is that term. I, I think I think I think he's just becoming more and more woke. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't I don't really know. Um I you know, Rhino comes in and out of uh of my life here and there, you know, sometimes he'll he'll show up. He'll, he'll, you know, we were super, super tight. Super tight when we were, you know, young and yeah. we hung out every day, all day for years and years and then um you know, we grow up, you have kids and stuff, and you do that stuff. But, right. you know, he was up here not long ago, and, and he was at my house, I don't know, a month ago, two months ago. Okay. And and I I, and I hadn't seen him in a while. I've only seen his Instagrams, and I am and I was literally thinking, what what's Rhino going to be like when he gets Right, because, right. Char- but you know what? Charge life. Was, Charge life. He was Rhino. He was exactly who I grew up with. So, okay. Uh you know, I don't know. He's great. He's, a, gr- a, little, he's, he's a great follow. He's yeah. Now, the stuff from Hawaii has been, uh, like, Dude. I had to watch one uh, over and over. It's unreal. He's, he's, he's so happy. Like, <laughs> Sometimes there's some awkward silences. I'm staring into my phone. I'm like, I'm kind of awkward right now. Like, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those were the last couple of posts, right. right? Like, I felt, I felt uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, huh. He's... I don't know if he's ever coming back to the mainland. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> he, he's just yeah. like, it's unbelievable happy <laughs> how at peace Rhino is on Instagram. Hey, you, you know what, though? Uh, you, we all know growing up and all the stress and anxiety and all the, the shit that goes on. Uh, I'm, if he's happy, I'm happy. Right. For yeah. Whatever it is. No, you know what I mean? I wish I was that happy. Yeah, I think we're just all jealous. Yeah. I wish I was that content yeah. as Rhino is drinking that that lemonade looking out of the ocean <laughs> i wonder what's in that lemonade dude, dude. i don't know but charge life we all, we it makes me want to charge life oh uh, well the reason i asked dave i'm not and again i'm everyone go follow him because it's great because you yeah. know him very well and and my impression of rhino and i don't know him very well was always aggro uh aggressive yeah, yeah. um very much you know um angry. Gr- a good rider angry all the time for sure but right. i think when you're i mean I'm not an, I was never an angry person, but I have right. to imagine if, if you've lived your whole life, like I know Sonny really well too, and Sonny's sort of the same model, right? Okay. Like growing up yeah, ang- yeah. angry. And, and like once you've been that angry and gone through that much, like, you know, as many fights and all that, I think you, you kind of have to go the other direction in the same, mm-hmm. um, with the same intensity. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Intense, they're, they're really intense people. Yes. So whatever they yeah. do, they're going to do it. That so I one speed, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. whatever it is so, you're doing, right? You're you're yeah. doing it that way, um, yeah, exactly. Wow, people need to go. He's so happy hey, right when, he, when he talks, though. I listen, <laughs> even though I don't know what the fuck he's I'm talking scared, about. I'm scared like, to not listen, yeah. I just listen, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm I'm buying in, you know, <laughs> totally. keepers in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree, I agree. Hey, uh, Dave, uh, before we, yeah. uh, uh, when you go to the races now, and certainly if people don't know, uh, you, Dave, uh, you were a very good rider. You were plugged into all the stars of the sport for the longest time, went to every race. And when you quit racing, you were still going there for asterisks and, and going there for different reasons. And you've been behind right. the curtain of this sport for, for your whole life, your literally your whole life. When you yeah. go now, Mm-hmm. What's it like now for you when you go and see these guys now? You still know them, but it's a little, little not as much as you used to back in the day. I don't think nearly the stuff goes on like it we used to. Like we had AC Adam Cincerillo was in studio after Vegas, and we brought up, mm-hmm. "Hey, do you ever go riding in the hills?" And he said, "No. Why would I do that?" Like <laughs> he literally he just yeah. we're just like I'm like really he's like 
yeah, we don't do that, man. We just practice. There's nothing like, for fun. I do it for structure. Everything's yeah, structure. So All right, anyways, for kicks. So when you yeah. go when you go to the races now, like what do you see that's different or that surprises you? Um well, yeah, obviously you lose touch, right? With like all all of our generation of people kind of came and went, and then you go back and you kind of know that younger generation. But then now we're like generations away. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I don't know a lot of the guys personally. I, you know, I obviously know who they are and yeah. um, watch them, and I'm a fan of all of them. They're all amazing riders. But yeah, you don't you lose touch, but you still see the same crew of of all of us old guys, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same. Like yeah. most everyone's still around. Most you know, a lot of guys are around and. Um, but yeah, I don't know as many of them, um, but that's about it. I, I still, you know, I don't go to that many races. I, I think I went to Anaheim one and that's it this year. Mm, I thought I saw you in Vegas. Was that last year? Vegas. I definitely went to Vegas. Okay. Maybe it was last year. That was like, that was like last year, I think. Yeah. You know what? Your knee wasn't jacked up. I don't remember. So yeah, it might've been last year. Um, yeah, yeah. That was last year. Um, yeah, it's just a different, and look, I don't want to be one of those guys walking uphill to both ways, but it's, I mean, I got into it in 96 and. It's a little different now, for sure. Little different. Yeah, it's different. It, you know, like yeah. like Adam, I think represents that with his with his answer to yeah. your question. Yeah, and, I mean, it's kind of more robotic and more. Um, I don't think it's as fun. Yeah, you know, I think I think for the whole history of moto, it was always done because it was fun. And then some guys realized, Hey, I'm pretty fast. Let's go race these things. Yeah, and then and, and, and now it's and now you're just churning them out like like. You know, and I think the guys too, like robots. Like I think, like Factory Phil and these guys, and Jimmy and these guys that are really fast. They're like, I'm going to race for a few years and see how I do, and then you know what? Maybe I have to get a job after. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to mm-hmm. race. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't some master plan of making all this money. No, and yeah, get, yeah, yeah. And I don't. What the money really didn't come in until Jeremy. So yeah, um, yeah. I think that's when. You know whether people recognized it or not. That's when people started making the master plan, and, yeah. and it worked out for a lot of them. And most yeah. people, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, absolutely. Um, hey, do you remember that time I flew back in, in the jet from Indianapolis? Oh, uh, we got to cool. talk about the jet. Yeah, I, I remember. Oh, that was so cool. That was so awesome. <laughs> I, private, private jet. Private. Pr- I flew private one time in my life. I've okay. told the story a hundred times. It was with Dave, Kenny Watson. Uh, and uh, we flew from uh, Indianapolis. We stopped in Kansas for fuel, and then we stopped at Santa Ana, I guess, or we landed in Santa. And it was it was amazing. It was is, the best thing. Was in my there life. people yeah. like giving you stuff on the plane too? Uh, no, I don't think so. But Jim, oh Jim, Jim was flying or helping the guy fly or something. But um, yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it, was. it was absolutely amazing. I'll never forget it. Yeah, that, that was a good. That was a good. I, uh, I, I want that on my tombstone. Time. Here lies Steve Mathis in brackets. He flew private once. <laughs> 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 That'd be fantastic because I go to all these stupid races now, right, Dave? So I'm I'm commer- I go I've been flying for 20 years, so yeah, it's no, yeah we know how shitty that is, right? Absolutely. And JT used to fly with Chad all the time, so he knows private uh, private air travel pretty well. Yep. Yeah. Very um, fortunate for that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dave Castillo on the show tonight brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, please email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Get the same sprockets that Monster Yamaha uses, bars, and everything else. All right, Dave, one of the things we want to talk to you about tonight, ACPerformanceSystems.com. You've been working on this thing for a few years now, uh, broken away into into this private standalone company. It's that thing you see on a lot of racers' nose uh, in, in photos and, and on the track and in and, and, and podium celebrations and everything else. How's that going? It's going really well, actually. And uh, we, so what it, what it was is I know you remember when we had Asterisk, we actually, the idea came about when we had Asterisk, and it 
mm-hmm. it really came about for for goggles, right? Just the just yeah. the clip that goes in the goggles with the magnets, and then the the stickers that go on your nose with the piece of steel in it, and that was it worked really well. Um, ish. So it had its problems, right? And at the same time, we were sort of on the fence about keeping asterisk or not, and mm-hmm. we ended up pulling the trigger, getting rid of the asterisk. Um, so we don't own that anymore. Yep. And we, we, we did pull that product out of the sale though, said we're keeping this particular product. And so we redesigned it, went back to the drawing board on the whole thing, decided, decided it shouldn't be part of the goggle because first of all, it was, it was really difficult. Yep. You know, we worked with it so much that it was so easy for us at the company to put it in the goggles that right. we sort of were blinded by it and went, Oh, this is easy and people can do it. And it turned out that people couldn't do it very well and they were breaking <laughs> them. And, and you, it, couldn't, it, it, you it, couldn't fly Frankie over to everybody's house. I couldn't fly Frankie to every single person's house. <laughs> right, right. We, we, we <laughs> as much as Frankie would have loved that. Um, we so we sort of went back to the drawing board, decided we would start a new company. Mm-hmm. We would um, we would recreate this thing, and um, it, because it was called the AC system prior, we we said, well, people kind of knew what it was. Let's yeah. just call the company AC Systems, and we will create you know different systems for with nose breathing apparatus. Apparati? Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, apparatus. What would it, what would it be? Know. Apparatus? Is that sure. plural? Apparatuses? Apparatus. I okay, think it's, we're going with that. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, um, so we did that, and and what we came up with was just a just a nose band rather than something that clips into the goggles. And so you can use it under your goggles, or you can use it obviously for anything. I mean, mm-hmm. um, sleep. We sleep in them every night, um, any different sport or really anything. I mean, once you start wearing them, it feels so sort of comfortable and, and your breathing is so effortless that you, like, I don't take mine off all day. I, I sleep in it. I wake up. I go to work out, do a mountain bike ride or go to the gym in it, come back, and I kind of leave it on for the day. I actually forget it's on sometimes. So it's it's a really – it's really good. And, and people, since we released it, um, it's been out for a month. We did just a really small release. We mm-hmm. didn't really advertise or do anything. We just opened the website and kind of used our Instagram to let people know it was available. And it's actually gone really, really well. Um, the, the, the feedback is, other than sizing, which was okay. a little bit of an issue, um, which we expected because there was really, you know, how do you, how do you differentiate yeah. sizes of yeah. nose and yeah. widths and it, you really, it's really difficult. So that's been the hardest part. But other than that, the feedback has been a hundred percent. I, I, I don't know of anybody who didn't like it, no returns, anything like that. And, and we've got quite a few out there now. So, so it's gone really well and we're actually just about to open it up. I think hopefully by next week to uh, BTO um, and a couple other of the large online dealers, um, Rocky Mountain and Motorsport, I believe. So, it's exciting. They're excited yep. to get it, and and that that's kind of going to be phase two of the release, and then um, you know soon after that, once we make sure that that's working well, then we'll release it to the rest of the world. Uh, Kiefer, you've you've tried this? Yep. Uh, not to give the way, because I'm going to do a product review on my website about this, but I've been wearing it for roughly about three weeks, and I've had my kid in them. Um, Dave's, I that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we've both been trying it. And straight off the bat, I mean, Dave's right, straight up, you put this thing on. And how I can explain to the guys out there that ride dirt, bike, dirt bikes, it's like um, getting your cylinder ported. Like, your nose feels so much wider, and there's so much air. Now, you breathe in now, you can kind of feel the air hit the side of your nose. Well, now your nostrils are so spread open, and you've got a straight nasal mm-hmm. passage 
the, the air just goes straight through. So you don't really feel that that touch on the walls of your, your sinuses. So um, definitely feel like I get more air. Uh, I wear it. I um, mean, I've joked with Dave about this a little bit, but I've tried it with Heather a little bit. Oh, you have? Yeah, so oh, I've, wow. I've worn it uh, other places. I don't know. I do not know where you got that idea. That is- yeah. So uh, it's something that... This is Kiefer after dark, everybody. It's not such a... It, people always think, oh, it's witchcraft, it's placebo effect. It's not. Like, it actually really does work. I'm a, I was a Breathe Right guy for many years when I rode dirt bikes. Yep. Um, it's just like that on steroids. And it's just so much easier to use. You clip on. He has different sizes for nose. And Dave is right. Like, I feel like I don't know what size I am, but now that I've tried all mm-hmm. of them, I, I've kind of honed in on mine. Did your performance with Heather increase? Uh... Now, here's the thing with this, okay? Yeah. Yes, it has depends, and it was a good set. You know how some sessions are better than others? Yeah. I was on a good session. Like, okay, it was, yeah, yeah. everything was good, yep. the right lubrication, everything was fine. Yeah. And usually only could last five to seven minutes. Uh-huh. I'm up to nine to ten. To ten minutes. Wow. Yeah. So I'm up this, two minutes. This is phenomenal, which is, which everybody. Is, which That's is right. a great, is, which is great for Heather. It's, what RPM you running? That's advertising. That's sure good. That Sixty PPM. Sixty nine PPM. What's your PPMs? Um, a little over sixty. It's about seventy. That's pumps per minute, Dave. In case you're wondering. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So in in, in motocross but, world, but you the, like it. I do like it. Yeah. And I was honestly, I was skeptical. I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, whatever. It's it's a nasal thing. Like, yeah. what's it going to do? But man, it really does work when you ride it. When you wear your goggle, and I've tried it with uh-huh. the Scott Prospect, some wide goggles, um, X brand, Oakley's, obviously, and it doesn't interfere with your with where the nose bridge on the goggle to where that um, lies. It's very um, to me. It's much better than the previous version that he had. It was a pain in the ass to put it on the goggle. Sometimes the goggle moved and mm-hmm. it, it screwed it up. But now this thing stays on. I mean, I've I've worn it all day, sweating, and it doesn't come off. So, um, to well, me, it, it's it, it works. It's a good product, and if you're worried about like getting some more air through your n- nasal passage, it's it's worth and, it. And uh, on the line now, Craig, what's up? You also tried the AC performance system? Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to give some feedback about any uh, just in case anybody's skeptical about it. Um, so to start, I bought it, and I wasn't sure about the size. And uh, I emailed uh, Dave, I believe. Okay, uh, are you? Is this a paid call by Dave Castillo's buddy Craig? <laughs> uh, no, I have no. Paid. Okay, have all right, nobody. all right, okay. I promise. <laughs> I, I promise it's not. It's <laughs> I promise. Okay. Okay. So I bought it. Um, wasn't sure about the size, and I emailed him, and he emailed me like right, like right away, right back. They sent me uh, actually a couple different sizes to try out, and um, you know, was able to find the right one. And uh, I will say it worked awesome. Um, didn't I mean didn't notice it right away? But I, as right. I kept riding it, as I kept riding, it got better, and uh, definitely noticed like the breathing was better, and I was able to ride for longer. Um, what about so have you good. tried it with your chick? Um, I have not. Okay, um, all right. After I heard Kiefer talk about it, um, might have to try it. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. Gonna 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 give that a try, maybe. So you you, you noticed, <laughs> Craig, you were able to ride longer, like you literally did, or, or you thought you could yeah, ride longer. I, oh, absolutely. Like yep. so, um, I'm. I mean, I ride, you know, couple couple times a month, and um, I'm usually like a you know six or seven laps before I got to pull off or even right. slow down. Um, I think I went probably I would say just roughly like ten, eleven, twelve uh-huh. laps before I was like tired. Look at so, this. Um, well, cool, anyways, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. One one other thing though, I will I will say to anybody out there is if you have allergies, um, it does make them a little worse. But that's you know that has nothing to do with the band. That's yeah, just, you're just you know, breathing more in, so you're gonna get you're just, yeah yeah. Um, so um, if you got, if you get runny noses easily, you know, so what? But right. anyways, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, Greg. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Anybody who's yeah, skeptical, thanks, buy it. I promise. To uh, and then uh, we also have another call, Zeno. You tried the AC systems. Hey guys, what's up? You tried it. Yeah, I got it the first day that came out uh, that was open to the public. I bought it. Uh, pretty much what Kiefer just said. Uh, I second everything he just said. And Craig, uh, wow. yeah, Dave was also awesome. He sent me uh, two sizes, and they both actually worked pretty well. Uh, one thing, I was also a Breathe Right user for a long time, and uh, they work okay, but, I mean, the minute you put this thing on, it like it works so much better. And one thing that is way better is just, like, I think it uses some, like, medical-grade type, uh, like, stickers because, like, if you're a rider, I don't ride dirt bikes anymore, I'm like, but I cycle a lot, and mm-hmm. you're out in, like, humidity for, like, three hours, and the Bree rides, like, after an hour, they always come off. This thing, like, just stays on. Stays on there, huh? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, like, I mean, even, like, f- five, six, seven hours after you take a shower and the thing stays on. So that was my concern that the, the thing would fall off, but it never did, and it's freaking awesome. Oh, so cool, man! I wanted to thank Dave for uh, you know coming up with this cool thing. Well, there you go. Yeah, no problem. What's 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 cool about thanks, it? Is, thanks, Zeno. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. I, no problem. Um, so what? What? Well, you really can't appreciate it until you take it off. That's the thing. Like once you take it off, you're like, holy shit! Now I can see how much air I'm mm-hmm. getting in. And I put it on, you know, Heather and Aiden, and they're like, just the first thing. When you put it on, you're like, wow, I can't believe how much I can get in. Well, thankfully, acperformancesystems.com, Pulp 25. Castillo, you're giving yeah. our special uh, uh, listener discount for our, our listeners. Yeah, yeah, 25%, and it's, uh, it's capitals. I did it. I, I put it in myself. I, I went in the backside of the website and typed it in. It's all caps. Uh, so pulp, pulp 25. Pulp 25, all caps, uh, AC Systems uh, dot com. Uh, if you go there and uh, for a week or how long are we doing this for? Are we doing it this week? Yeah, I think I set it for a week. Yeah, okay, all right. So, What's today? Today's Monday, right? Yeah, uh, it shuts off next next Monday. All right, everybody, okay. try it. Try it out. Uh, Zeno, yeah. Craig, Kiefer, Pulp Twenty Five, all caps. ACPerformanceSystems dot com. What about the uh, oh. What about the Hollywood model crowd? Could they Could they use this for their uh, Recreational activities, we yeah, crossover market. Whole, you can you can do a ton more cocaine. Right there, you go. There it is, folks. Yeah. Wow, this, where, this thing is just phenomenal. Yeah, oh my god. Um, hey. uh, yeah, you like that? What's cool too? I don't know if he said this, but they you get several you know alcoholic wipes. You get you know more than mm-hmm. a few adhesive parts. If you you're know. an alcoholic, this is going to help. What you what did you just say? Yeah. I don't know, what did I say? Alcoholic wipes. Alcoholic wipes. Yeah, Yeah, you know, the alcoholic wipes. wipes. (laughs) Fucker. Can we get get the guys to take, I mean, Dave, you don't want them to do it, but can we get the guys to take it off on the podium or no? They just got to run it. 
Um, most of the guys do take it off. Like every once in a while, like I saw uh, Blake the other day was wearing uh, it on the podium. He's got a mouthpiece. He's got AC systems, a mouth guard, earplugs. Baggett everything. Everything you can use in your in your hand, stuff in yeah. your face. You can, Baggett's got it on yeah. there. So yeah, you know he, he doesn't care. He, you know I I even said something to him and he goes he goes hey look at my hairline. Do you think I care? That's what he said. It's <laughs> probably a good point, so, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So. But, you know, interestingly, I, I, I just want to say real quick, too, because mm-hmm. people talk about more air and more oxygen with it. So it's interesting, and, I, and I'm not a scientist, and I've learned all this through the process, right? But you, you, you can get all the air oxygen you need through your mouth. Right. You, you don't need to breathe through your nose to get oxygen. You'll, the problem is, is you'll get too much oxygen. So, so, so breathing through your nose... What happens is when you exhale through your nose, you, the, the carbon dioxide that you've exhaled is trapped in your nasal passageway. And in your sinus, nitric oxide is, is made naturally all the time. So when you breathe back in through your nose, you're actually breathing a mixture of nitric oxide, carbon dioxide, and oxygen. And once that goes into your lungs, it's a vasodilator, so it dilates your blood vessels and actually allows the uptake of oxygen in your muscles. So when you're, when you're breathing too much oxygen, like mouth breathing over and over yeah, and over, yeah. you, hi, you, hyperventil, you hyperventilate. And, and then what happens is your, 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 your blood vessels shrink. You're, you sort of have like a fight-or-flight reaction. Your brain starts to panic. Your blood vessels shrink. Your muscles get tight. Sure. And so breathing through your nose. So if somebody's like on an airplane mm-hmm. and, they, and they get scared and they hyperventilate, they start breathing really hard through their mouth, what do they do? They put a bag over their mouth, right? Yeah. Yep. And that, that is so that they rebreathe their own carbon dioxide. And oh, it actually yeah, calms sure. them down. Right. So, so yeah. essentially that's what this thing does, right, is it, it allows for easier nasal breathing, more effortless, right. effortless nasal, nasal breathing. So you're not – I know people – and the feeling of being able to breathe more volume through your nose is a really good calming feeling. Yep. But really – But that's the, not it. Yeah, yeah, that's not but it. That, but right. that's not it. Right. So – the, the obvious thing when you put it on, you feel it immediately. There's yeah. just no denying it. You're like, wow, there's more volume. And, and it, that's good. That's cool. But it, what it is, it's, it's, it makes that nasal breathing more effortless, easier to do, which is the proper way mm. to, to, yeah. um, to breathe, right? So, um, so although there is more, more volume, it, it's certainly not necessary, Yeah. right? You you can get plenty through your mouth as much as you need. Your your blood's probably oxygenated oxygenated enough. But what you need is the is the other mixture of gases to actually release that oxygen in, into your muscles. So that's kind of the idea of it. Um, and like I said, I'm I'm no scientist, but in doing this product, obviously I've had to learn and read. And and you can go online and, and research nasal breathing, and, and it'll tell you exactly that. So mm-hmm. um, my phone is is. Binging. I have it hooked up to the Shopify, so I think people are like buying stuff right now. Wow! There we go. Fantastic. <laughs> so, 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 so thank you. Yeah. Um. So, so that's the idea. I just wanted to kind of make that clear because I know a lot of people just think it's breathing more through your nose. I gotta admit, that's actually... also kind of what I thought. Yes, uh, I did. Yeah, and, yeah. And it and it's it's not. I mean, you've got a way bigger mouth right below your nose, right? Especially yes, I do. Steve, oh so. yeah, no big time. <laughs> so, <laughs> big time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's really not about uh, that. Right. What uh, what number are you on your nose for the piece? It was interesting, right? So I, I have a fairly narrow nose, and I can wear a three. Okay. Like I sleep in a three. I I train in a three. Um, and but when I moto, I moto in a one. Yes, yeah, so that's what I found. I out. do that. 
the reason I do that is, is because it still it opens it up. I mean, the, the, thing, the difference between the, the four sizes is very minimal. So what I found was, and uh, I hope people, if they've had this problem or listening, um, is if it's too wide, it's pulling <laughs> – my phone's going off. It's, um, it's, if, it, if it's pulling really hard, like let's say a number three, and so the sizing is zero, one, two, three. Um, we just didn't know whether to call it small, medium, large, and extra large, so we just kind of numbered them. And so three is the widest, zero is the narrowest. And, and so if you have a three on and it's pulling, the magnetism's pulling super wide, and you hit a hard bump, and your goggles push on it a little bit, right. because that magnetism is sort of pulled to its limit, it can pop one side off. So what I found is with goggles, I always run a smaller size than what I can wear doing any other type of training. And I've, I've gone to a one and found that no matter what happens with my helmet and goggles, it doesn't pop off. And it still gives you the, 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 the great benefit of your, your walls of your nose are not closing in and you have more volume to get that more, uh, you know, that easier breathing through the nose. Well, awesome, man. Uh, Pulp25 is the code, all caps, acperformancesystems.com. Not going to let you go yet, Dave, without some more 90s moto questions. Yeah, so, yeah, let's, let's do that. Uh, okay, well, well thank, thank you for, for plugging that. Oh, yeah, no, happy to do it, man. A uh, yeah, couple yeah. things before we let you go. Uh, one is uh, a guy I had limited dealings with, but when I did, thoroughly enjoyed them, and somebody I would imagine you were friends with, uh, Jim Hale, the creator of uh, Axel Mechanics, where it passed away not that long ago. And um, yeah. what, uh, what are your thoughts on Jim and your memories of Jim? I, I actually did not know Jim. What? Um, Wow. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know Jim. Um, I of course knew of him, and yeah. I was uh, an AXO fan, and I wore AXO when I first started riding, and uh, I was always a fan of it. And, and and the guys, you know, Bradshaw and those guys who were wearing it prior. Yeah. Um, huh. I would have thought you would have ran I, across I, them in business yeah, or whatever. I, yeah. I, I just never did. Yeah, hmm. it was always always someone I I knew of and and, right. and sort of looked up to from afar, but never got to know him. Uh, okay, before we let you go, we got some, I got some '90s. I should have probably tipped you off on these, so give you some time to think about them. But uh, my bad. No, no, of it's course. better. It's better to just off the cuff. '90s Supercross stars. I got questions for you. You give us, you give us who who fits this bill the best. All right. Um, okay. The '90s, the '90s motocrosser that got the most chicks. Denny. Denny. Wow. All right. Yeah. The '90s motocrosser who struck out the most with chicks. <laughs> I was in high school, bro. <laughs> Basically, nobody I just, got. I just, I, I'm just assuming you did. Um, um, no, uh, who struck out the most? Because I'm trying to think of who was like, yeah, was it just like on it, but just couldn't ever do it. Like, um, but Denny pulled the most, huh? I mean, Denny and Phil. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a really difficult. You, so what you, you just had like there were certain girls who were. In Denny's court, and mm-hmm. certain they were filled. You know, like they, they were just going to go one way or the other. Certain sisters in Denny's court. Uh, <laughs> he's told that story a few times. All right. Who's yeah. the cheapest 90s motocrosser? Cheapest? Yeah. Who was cheap? I think Fro. Fro? Yeah. I'm going to uh, say Fro. Fro right. didn't ever seem to have his wallet with him. It was really weird. <laughs> it was very strange. Like, the guy was making so much money. Right. He'd go like eat dinner, and he'd be like, mm, yeah. Yeah. Like, really? I went to dinner with, (laughs) uh, you know, I was going to say, I I went to dinner with McGrath a few times in Europe and he was the same way. 
I'm like, I, dude, really? I know, I know you got you got 50k <laughs> to be here, and he's just like, ah, oh, sorry, yeah, anybody got any cash? I'm donating my, and we're eating like Burger King. Yeah, he literally had a briefcase with fifty thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, on the flip side of that, who's the biggest spender in '90s moto? I mean, you got to say Jeremy was okay. Even though, even though, because because he didn't ever buy a dinner, apparently <laughs> right. he was able to buy. He was able to buy boats and houses on lakes. Yeah, he, so he did spend some, some. And this would have been like '05, so he probably learned. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, and, I'm not spending." Yeah, he didn't. But yeah, you know, he had the NSX, but I, I guarantee he didn't buy that. Honda gave it. Yeah, somewhere. and I think he was probably making so much more money than everyone. Sure, you know, yeah. that he was able to spend more than everyone. Uh, who was the best guy at Castillo Ranch with jumps? Like, who was? I mean, obviously, maybe Jeremy comes to mind, but. You know, I was telling a story because Brian Swink, of course, passed away a little while ago, and and mm-hmm. Jeremy told me straight up, Troy, Ohio. Jeremy told me uh, back in the day that he watched Swink in Supercross practice sometimes to see what Swink would jump. So, oh hell yeah! Remember that he would just do, he would just pop a quad out of nowhere, yeah, like randomly. Right. So <laughs> what? Who was a guy at the Wasn't ranch that? that blew your mind? Other than me? Yeah. Other than no. when your front tire blew, when your front wheel blew. <laughs> okay. On that. Right. right. Um, Gosh, there's so many people that we've gone out there and just yep. hit random stuff. Um, I mean, as of late, uh, you're talking 90s, though. Yeah, I'm um, talking 90s, but. Travis? Take your pick. Okay. Take your pick. Yeah, no, yeah. Travis, Travis would just jump off his motorcycle and blow his legs <laughs> Right, apart. right. Um, um, Rhino. Rhino was gnarly. Really, huh? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Rhino was gnarly. Charge yeah. life. Charge life. Charge yeah. life. Um, Charge life. Who was the best in the whoops? Who was somebody that you just saw and you're just like, oh, wow. I mean, I, I remember watching Travis go through the whoops, like, yep. kind of mind-bogglingly fast, yeah. for sure. Uh, best dresser. Who's the best dresser? Uh, that was a bad time for dressing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> velvet suits and cheetah pants. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say button. Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with Button. All right. Yeah. Who was the worst dresser? Button. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, honestly, like, I was just a greaseball mechanic, but I remember wearing LBZ shiny uh, uh, shirts with corduroy pants and DC shoes because all you yeah. guys did it. Fernet. Fernet, yeah. Fernet would go all in. Fernet had cheetah shirts. He did. Fernet wore cheetah shirts. Hey, hey, FYI, I never wore any LBZ anything. I did. I did wear baggy stuff, but it was shift. Okay. SMP. It was when shift decided to go. I might have wore SMP. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Um, and this one, you can keep this one PG, or you can go wherever you want with this one. But what's your best chicken story? <laughs> chicken? Yes. You know, chicken. I I never really hung out with chicken. Uh, I, I actually know I'm I know I'm better from after. After racing, I did. Yeah, then, then, then we just never. I was just. I don't know. I think I was. You were a little young, a little, a little younger. younger. Yeah, because he was. He was sort of like a hero of mine. He wasn't like a peer, you know. He yeah, was yeah. Like, he was like one of the big time guys. So, um, because we've had chicken up here in studio for a show, and yeah, and yeah. He got married for the sixth time when he was up here. <laughs> to the same lady. <laughs> to the same. To Ruby. To what? Ruby. And then he called me, Dave. He called me hours before his flight and said, "When's my flight?" Like on the way up here, like he was unbelievable. He was I'm not awesome. stupid, dude. And then he told us a story about oh, we have a lot of chicken drops, don't we? How do you okay, marry the so same good. girl six times? 
That's how good uh, that chickens, piece is, dude. Chicken's leopard got yeah. loose and almost chased this kid up a tree. And no way. The, the, yep, and he's telling us the story, and he had to tell he had to he had to bring the the leopard to the neighbors to show him that it was just a cat. He was trying to tell him it's not a leopard. Don't call animal <laughs> control. It's just, dude, it's the best story ever. And I just, I want to live Chicken's life, or at least film it for like a for like a week. So, <laughs> I, you know, Denny, Denny would be able to tell you all of yeah, the stories. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure you've heard them. I've, I have. Yeah, the last time Denny was yeah. here, he said that Chicken grabbed some raw chicken, ironically, out of the fridge, threw it on the floor, and said, "This is for the cat." And yeah. it was, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I wish I I wish I knew those stories. Um. All right. Well, uh, yeah, chicken. I probably should have. Yeah, you probably a little younger than chicken, but but hey. Yeah, I don't have any. He's phenomenal. He's amazing. He's still amazing too. Yeah. He's still amazing. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it'd be fun is to come up in studio with all you guys and and have chicken out and just do it. Get a bunch of people out there. Oh, uh, it'd be for, fantastic. Well, people last still. I'll do this goddamn show. Oh uh, no! Yeah, that's exactly what chicken <laughs> said last time. What was that, Marks? <laughs> Last time I do this goddamn show. Yeah, there we go. Chicken said that was it. (laughs) He was one. Well, people still, if people want to, and it's, listen, we're on show 343, but show 100, we had everybody from the Great Western Bank outside of Phil. Who's, who doesn't refuses to acknowledge that part of his life anymore? I think. Um, I think he does too. Yeah, I think he does. Uh, we had everybody from Great Western Bank in studio. It was an all time show. Uh, Budman got hammered, and uh, uh. <laughs> Denny was out, and Dave, and it was fantastic. Yeah. So. I kind of remember that. I kind of remember. I think Bud and I jumped in a car and drove back home after that. At some point, Buddy is yelling into the mic, and you're like, you're like, you're like Bud, Budman. Everyone can hear you still. You don't need to yell. Like, stop yelling. But people, well, maybe we should try to try to get everyone back together for like show four hundred or something. Yeah, that would be that would be epic. Our it's like a '90s Moto four hundred, like uh, just a lot of different '90s guys. Our listeners would die yeah. for that, man. Yeah, that would just, be awesome. Get as many people there as you can. Many '90s, like as many mics as you have. Get that many yeah. '90 guys. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. You know what? You don't even really need all those mics. Just everyone can be on their phone. You can just call everyone. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. can all be in the studio, but on their phone. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. That'll work. Uh, well, hey, yeah. man, thank you for... Uh, uh, I got a favor. Oh, uh, well, go, yeah. I want to ask for a yeah. favor. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, butt snorkels? Oh, well, that too. I forgot about that. Oh. Butt snorkels. <laughs> can, okay, can you tell your friend Channing... If he wants yeah. to ride all the 2019 bikes, he can come do my shootout. This would help me with my female audience. <laughs> so you want Chan to come do your shootout? Yes. What is your shootout? Uh, most likely in September. Okay. Is he uh, into I'll, it that much? I'll talk to him. Is he? He's, he, you know, he's got a Yamaha deal, so I don't know how much oh, he's, you know. Shit. Yeah, he's kind of in Yamaha's Damn camp it. right now. Uh, yeah. He's into it, though, like for reals? He loves it? Yeah. He's, Super, super into it. Oh, he has wow. a track. I built him a, tra- a track at his house, and he's, uh, he's, you know, he's actually gotten way more into road racing. But we, he definitely wants to get back in the dirt shortly. But he is a fucking monster on a. On, can I say that? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You can. Uh, on on a on a road race bike, like like legit. Really? Wow. Wow. Who knew? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. I saw he photos goes, of him, but you never know how much time. these guys are into it. You know what I mean? You never know if it's just like a photo op and he's riding around like a, you know, in first gear. Nah. Like you know, no, so. he, he's he's for real. He's like the real deal. Supercross the movie, the track all the time. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Supercross the movie got him started. Movie. Yeah, he was in Supercross yeah. the movie. Yeah, he was F&A. the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was oh, the first. That was his first movie. Shit, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um. 
Uh, well, uh, hey, we had some people on our Facebook feed saying that they worked, the code worked, and they bought some uh, AC performance awesome. systems. So. Well, Thank you, guys. Yeah, I feel my phone buzzing. Like I said, it's hooked up to, to the Shopify, so oh, I perfect. know people are definitely buying, so I, I appreciate that. That's that's cool. Well, yeah, um, I mean, we had some, well, some good uh, feedback already from our listeners called it, in. So. It has been, it's been really good, honestly, like um, thanks to those two guys who called in as well. But, yeah, it's it's been like that, like nonstop. So we're, we're pretty excited about it, and I think it's uh, – we're taking it slowly because we don't want to get too many out there and then find out there's a problem. But, yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be a successful thing for the long run. Well, I'll get out of moto and start getting on like some mainstream guys, obviously, right, Dave? I mean, that's the well, plan. It's, it's, we did actually license uh, the, the technology to 100%. And okay. They built it into their Speedcraft. It's called the Speedcraft Air. Yep. And, uh, Peter, Peter Sagan has been wearing it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wearing it a lot, actually, and, and he's won some stages with it. And um, he obviously has to switch back and forth between all the different classes that they have. But then right. I saw today two different people, someone in New Zealand and someone in France, won uh, some Ironman triathlons with the Speedcraft Airs on. So, um it's it's a good thing. It's it's definitely legit. Cool, man. No. Don't give up on the Coke side. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, way more no, popular. We're, I've, I've got Hollywood. I've That's got what I'm Hollywood saying. You're, yeah. You've, you're, yeah. You got the market cornered. You got. It, don't don't worry about what we do. You <laughs> you got Hollywood, then you got Jim Hollywood and Sipkovic Hollywood. You got three <laughs> Hollywoods right. in your corner. I got. Lots of Hollywood. Yeah. Hey, what did you what did you guys want to know about butt snorkeler? What, oh, uh, Kiefer, butt snorkeler? Kiefer's, uh, I love I, it. When Kiefer was coming in, he said, "I got a question about butt snorkeling." So, are you are you part of that thing, or is that your buddies, or what is that? Just my buddies. Okay. Yep. My, my friend, my friend Matt, who goes by Vicarious underscore Vern. He's uh, he tries to stay low profile, but I just blow him out. So that's his. <laughs> uh, that's his personal uh, Instagram, but he's uh, he's sort of the mastermind behind it. He's just a, a super cool surfer guy from San Clemente just kind of came up with the idea as a, as a, as a joke, kind of drunk with a buddy talking about some random stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they came up with that. And I think he made a couple hats just for fun and somebody saw it and said, I want one of those. And, uh, his friends wanted it. And pretty soon it became what it is, which I, you know, you never, you never know behind the scenes, but it seems pretty damn big to me. So for you guys listening out there, follow butt snorkeler on IG. It's a good follow. You like chicks. Oh yeah. It's awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, fantastic. Uh, as always, Dave, thank you for the time. Thank you for thank coming you on. And uh, we'll get you. Yeah, let's get you up in the studio, man. That'd be fun. So uh, let's talk about yeah, it for I, sure. Yeah, I'll make a trip out there maybe this summer. Maybe I'll yeah. uh, grab the, the family and, and come out and, and stick them in a resort. Yeah, there you go. And please, everybody, follow Rhino because he is he is <laughs> so happy and so content. And, and try, every day we should wake up and be like, I want to be as happy as Rhino right now. When there's a long pause. What would Rhino do? Yeah. When there's yeah. a long pause on the IG uh, story, just look away. WWRD. <laughs> what would don't, Rhino don't do? Don't stare into his eyes. Don't stare into his eyes. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, guys. Later, guys. Yeah. Dave Castillo, everybody, brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at Vortex. Get a hell of a deal on anything they make. A couple questions, and then we will go to commercial break. Did you guys determine who wants the song? Come yeah, yeah. Here. I'm already in. I texted Marks. Oh, you're in. Oh, that's well, how I, that works. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. I did, Marks is uh, he's in a bad place Dude, over there. Not he didn't converse now. with me. No, no it, it, it just went straight to Marks. Yeah, I, I just, it is <laughs> not good control. It is not good in that. Corner. I can't trust you if you're going to go Nickelback and Creed. I just got to go right around you. You telling me <laughs> you don't like mind, no dude. Nickelback songs at all? It's okay if not you now. Really? Not now. As much as me and you get along with music, I used to. Okay, but uh, I don't right, know hey, where. Tyler, you got a question for JT? 
Yeah, yeah. I was wondering, uh, I mean, Steve, you're not the amateur expert here. I know JT might be able to answer this a little bit better than you are, especially because he's with Fly. But um, I was wondering, whatever happened to Max Markoff? I know last year, a couple years back, he was kind of a top amateur prospect coming up, and he kind of just fell off the map there this past year. I was wondering if anybody knows where he is or what happened with him or anything. It's a good question. Uh, yeah, you know, he was on a path to uh, maybe jump up to the pro side of uh, the Rocky Mountain KTN team. And honestly, he just really struggled. You know, I don't know, you know, there were injuries and, uh, just the results kind of weren't happening. And, you know, I think he lost, uh, lost a deal with KTM and it's, yeah, that's it's what un- I heard. unfortunate. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I know he's been around a little bit, but, um, he's just kind of fell off the map. So, um, I'm sure yeah. he's out there somewhere and, uh, hopefully finds, finds his way back into, uh, Finds his way back into pro racing, but for right now, I don't think yeah. he's doing a whole lot. I don't even know what you're talking about, so you're right. Shocking yeah. that you don't know. You're right, answer. Tyler. I did not know. Um, thanks, man. Yeah, and Steve, I have yeah. yeah, no problem. I have one more question for you. Yeah. Um, or, I guess you say, so Jerry Robbins back. Who? Jerry Robin. Jerry Robin. Oh, Jerry yeah. Robin is back. Jerry yes. and Jerry. <laughs> yes, Jerry, yeah. Jerry races 450s now. Jerry seemed uh to be you know his bike is gonna be hold hold up and everything else and he had to push his bike yeah. back this weekend and, and poor jerry 39 yeah i know i know i didn't really uh do that but great, honestly but if you pick rebound if, if like. you pick jerry you deserve it it's not even jerry's fault it's your fault no i didn't pick jerry i didn't pick jerry no but marks did marks did yeah marks did oh okay, okay. is that what right. you may think right. that's what marks is upset Maybe about? that's what he said about jerry it. robin he got he got 215 <laughs> points i think he's upset yeah at two eighty nine. Oh, sorry. They said come down. Eighty nine for Jerry Robin. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, thanks, buddy. Thank you, Tyler. Yes, thanks. not a problem. Uh, appreciate it, Daniel. What's happening, Daniel? Daniel, son, Fox on. Hi. What? I got. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know I was on. You're on. There already. I, I got a. This is Daniel Lopez from Argentina. I uh, got a question for the three. How of are you? you? How is Argentina doing in the World Cup right now? Uh, not not so good. Oh, Where's really? Messi? Are, Messi needs to sucking, show up. Fucking big time. Is he? Is Ar- Messi Argentina? Yeah. Oh, that's your guy. Yeah. Messi's good. He is, but when he he's plays struggling. for the national team, he unfortunately, I think he's he's having so much pressure that he's not shining. He's okay. Just, he's not doing well in Barcelona. He's the king and probably the best yep. player in the world, but. Not when he's uh, playing for the national uh, team. Listen, uh, Canada didn't make the World Cup. Neither did the USA. So or we, Italy. We got, or Italy. We got nothing over here. So at least you're in the World Cup. Uh, I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Daniel. <laughs> well, Kiefer, thank you for getting back to me about the testing in the 2019s. No problem. And I appreciate the, the, the email back. And the question that I have for for the three of you, I always scratch my head when when I see those aftermarket parts works like the uh, pro circuit linkage or the lowering kit for the radiators and things like that. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a millimeter. We're talking about a very tiny difference. How come the factories they don't they don't make the bikes with you know the, uh, the linkage yeah, in this long or lowering the the radiators or repositioning the the engine. Um, hey, it's a it's a good question. You're absolutely right. Uh, some of the folks that ride engineering, those links seem to work really good. The the, the radiator lowering kit, which I was a pioneer of, 
we don't have enough time to get into that, but trust me, I invented that. Uh, they works pretty good. Kiefer, answer answer Daniel's question. So the answer, Daniel, is when the Austrians, Japanese come up with the schematics of the bike, they have it and they build it how it is, and then once it's built. There's not really much variance that they say, okay, well, we think we can drop it five millimeter to make it a little bit better. It is what it is. So the, you're already stuck with that. There's there's some parts like linkages and, um, you, you know, motor mounts and things like that that they can go off of and vary and change. But it's not as much as you would think. We might have one or two changes, but... Things like how low radiators are, that's already built into when they design the chassis. Um, they have the numbers there. They've done it. But when a time, when a time comes for us to R&D it, that's already done. We don't have a choice in that. So, yeah, we could come up and say, hey, we would like to maybe lower this 5 millimeters. But there's, you can't do it. It's already done. That stuff's already made. It's already ready to go. And the parts that we are doing... Um, are the only ones that we're allowed to say, hey, this is no good, let's try this, and they have those parts available. And, and these things go in three-year, four-year cycles of these bikes. So when they first design a bike, and if the radiator-lowering thing works, they'll get to it in three years, in four years. Correct, and yeah. it's like when you have a prototype, it's not like something where, like, oh, man, the bike's not turning, we should drop the radiators. That is a very rare thing. Doug found that, or Steve found that, you know, um, <laughs> the, the, I told this story. Have you not heard this yeah, story? Yeah, yeah, I've heard it. I'm, but do you think I'll Doug? Do you think Doug knew that? Doug got it from Butler, who got it from me. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll call Gothic right now. No, Gothic can't talk. He broke his jaw. What? Yeah, but if Gothic's jaw wasn't broken, he could vouch that I pioneered the lower radiators. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so that's that. Right, but I, I get, I get the point that when the bike is, you know, is designed a certain way. Yeah. But for example, the Yamaha. 2014, and they make the same thing, same linkage, same part number, everything until, I don't know if it, the 19 has changed, but even up to the 18, it's the same part number. They know that they can lower the, the rear of that bike, and it will work, and it work better. So, Well, maybe, maybe to when, you, but also to the test riders, to the Japanese engineers, maybe it doesn't. Maybe they have done research. And a lot of people don't know this. They have done a lot of things. Maybe they haven't done, you know, um, radiator lowering kits and things like that. But there is a lot of things in the background um, that happen that maybe just don't work. And maybe you are an exception to the rule where you want it a little bit lower of a rear or something like that. So um, I can attest to just going off of linkages on the Yamaha, on the new Yamaha. Um, new frame on the Yamaha doesn't, I don't think the linkage is any better. Honestly, I think stock linkage is works the best, and you can look that on the factory bikes. They have stock linkage. So, um, old frame, you're right. Linkage has helped that frame. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's a case by case basis. I mean, JT, you certainly have tested a ton with different things, and sometimes you're like, you know what, stock is best. Yeah, I think stock settings are usually pretty good, but you're also dealing with personal preference because you know the way I set my bike up for somebody else, they would hate it. Yeah. Right. And and I couldn't ride somebody else's setup either. And, uh, I mean, Chad used to get on my bike and burn her the same way. And they would be like, how in the hell do you race the bike this way? Yeah. Right. They couldn't even understand it, but it's, it's preference and size and riding technique. And, you know, for burner, he was super tall and he could get a lot of weight over the front end because he was so, you know, his body length was so long. 
where I couldn't. So what you needed and how the bike responded and all that stuff was totally different. So it's, it's really hard to make one setting work for everybody. Thanks, right, Daniel. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not asking for my prep, my personal preference. So I'm talking about something that everybody kind of knows and agree that, but I don't think that's, case, I don't think Yamaha you can say was that. like way too high on the back. Yeah. And it's well, like I, th- I think that's all and still it, personal preference, Daniel. I don't think, I think it's, you know, it's, what people like it and not everybody would like it, but Kiefer may test something and be like, I like this, you know, I think there are a few cases like the 09 Honda, the stock setting was God awful. Uh, you know, but most of the time they try to make the stock setting very neutral. So it works somewhat for everybody. Uh, that's what I found most times is the stock setting is, is usually a kind of a universal setting. But I, for example, on the Suzuki, I think the 450, the newer, uh, I don't ride Suzuki's, and I believe you guys were agreeing with the the different linkage. That bike kind of turns way better, and, and it, it's totally better. So that's what I was saying. I was just wondering, how come just... Well, I just I can, on- let, let me clear this up real quick. So time constraints are a huge thing with production testing. Um when you come with prototype bikes, okay, you have an X amount of time, which you only have an X amount of parts. Um, you need, then after proto, you have um, proto one or proto two. Um, same thing. You have some different parts. You try it. Okay, we're moving on. Now you're in pre-production. You have those parts to make sure you still have that same feeling and the bike is still good. And then you have some room to make some suspension adjustments and so forth. And then you have a production piece. The the point I think we're trying to make is um, you have engineers that come up with the whole package, so to speak. They have their test riders. They ride it and say, okay, this is what we're going with for a proto. Boom, it gets shipped over to the U.S. U.S. test riders ride it. Hey, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. We need to change this. Chances are there are some things that are missed. They can spend you know several weeks on linkages, but they have to do a whole complete bike. So... It's tough on time constraints, and time is a huge thing with um, building a machine and getting it to production. So trust me on that. Uh, thanks, Daniel. Appreciate the call, man. Thank you for listening in Argentina. Nope. No problem. Thank you guys thanks, for, for taking my call. No problem. All right, everybody. Last commercial break of the night. Jason Thomas, Chris Kiefer. We got the PTOsports.com tweet at Travis, ex-brand Goggleteroffs. Future headlines. After dark. Bring it. MXDN talk. Yes. Tomac and hurlings. Tomac hurlings. Tomac. Tomac. I'm on Tomac. the tarmac. <laughs> tarmac. Tomac is on the tarmac. And uh, much more when we come back after this. Thanks for listening. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to the Pulp Show. And Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing 
FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance ability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. 
follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what Race Tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose Race Tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation Code, saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray. Here in studio, Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, and our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. 
And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody. We thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. 
No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, 
Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. BTOsports.com Fly Racing It's JT's song choice there The Outfield Do these guys have another song? I don't know I don't know No, I don't know Doesn't Wasn't, matter Wasn't this on your this sound is, check? This is plenty Was this on your sound check? JT? What? <laughs> sound check, yes Thank you Sorry. You can dine out on that song If you're Outfield forever It was it's that so good. good It was that good You know what else is good? Michelin Michelin Starcross 5, the best tire around, was a quote we got from the Michelin Ride Day when we had one. Uh, I just got off the Dunlop wagon and switched to Starcross 5s. They're like Velcro. What a difference. Another quote we got from a real live person who tried out the Michelin Starcross 5. They offer excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain and available in expanded offering of 21 sizes. Michelin Starcross 5, go to michelinmotorcycle.com to learn more. Whether you own a cruiser, a sport bike, sport touring, adventure touring, or scooter, you can purchase your right Michelin product to enhance your riding experience directly from your local dealer or your favorite online retailer. Buy a set of Starcross fives from uh, uh, BTO and uh, get a discount on those uh, using the code Pulpamex. Uh, Michelin's comfort casing technology, uh, fantastic uh, uh, bit of tech in their tires. Four versions: hard, medium, soft, and sand. Kiefer, you did some testing a little while ago. I know nothing. Oh, really? Continue on. Oh, really? Yep. This, is this sort of like the nineteen gear? I don't know nothing. Okay, all right. Uh, fantastic. MichelinMotorcycle.com. And also, to Honda World Downey, anywhere in L.A., 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A., over 1,000 new Hondas, over 100 used cars with a 5 and a 605 freeway meet. Vince Freeze just joined Ridgeline Nation. Ale- and Adam Entignap joined Ridgeline Nation. Uh, Roxon, Sealy, Craig, myself, all have Ridgelines. Uh, Honda World Downey hooking up some of the racers like uh, Deuce Deuce, myself, and Vince Freeze. Uh, just go down there, talk to Steve, mention Pulp MX, get a hell of a discount on anything Honda has new or used and we know maybe that's what, what I should do right, I fucking cars and, love Ridgelines maybe I should see? go get it I was right thinking there. about getting a new truck but I was thinking about maybe I should go look at Ridgelines um absolutely you should uh, hey by the way our but buddy you said you were getting a truck 
Uh, our buddy Eddie Ray, uh, he's got a big race coming up here at Traveler's Rest uh, Speedway in South Carolina. Did you know Eddie's running this track? I, I didn't know. Hey, I looked. Oh, at, I, I know he has a track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I thought you meant he was racing. No, I went no. by there. You did? Yeah, when I went to, to uh, oh, Randy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Badass. Uh, they're going to have a big race this weekend, uh, June 25th. Uh, through June 30th and uh, July 1st, uh, go there. Huge money payout race, uh, Traveler's Rest Speedway. Uh, lots of classes. Uh, Jessica Patterson, WMX Open, 750 for the win per moto. Uh, men's Pro Class, 600 bucks uh, per win per moto. Dash for cash for women as well. So Traveler's Rest Speedway in South Carolina, everybody. That's our buddy Eddie Ray and Jessica Patterson, of course. Uh, Jessica Patterson won a championship winning X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Uh, let's do the X-Brand Goggle tear-offs uh, right now and uh, see what these guys got. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Use the code PULPSHOW18 to save. With X brand, uh, terrific goggles. They got ones with outriggers. They got ones without. They got a one lens for both goggles, so it's easy to easy to get through and easy to figure out what you need for X brand. Kyle Cunningham running X brand out there and uh, and killing it. Chisholm X brand guy as well. Hopefully, Chis comes back to the races soon. If you don't wear X brand, you will not win. Ben Lemay also on the X brand bandwagon. And uh, if you've got a pair of these, you know the quality product that they are, and you know how much they've stood behind us over the years. And uh, a lot of our listeners have them. And love X Brands and Kiefer. It's the goggle of choice for Chris Kiefer. I don't care what he says. Uh, so these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. JT, are you? I'm unfamiliar. No, don't know. No. Yeah. Never heard of him. Me neither. Uh, Thirty seconds on the clock. Kiefer, myself, JT, X Brand goggle tear-offs. And if Marks can, you know, work through this, that would be great. For Marks, Steve. Or Marks. Can and will A. Ray put up a better moto result on a privateer Yamaha than he did on a factory Yamaha? Mm-hmm. No. Kiefer, mm-hmm. what advice would you have for Filthy with his transition for an aluminum frame to a steel frame? He, uh, nothing, because he doesn't know any better. <laughs> All right. JT. Some would say this is now AP's title to lose, and if he does lose it, who wins it? Troll train. Yeah, you're, you're going. You're going to give him that at least. Yeah, bro. Okay. Yeah. All right. It breaks down like this for me. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. I'll break this thing down. This title, this break 250 title, is going to bring. It breaks down like this. I was ready a few seconds. Fifty percent, Aaron Plessinger. Forty percent, Troll Train. 10% the field. That is the championship pie. That close, huh? Right now. All right. Do you have a rebuttal? I would say... I would say with the way the injuries have gone, I would say 45-35-20. Oh, so much different than mine. No, not at all. Just You all wanted right. a rebuttal, you're going to make a big deal out of it, so... All right. Steve... Who takes longer to get up for a tip over, Filthy or Tomek? Oh my God, <laughs> Phil! Right now, Phil's got an electric start, and it it is like he has to churn that thing. I don't know. Tomek's pretty bad. Yeah. How do you think Hurlings would do in that scenario? Better than Tomek. Okay. Ah, uh, Cowie guys, very excited about the e start on the new bike. Yeah. Yeah. Churning All butter. Right. All right. Kiefer, which do you change more often? Favorite bike, favorite sandwich, or favorite sexual position? Oh. Mm. Mm. 
Favorite bike. Yeah, favorite bike. I agree. There's so many of them. 7.7. Good job. JT, some call Southwick the best national on the circuit, but what year do you feel Southwick was at its best for track conditions? I would say the... I don't know the best how to classify that, but the most difficult would have been 04 because they didn't touch it from the weekend before and we started out on a completely beat rough track. It was brutal. 15 seconds. Good job. You're learning at this. Steve, will Osborne be a better 450 Supercross or Motocross rider? Uh, motocross, I think. Yep. Kiefer, where will Cooper Webb end up next season? Uh, I mean, back on Yamaha. Wow. All right. Kiefer with the bomb. Hot, hot I takes. heard uh, hot K- take. KTM's lost its luster. Okay. JT, which rider would you want to have dinner with at the Motocross Nations charity dinner? Oh, that's, I'll say Tony Caroli just because he's, he's a, he's not going to be there. You, you per- don't, what? Are you not familiar with any of this? Tony Caroli? Have you not seen Stanton's Instagram? Oh, the, ch- I thought, it, never mind. Sorry. Uh, he means the charity dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my bad. My bad. Um, I like six time. I'll go six time. All right. Six time gives zero fucks. Like he's gnarly. But he's so nice now. Yeah, he, he is. But he is, I, I like that. But guy. you want an opinion? You ask him and he'll give it to you. Like, well, yeah, I feel like yeah. any of those guys, yeah. any any of the that era, mm-hmm. they they don't give a shit. I'll take Tim Ferry. So, I heard there was a fundraiser going for uh, getting you at Carmichael's table. Yeah, yeah. GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Weege also. Didn't isn't Weege just included in this? But knows nothing about it. Yeah, he's no. They, they, Stan said they got Bidus, Weege, and D, DC. Like they're <laughs> they're good. They, yeah, they they're good. They're set up. All the top media guys. X brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. When's the last time you wore X brand? The this l- other day. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. I still got some. All right. Uh, hey, Two thousand eight Ke- for me. Uh, Kiefer, uh, for you. New bike uh, launches have been going on right now. First up, Blue Crew Yamaha. Uh, the what do you think? There's an embargo a little bit, but what can you tell us? Yeah, I can't really tell much. Um, podcast will be June 29th. That's when embargo lifts. But there's small refinements. Fork lugs are a little different. As hard as it is for you guys out there to really fathom, um, with that and the wheel spacers are a little different. It helped a little bit on certain things on the cornering character. Um, otherwise, engine's the same. Nothing's When's the changed. 251? Uh, 29th as well. I'll be oh. starting the 29th. No, but the embargo lifts, or you can ride. So embargo lifts on 450, the 29th, yeah, and then I ride it uh, as okay. I ride the 250 yeah. as well on the 29th. 250's pretty changed. Yeah, yep. a lot, a lot different. So yep. I'm excited to ride that because that was a really good engine. They're um, they're still good, dude. God, right, they're good out there. I'd have t- I'd had I've had top guys on other teams say they've been behind those star racing Yamahas. They're like, dude, those things are fast. I, I heard the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I heard the same thing last year, not this year. But look at Cooper and Ferrandez and AP. Right. I mean, probably won't be long before Nichols starts getting starts. Right. Those things are good. Yeah. Yeah. But the Yamaha so, is just solid. So bike, the 450 is a, a nice refined package. It is up a little bit. It's not a huge difference, but yeah, there's a little bit of a difference there. And then, to me, I'm I'd... hoping to ride one. I think I might be able to ride one here mm. soon. God, you're gonna have so much fun riding. We'll see. I want to test one and see what I think about it, all right? When you think I'm up your ass now about riding? Oh, my God. If wait till you get crew? on. Oh, my gosh. 
We're going to ride a lot. <laughs> Great. Can't wait. <laughs> weather's weather's prime for it. I need another. I need a big AC breeze system. Yeah, right? we're going to so get you big. hooked up. We're going to get you a um, chest protector. Yeah. We're going to get you an AC system. You're yep. going to be ready. Yep. For those of you who aren't in Vegas or never been to Vegas in the summer, it is brutal. Yeah. Brutal. When we went two weeks ago riding, we met at 7. Yeah. And we were out by 10. Yeah, Perfect. you have to be. Yeah. yeah. You have to be. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. As long as you get your motos in. Right. That's good. I want to ride backtrack. Come out. I t- no, I, and you told me backtrack can't be ridden unless it's wet. I didn't say can't. I said it's not going to be that's as what fun. She said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, okay, Kiefer, so that's the Yamaha. That's Blue Crew. Um, yeah, new 85, actually, too. I didn't yeah, tell you about that. Yeah. So, 85's changed. Aiden's been riding that. Um, he's writing his own little article about that. So, he's very familiar with, with last year's 85. He spent a lot of time on, and he's familiar with the KX. So, he's going to compare them all. I like what Yamaha's doing. This is what KTM did back in the day. Focus on 65 and 85. Mm-hmm. Get them, be the best bikes in that class. Yep. And you kind of get... Groom them hey, out. And customers is, for life. And this is where Suzuki's lost their way. Like, yep. they lost their way by having an older 80, losing a 250F that's not very... like. That's what you. That's how KTM came up. Brand loyalty. That's it. Yeah, you you get a kid that's used to riding one color, yeah. and then there you go. Yeah. And he grows up and gets older. And we know like there's tons of Yamaha dealers, and they're good. They got good dealer support system. Yamaha's done a good job with this. Weird, like they have all these new marketing, like Blue Crew, mm-hmm. revs your heart, mm-hmm. like all this stuff kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's interesting. Arm Army. Yeah. Well, just Yamaha. Oh, just Yamaha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You ever seen the revs your heart? No. It's all over all their marketing yeah. stuff. So, yeah, so that's all. Uh, I'm yep. pretty much wrapped up on the Yamaha thing. I already had typed up and ready to go. And we'll have an article and, up on Pulp. And uh, 2019 Cowie. That's a... Uh, so I wasn't a fan in 18. The fork really dicked that bike up a little bit. Yep. And uh, she said. the frame is different. Engine changes. Obviously, hydraulic clutch. Spring fork, e-start. Guy's really mad you didn't t- cover the e-start. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, press the button. Yeah, press the button. It's, it, it works great. Keeper didn't cover the e-start in his test, and a guy tweeted him like, what about the e-start? Keeper's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah you push the button. Start, yeah, yeah. yeah it awesome. works great. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, engine is really good on the new Cowie. Very fast. Has The bike as a Japanese motorcycle is very light feeling. Um, it rivals KTM Husky yep. light yep. weight feeling because it has a quick revving engine. Very fun feeling. And it makes that bike feel really light on the track. You can move it around. You can hop in and out of bumps. Um, but so overall, much improved bike. Huge, huge. Like that is in the equation now. If you want to talk about shootout results and things, I think now you can put Cowie up in there as like, hey, we're here now. Before you're like, yeah, Cowie's not getting close. So, um, and Husqvarna, you love. You love. Yes, yeah, so I went to Baker's Factory, did all the... I rode five bikes, which was brutal for the heat, and I don't know how those guys ride back there like that, but um, two strokes, rode the TC-125, then 250. How'd the German guy look? The German guy looked amazing. Okay. Yeah, all looked right. really good. Yep. Um, 250, 350, 450, nothing's changed from, obviously, from the Rockstar Edition. They have all new 250, um, same as the KTM, obviously, in the 350, so... Uh, the 250 has improved as far as what I lacked in a KTM and a Husqvarna 250 was torque feeling like a Yamaha. Mm-hmm. Now they got some of that back. Now they have some bottom end, which makes the bike feel even more exciting and, and lighter. So I do like that part. So so right now, 450 shootout predictions right now. Oh, well, just, let got, me just you tell got, you something. You got more time. You got to do more time. Let me just you tell you round something. Roundup testers. Honda's coming out. 
their new 450. Okay, I may know a little bit about that bike. You can't put that in your shootout. I don't think. Why? I don't think you can. What do you mean? No. Why? Uh, I don't know. You can't put a Honda in my shootout. The, no, the rocks, the Kenny Rockson edition. Oh no no I'm not. Oh. I'm just putting just the new bike itself. Oh, okay. Just the standard edition. Well, it's out already. No, we get to ride it in about three, oh. two weeks. Okay. So it's not even out, but it's going to surprise a lot of people. So chassis is changed for the better. It's okay. not so rigid. See, I, I'm lost on who is. Anyways, you lost on what? Oh yeah, yeah. I see <laughs> what you're allowed to say and what you're yeah, not allowed to say. Yeah, just like wait, what? So you haven't ridden it? What? Yeah. <laughs> like that's where I'm like what? Anyway. That's going to be a good bike. So if I had to choose right now, yeah. knowing what I know and what I've ridden, oh, man. Blue Crew. I mean, honestly. It, Blue Crew has your heart like outfield. Yeah, I outfield love Outfield is, is, is a, a true standard for JT, yeah. and he, he'll never let it go, and that is where Blue Crew is in your heart. Straight up, if you come off of another bike and get on a Yamaha, yes, it feels wide and it feels heavy, but if you spend more than one day on a Yamaha, it does everything well. It's fast. It's stable. It corners decent. It does everything good. I was on the Husky for a long time, and I was really excited about oh, that bike. Oh, we know. Yeah. Okay, then once I go back, I went on the 19 YZ450, it's like, I forgot how good this thing is. It's a good bike. So, yeah, for me, personally, right now. Yamaha. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Blue Crew-ish. Yes. Um, Tomac was on the show last night, or last week. We asked him about the Cowie, and obviously he's paid millions of dollars, so he's going to blow the thing, but he did sound... He's like, yeah, the motor's really good. The motor's a huge improvement. He he was pumped on that and and kind of mirrored a little bit what you guys had said. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. you gotta give kudos to Kawasaki because they always try new things, it, whether it works or not. Yep. they go out of their way and they try new stuff. Yeah. Hydraulic clutch, to me, that I hyd- like hydraulic clutch. That Nissan Did hydraulic. You like them? Do I do. Like them? Yeah. yeah, I never raised. I never got to race with them so right. much, but the ones that I've yeah, ridden with are yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. The one I don't, I don't like the on-off feeling of a Brembo. This Nissan unit is real linear, and it has a little bit of play in the lever, which acts like a cable yep. almost. So then you have that feeling, but with a nice progressive delivery of yep. the clutch. So, yeah, it's uh, good. All right, let's get quickly some phone calls. Gage, what's up, man? Gage. Uh, what's up, Steve? What How's up? How's it going? Hey, uh, I just wanted to say thank you for the fly racing gear. I won it. Um, I called when Adam was in uh, studio. Oh, nice. Okay. I won. And uh, like you said, you guys just talking about riding in Vegas. And I, I live here. And it's brutal in the summertime, and I have to be wearing that stuff in order to ride. So Nice. I Fantastic. Good to hear. It was good. But, uh, hey, Kiefer, yep. um, I was wanting to ask. I talked to you on the Pulp Ride Day with the uh, – KTM'd out, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my buddy Max, I was talking to him, he's like, oh, yeah, Keeper remembers you and your KTM'd out, baby. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so well, I got my 17 KTM. It's got a 71 hours on it. What's, like, the one thing that you would do to help spruce this bike up a little bit? I mean, I threw a fresh uh, Vertex piston in it, and it's running good, but um, I don't know, just something to keep it in tip-hop shape and uh Get some extra performance out of it. Well, as long as you got your, a new piston and ring and you checked your clearances and, and your valves and all that, and that looks good, obviously make sure your clutch is good because um, the clutch you know, is different than other brands where they have these little what we call clutch rubbers. Um, yeah. It's a diaphragm clutch, and those actually crack and break. I've, I've broken a few of those over time. and okay. um, Sometimes you can't really tell um, 
because you'll still have some nice delivery. It won't slip as bad, but over time you'll start feeling it drag. So just pay attention to that. But if all is well with 71 hours and you want a little bit more performance, it's, it's spendy, but the best thing you can do is get an aftermarket ignition. Okay. Um, Vortex to me, like I've tried gets and vortex and they're both good. Um, yeah. So either one, I would say, I would suggest that's you know that's the best mod you can do just for a plug and play type deal. Getdata.it. Email us if you want a deal on that, Gage. We'll get you hooked up oh. with Get. The uh, solution is uh, the Get. There's only one answer, and uh, whether it's two or four strokes bike, two or four stroke bikes, you'll feel like riding a totally different bike. Improve rideability, maximize performance, improve throttle response. Get Get. And and Gage, the thing is about that, yeah, they're usually about what six hundred bucks or so. But okay. it totally changes the power of that KTM, gives you a little bit more bottom in, and it pulls better. Um, yeah. I had I had one on a KTM before, and it really woke that power bound up and, and kind of made it more exciting for me to ride. Yeah, cool. I heard you talking about it on the Husky that you did the ignition to, how they said, like, it really uh, rejuvenated the low end and all that. So yep. I heard that. I'm like, man, that would be something cool to do. But right on. Yeah, cool. also, I was going to email you about uh, – suspension settings so i'll probably do that and uh hey steve yo i know you haven't been a fan of mesquite because of that double but they took that thing out and the track's been pretty dang good recently they took the double out i might be there yeah, i might be there I'm scared to hey, death of that been, thing they've been doing a pretty damn good job ripping it deep the corners have been good and they shortened the track out for summer so hey if he's out there riding no that was part of the problem though gage they ripped it too deep there was only like one line in each turn when i went out there i was pissed off you couldn't ride in yeah. anywhere outside of the very outside of the turn yeah that is pretty true i know how one line it is are you serious the dude they ripped it so thing. deep so why don't you just make a line you can't oh my god it was so <laughs> deep dude what do you need to put in two-wheel drive yes you do gauge how deep was how deep do they rip it sometimes it, it gets it gets really when they rip it deep and soak the crap out of it it's dude it's really i was deep. pedaling with my feet trying to get out like it was, I'm like, what is mud flying over top of me? Like I'm like, what are these assholes doing? Your ECU setting <laughs> yeah. seems off when and, you had that. And right then there. they and then it's they probably, fucking, then they put huge huge ten foot doubles in. And it's probably dusty by <laughs> noon still. Yeah, right. You got a window. I don't know. This much. By then I had brain fluid leaking out of my nose and I had to go. <laughs> but you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> no. Hey, yeah, if you see him ride without chest down. protector, let me know. Yeah. There you go. All right. They're trying to tame it down. It's been good. Wow, just and, and I don't like that step up either. That thing's like a hundred foot. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Third right. gear, third Th gear, three quarter throttle, you'll be fine. Well, yeah. probably half throttle on the Yamaha. Uh, He's good. Uh, thanks, Gage. Sure thing. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Uh, Trevor, what's up? You got a bike shopping question? Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm getting back into riding after like twenty years away, and I had I bought a KX. Uh, 450 at 2011. I bought that a couple of years ago, well, but last year. And I was just, I kept having a hard time just like after a couple of laps, it felt like I was just hanging on for life. And I'm looking to go down to like a 250 F or even a 152 stroke, but everyone keeps telling me because I'm a big guy. I'm, I'm Steve, I'm your size. And everyone's like, oh, no, it, it'll never work. And I'm like, well, I just, I want to ride. And I just feel like a 450 is just, they got a lot of power. And I'm just, I'm curious as to, as to what I should be looking for to be getting back into riding. Have you looked into a 350? Uh, I, I haven't. I haven't at all. 
Um, it seems to be a good fit for a lot of guys that are even a little bit bigger sized and maybe not of experience or out of shape. Um, you get some, you get a better pull from a, you know, with a 350 versus a 250F, but you're not getting that crazy amount like you will on a 450. And that seems to be kind of the happy medium. And I, I honestly don't think you'll need more than that um, right now, just starting right. back riding again, you know? So that's something to, to look at and, I always give that option to guys that are just coming back or maybe uh, are bigger guys that are beginners because it's not so intimidating, you know? Well, and that was, that was kind of the reason why I kept looking at the 250F because I was like, you know, I want, I want something where I can, I can start riding and, like, you know, I got to work the bike to get it to keep it going where, like I said, with that 450, it was like, and it was, it was pretty wild. Some of the stuff I was, that I was able to jump on that thing, and I'm like, yeah, I shouldn't. A guy this size should not be able to jump that stuff. Yeah, right, look you gotta watch it. out because shit'll run out of your nose. Look, uh, yeah. If you're looking at a 250F, it's it's going to be work for you. Trust me. So get a bike with torque. Yamaha always has torque on a 250F. The you're new- fine with a 450. Just learn how to ride it. Just you know, ride around on a taller gear. Gear it differently if you want. You're fine. Or a chest protector. Or a chest protector. Or three. So, yeah, well, that was the other thing. I'm trying to find a chest protector that fits is kind of a pain in the ass, too. So it's like, yeah, like, okay, well, I already got enough cushion for the landing, so I guess we'll just yeah. wing it. So. Yeah, we have a uh, we have one called a convertible, and we have one called a Stingray. Both of those are a little bit bigger. Um, and okay. Like, there are Rebel one is, is very race-oriented and smaller. Uh, people can wear it under their jersey or over, but the the convertible and the Stingray uh, have both been around for a really long time. Just for that simple reason, is they they fit a, a little bit wider of a body range. Well, uh, well, Jason, I'm uh, this is Trevor from up out of Seattle. Oh, hey, what's up? The IP thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, how you doing, buddy? Good. So, yeah, I mean, but one of those things. I mean, it's going to look like you know, it's going to look like a tank top on a Clydesdale. I mean, it's <laughs> not really going to. It's not going to work the best, I'm afraid. So. Uh, I think so, you'd be. I, mean, su- I think you'd be surprised. They're they're not the small, tiny chest protectors that most of the industry has gone to. They've been around for a while, and we've we've honestly just okay. kept them just for that simple reason. They're probably a bit outdated, and we've looked at even updating the look on them, but keeping the size. So we, that's the main reason okay. they're still there. Cool. cool, cool, man. Thanks for the call. Awesome. Appreciate hey, it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, quick, quick email from Tom here. If you took JT in his prime. And dropped him in the mix in the 450 class. Where does he finish? Does he beat A-Ray? Well, I got fifth overall yes. in my best race in 06. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to beat, like, Blake or any of those guys. Um, but, yeah, I would beat A-Ray. I mean, I, I feel Are like Are you Phil level? Fair. Eight, nine. Probably. Seven, Yeah, eight, I mean, nine. Phil... Phil's career and my career, he he's had a higher top end. Like, he, you know, I never podium Glen Helen or anything. Yeah. But, um I feel like we were pretty similar. Maybe he was a little bit out, better outdoors than I was. This is uh, an older email, but if Husky put Mike Brown on Wilson's bike in Muddy Creek, where does he finish? Mike Brown on whose bike? Dean Wilson's bike. Jacob Hayes area. Era, uh, area. Right now. At yep. how old is he? Yep. 48? No, 45. 46. <sighs> I would say something like 15, 15. He was, uh, he raced... Manitoba National a couple weeks ago in Canada. He went ninth. Ninth? Yeah. Ninth overall. Maybe uh, Muddy Creek he does better. Yeah. I don't know. That's hard, man. I don't yeah. know. 11th, 12th. Right. Think so? Yeah. That good? He's still good. Uh, oh, I know he's good. Yeah. Yes. 
All right, uh, let's get into the next uh, segment, and this is a future headlines one. We haven't done it in a while, and JT loves this oh, game. Oh, it's my favorite. Future headlines, everybody. Future headlines. All right, these are future headlines and cycle news. Uh, I wanted JT to Ben Kiefer to pick one or the other. You have to. Uh, you have two choices, and uh, tell me which one is more likely. Can't make any that, promises. That we're going to see for a headline. Ready? Mm-hmm. No. Troll train rolls to 250 national title. Steams. You should have said steams. Or. Troll train derails and national hopes catch fire. Who Which do you one? Want? Who do you it? want first? Uh, go, Kiefer. Troll train wins the championship. What was that? How did Rolls it? to Rolls. 250 national title. Rolls to 250 national title. All right. JT? I will say derails, but I think he wins Southwick. All right. Cooper Webb's coming back this weekend. For Yamaha, he is. and uh, I said this the other day, and you're like, "No, he's not." Well, right, but, but, I mean, he just announced that he was planning. I knew back. he was racing. You didn't know. I said he's coming back this weekend. You didn't know. He announced it today. But I, you don't think I know from? You know, <laughs> no, anybody, I, I don't know anybody. Yamaha. Race. You didn't even go to the race. I don't know anybody. I know Yamaha. you've had a, a okay. very strong relationship at Yamaha over okay. the years. All right, Cooper Webb's coming back. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Cooper's coming back. So. Cooper catches himself in a podium web, uh-huh. or Webb weeble wobbles his way out of Yamaha. This is for the rest of the summer, I should say. What future in the f- future headline? I think he stays, so I'll go with the first. Cooper one. catches himself in podium web. Yep. Cooper catches himself in a podium web. I agree. Okay. All right. Uh, last one. Future headlines. Kiefer goes banana for Blue Crew, mm. or Kiefer rides White Lightning all summer. Wowza. One or the other. Oh, man. I'll say... Uh, bananas for Blue Crew? Bananas for Blue Crew. Yeah. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go Kiefer bananas for Blue bananas Crew. Bananas for Blue Crew. Yep. All right. There we go, everybody. Future headlines. What a segment. What the hell? Thank you, future headlines. Can I just tell you the shock for me to see where Husky is, knowing where it was? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's mind blowing. Okay. On that note, I was at KTM the first year, yeah, the first right. two years. Yeah. Not quite as mind blowing yeah. as Husky. Not far off, though. But I could say the same for Fly, I guess, too. Yeah. Fly in those days was not. You don't not the feel best. like Araldo was the shepherd of this Husqvarna? Success. He, he, I thought you were going. You were going to be there with Shepard. You don't I didn't feel think like you were he say Shepherd. Shepherded this program. Uh, shooting at the guy who was walking across you know, the parking lot. I don't lot. really think it was Araldo's fault. I think he was. He's super smart for one, but I think he was a little. I'm, I'm going to say arrogant, but I don't. I don't like the way that sounds. I just think he didn't respect how much different Moto was than than road racing, and he didn't trust people to help him. He wanted to do it himself and he thought that his people knew better than everybody else instead of relying on the help that was available to him. Lammy got paid. He did, but he he suffered with the rest of us because instead of allowing the GP team to help us, he was like, no, we can do this. 
and then I would go talk to my suspension guy, Phil, and he had never worked on a dirt bike before and he hated dirt bikes. And I would tell him what my bike was doing and he would then tell me he hated dirt bikes again. Yeah. <laughs> and he had no, he didn't, he didn't have dirt bike knowledge. So when I'm telling him it's packing or it's kicking or this and that, he's like, yeah, I don't know what that means. Fuck. Travis Preston won a race on him. Just like Kelly Smith won a KTM. He did. Like both. Thanks, GL. Yeah. Thanks, GL. Um, you think that's, I mean, it's but just, you did get some sweet DKNY stuff. Oh, wait. No, you didn't. Nothing. No. So didn't. the bike wasn't bad then enough. My 250 two-stroke sucked. So the 125s were better. Yeah, they didn't update the 252 stroke like at all. Okay, so you had your shit box. Yeah, Mitch even said, he's like, yeah, the, the 125, they've, you know, Coyote was winning titles, so they've really worked to keep it up to speed. The 250, they had no one racing it, mm-hmm. and it's just been the same for like years and years. And it wasn't the worst bike I've ever ridden, but... I got off a bike. I was doing really, really well in the Yamaha the year before. Like the last moto I raced it, I got seventh at Steel City. Yeah, you like that? Got on the Husky. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Then got off the Husky and went to Montreal and got second. Got on a Honda. It was like, I was doing everything the same and I just sucked in the bike. What else can you point to, right? right. I get off, I get off it. I do terrible. I get off. You know what I mean? It's like... Dude, I rode... Uh, was it? Oh... 2004 Hangtown KTM 250. They want me to ride a 250 because so I was testing for them. So I rode a 252 stroke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leighton and Dudley built me a motor for that thing. Um, I got some suspension. It was the scariest bike I have ever <laughs> ridden in my life. I was in the daytime qualifier and I was in second. And I was like, sweet, I'm in, no problem. I didn't see nothing. I didn't see anything, and I was fucking on the ground in two seconds. And I'm like, I don't even know what I hit. And to this day, I still do not know what I hit. It just was so scary to ride. It vibrated. It was just like, ugh. See, outdoors, I was okay, other than it being really slow. Supercross, it was a really old, like the engineering on the frame was super old, so it wasn't modernized, and it was really hard to ride. But outdoors, I think I got 12th or 13th in the series, so it wasn't. That was bad. The end of the Pretty world. Good. Yeah. Um, but I just st- I started like 30th every time. So imagine if you had a good so bike that slow. time. So you probably would have been top 10. Well, the year before, yeah, I was yeah I was getting 10, 9, 10, 11 every week, you know, on the on Yamaha. So um, Vertex Pistons, by the way, contest at pulpamexshow.com. If you want to win a top end kit from the folks at Vertex Pistons, email contest at pulpamexshow.com. We're giving away a top end kit as the Pulpo Mix Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing winds down here. Uh, yeah, JT, it's uh, it's funny where those brands have gone. I mean, KTM, they just packed it up for a few years. Husky did too, but KTM also was just like, yeah, we're out. Yeah. We're, we're, we can't do this. We farmed it to the MDK, and then they still said we're, we're done. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? Yeah. Think about think about just 10 years ago yep. where the KTM program was. Yeah. yeah. And now they dominate the sport. They, I, and that's yeah. not probably fair yeah. to say, but... right. Yeah, absolutely. Damn close. Yeah, it's a absolutely. good bike, and you know that they force other manufacturers to up their game. I mean, look at the Cowie. That's yeah, KTM's wa- a big reason. I wonder what we would have saw, yeah, if Cowie had if KTM hadn't come around. Right. Um, 702-586-7857. Call anytime. Leave a voicemail. Uh, these are the best of the best that was this week, uh, and uh, let's let's do that, Marks. Hey, so I'm going to my first national, and I was just wanting to get a few tips or tricks and wanted to talk about it thank you uh i assume he hey, meant muddy creek i don't know by his accent but <laughs> that's i mean messed up no i mean whatever it's just a southern uh guy um yeah go there early man walk around the pits pits are pit, pit, 
fit things are cheap, I think. And uh, yeah, go there and uh, yeah, it's kind of cool to go and walk great, around. Great tips you gave him there. Well, <laughs> walk around the pits. Let's go walk around for a I bit. Mean, honestly, national <laughs> nationals nationals are terrible for that. It's hot. Uh, no, I mean I don't know. Like that's what I always watch your shoes because you'll step in a huge mud puddle from the wash from the you wash. You want some base. tips? So get there early. Yep. Stake out, a, stake out a good spot to watch from. If you're going to watch from the spectator areas, take a lawn chair, take a cooler, stake it out early so you can come there back to it during the day. Then if you want to go to the pits, you can check that out. Then you come back to your spot to watch the motos from. Try to find shade. Buy uh, a upper end experience from the promoter or whoever to up your access levels. Um yeah, I mean, it's not super cross, so you're and, a bit limited. And, but And if you're going to Millville, there's a terrific funnel cake stand not far from Bob's cycle setup. Okay. Great funnel that cakes. Too. Yep. If you're going so, to Millville, go on the past the start to the left on the hill, camp out there all day. You can see everything. You can't get funnel cakes so there, good. Though, But yeah. Well, you can leave your stuff there and go get uh, it. Or you can be like 480 Phil, set up an easy up, and charge people a dollar to stand underneath it. <laughs> Can you still bring an easy up, though? I don't know. 480 Phil will be at Southwick this weekend, though. I can't wait to see him. Uh, all right, Marks, let's go. keep going. Hey, guys. I'm just calling about um, I've been making some bets online lately, uh, gambling a little bit on the um, on different sports and stuff, and I've been wondering why there's no possible way that I can you know, bet on uh, motocross races, supercross races, why there's no odds similar to like maybe horse racing or really any sport where there's like a line you can bet on it. And then obviously gambling is legal in the United States now, so – seems like a uh, source of revenue that the um, that the uh, sport could use, you know, and I don't know. I mean, they just got to kind of get people to make odds on the uh, on the sport and be like experts that kind of know who's who's best to win or whoever, uh, whoever might line up with um, getting you the most money for your, your bank for your buck or whatever. But um, yeah, I just figured I'd uh, call and see um, what you guys think about that and how it could possibly maybe even bring some more money into the sport. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like that's something that could come up with gambling being more legal than ever. But there's got to be interest in it, right? I mean, for these bookies to make money, there's got to be enough. To yeah, it's got to be enough uh, in money to, to make it worth their time. You know, Australia, they're doing this, right? You can bet on MotoGP. You can bet on Supercross. Oh, you can? You can bet on, yeah, they're, they have, like. I they can just bet on the U.S. Open or the Sydney Open or whatever. No, I, they no? Can, you can bet on some other things, too. Oh. MotoGP for sure. Uh, but you have to be in, in Australia to do it. Right. It'll be interesting, though, to see as the states have the power to allow gambling where that goes because it kind of opens the gamut right now it's been run by online offshore betting or vegas and vegas has shown that they have no interest in motorcycle racing as a as a you know place to bet but as the states are allowed to do it yeah which maybe that changes right Um, some some states may think that there is money to be made there remember you could bet on the u.s open for a few years that That was was cool yeah Yeah, Yeah, i I bet on buddy Bud man, I want that money back. I won on Fro. I won when when Fro won. I bet on. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, How much you make off that? Yeah, it's. I bet it was fifteen to one. I remember Varner bet a thousand bucks at fifteen to one because he was his guy. He built his engine and built his bike and all that. And I heard that, and I'm like, okay, well, he's been working with him every single day. He's built his bike. He went tri- went riding with him, so obviously he knows what's up. So I went and I was racing that day. And I, he was in the pra- a different practice than I was. So I watched Fro in the first practice, and he was on fire. I'm like, this guy's going to win. Like, he's got everything to prove. He just got clipped from Cali. So after practice, I went and bet. I went and bet 100 bucks maybe, at 8-1. to one. It had already gone down to 8-1. to one. Uh, So, yeah, it's a pretty sweet deal. Um, yeah, Pulp MX, uh gambling. 
perhaps we open up, Marks? We gotta bankroll this somehow? Gotta get a casino license? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it seems like a lot of hoops. There's a lot of stuff to go <laughs> in. Seems like there's a lot, a lot of ins and outs. Yeah. Very complicated case. Yeah, it does, absolutely. Uh, let's go to Warren from Australia. Warren, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good, what's happening? So I, I wanted to talk about uh, the progression of the sport, and um, I feel like a lot of people blame the bikes, you know, for the injuries, uh, yourself included. A lot of the older guys on a website called uh, Schmeidel Schmemex. Um, and I guess I feel like no one talks about just how we progressed as a sport, and I feel like, like you look at almost any other sport, especially extreme sports like snowboarding, downhill mountain biking, uh, even obviously freestyle motocross, like the stuff that people were doing like in 2018 versus 2008 versus 1998, um, people are clearly taking way more risk. Um, and I feel like that is just the case with supercross and motocross. I don't think, you know, sure, the bikes are a little bit faster, but I just think, you know, kids are coming up so much quicker. You know, it's just kind of the evolution of... Well, I think you're right. Race. Yeah, I think you're right. The kids are scrubbing better than ever. They can jump better than ever. The Europeans technique has improved to the point where they look they're just as good as americans are with jumping but you can't on a 250 two-stroke or a slower bike you can't do 90 foot quads i mean jeremy used to jump quite a bit of things on a two-stroke and and that they were big and they were far but the bikes are allowing these guys to jump almost anything they want and that was not the case back in the day when you came around a turn on a two-stroke and Kiefer and jt know this if you weren't in the right gear and you had a clear line you couldn't jump an obstacle and and nowadays it does not matter you could have your feet off you could stall the thing you could collide with another guy and you can still jump the obstacle so the bikes i mean you're right to a point but to me it all goes hand in hand the bikes are bigger a bigger part of this I, I think people would, even if we were still on t like 252 strikes, though, I think people would be riding them faster and taking more risks now, though. But you could only even, do so much. You can only, they're, they're, they have 50 horsepower compared to 62 or whatever. So, okay, so if we do take that point, then if you look at the, I mean, a, a 254 stroke makes what, 50 horsepower? Yeah, probably more now. More than that, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and I feel like those guys get, you know, obviously this weekend's a good example, but I mean, those guys are getting injured just as much. And if you look at Supercross, so the, I feel like there was maybe three times where there was like a quad that only the 450s could do. Um, would you agree? Mm, I don't you know, know how like, many times, but yeah, not not that much. Not that many not times. Not that much, but no. and I didn't see anyone, no one crashed or, or got injured on something that only a 450 could do. Um, you know, I feel like people, they just get injured. Well, Sealy just did in Tampa on a quad that only 450s can do. I thought, I feel like the 250s were doing that. No. So he got injured. I mean, that was just, no one else was doing that. Just well, him. just about three guys. Hill, Baggett, uh... No, what he no, was doing—he wasn't doing the quad. He wasn't doing that big quad. No, he, what he was what he doing, was, a lot of people were doing. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I, you're right. But so, I like, mean, I think that I think the bikes definitely. I mean, it kind of enables them. Just like well, if you look at downhill mountain biking, they have the bikes are more gnarly and stuff, so they can take bigger drops and stuff. But I just think, like, we can't ignore the sort of 
the evolution or the, you know, just people uh, taking more risks. I'm know? with you. And they're better athletes than ever. They're, they know more about being in shape. These guys work harder than the guys did in the nineties. You know, I'm with yeah. you. That's, that's, uh, that is a part of it. But to me, the bigger part is the motorcycle. The The 450s are too much for these stadium tracks. They can do anything they want at any time. And that's a problem to me. But we used to have injuries in the 80s I've and the 90s. I, I talked about this on the show also in 1998. We lost almost all the factory guys by the end of the year, and yeah. that was two-stroke. So that's happened. Like It's not just a four-stroke thing. But if you want to start somewhere, in my opinion – the bikes have hurt the racing. Never mind the injuries. These bikes have hurt the racing. Guys come out of a turn, 4-4, four, four, turn. Blitz through whoops like they've never blitzed before. Make a turn, 3-3-3. Three, three, three. Like, back in the day, man, it was it was a game of who made the least amount of mistakes, which makes for good racing. See, I, I think that, I don't know, like, I disagree. I mean, I think as a spectacle, it's, you know, when I go and watch a live supercross race and I see someone do some amazing stuff like straight out of a corner, I still think, you know, I'm I'm absolutely blown away. Wow, but you you need to watch more ever- races because that shit's easy for everybody in the night show. Back in the day, the elite guys could do things that would be like wow, and and now, I but mean, that still happens now. Like Baggett still does, you know, like a section and roll like holy shit. It's you know, rare. Like, did- it's rare. Um, it's much, much, much uh, rarer. <laughs> I don't know. I think. Um, well, I don't know, Warren. You can get your own show down in Australia, <laughs> and you can start Warren. I was waiting Warren. for it. Yeah, you can start it, it was brewing. It was no, coming. I mean, listen, you can start WarrenMX.com <laughs> show, and you can you can have your platform to go on and on about it. I mean, I disagree, and, and you disagree. I, so I, I don't know. South Africa, by the way. Oh, um, not Australia. <laughs> Mark said Australia. Mark says Australia here. So yeah, it sounded Australia. South Africa, whatever. You can start yeah. Warren MX show and go on about it. But <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know what you're saying. You are right. There is a point of these. These guys are better than ever athletes. Absolutely. But I think the bikes are causing more injuries than the two stroke days. That is what I really believe that. Now, how much? What's the ratio? I'm not sure, but I think okay. these, I think these bikes are causing more injuries. JT, do you think the four strokes are causing more injuries? Uh, it's a the only question. I don't think four strokes specifically. I think yeah, more power, more speed. Okay, higher impacts, more force, more energy yes. crashing. Faster. That's going to they're cause going more faster. Yep, yeah, and that is when you crash at twenty, it doesn't hurt as much as you crash at forty. Yeah, that's true. So bikes are going faster via four strokes having torque. Having horsepower, they're going faster. Yeah, I think that's just common sense. Ah, Warren, go, I just, Warren, I just, I just made a good point, didn't I, Warren? Yeah, I mean, again, I, I don't think you're completely wrong. I just think, um, and I, I do think that the bikes, you know, they're in, in, in an enabler, um, so to speak. But I, I just think, dudes, uh, you know, it's natural evolution, right? You know, back in 1998, if you did a backflip in a freestyle competition you get to marry pink you got to marry pink yeah (laughs) and now now if you do a backflip you're like nobody you know um sorry to say that sorry dune goon um yeah (laughs) yeah sorry dune goon (laughs) (laughs) f you bro he just shit on your backflip f you bro sorry to fuck your day up more (laughs) yeah where's your backflip warren worst day of his life it just got worse (laughs) um but yeah no well i appreciate you taking my call 
Um, Steve, I actually saw you at the, I think it was Anaheim one. And I took a selfie with you with my buddy and you gave me so much shit because I had an old iPhone. Um, I don't know if you remember that. I don't, but was it like, yeah, get a new iPhone, bro. Don't let Steve tell you that. He went and bought an iPhone six when he had an upgrade. I like the headphone jack. (laughs) Hey, when you, You when you get an old iPhone, when you get Warren MX, let us know when it's on. We want to listen. Listen, Warren. Okay. Get the AirPods, Steve. I'm sorry to make fun of your phone. So I did, now I sound like an asshole for making fun of your phone and yelling at you on the show. So now I seem like a dick. Yeah, that's why when people go into the pits and they ask riders, like, eh. <laughs> Right. How do you feel about Steve? That's eh. why I'm a dick. I'm a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Warren. I'm All sorry. Right, See you, Warren. Right, cool, sorry, thanks Warren. For, thanks All for right. the show. And thanks, Keith. I actually emailed you and about some bike stuff, and you got back to me straight away. Yep, no uh, problem. Kind of guy he so I appreciate is. Appreciate that, man. Don't start Warren MX. Don't start Warren MX. <laughs> I don't need a competition. All right, thanks, buddy. <laughs> See you, Warren. Thank you. Bye. You're very harsh on Warren. No, I felt it brewing. It was like a volcano. Oh, it was. Com- I knew it was coming. I was like, I can feel. It. I was like, <laughs> I mean, you, you can come on. Rumbling. You can state your point. I can disagree. You can come back at me, but th- th- we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> he was. He was actually respectfully. He was. He yeah. was. But we gotta go. We. I just, this isn't uh, fucking. Warren yeah. MX? Warren MX. Uh, this is fucking, uh, skip and stuff. Skip and Nick. What the, I don't know. What are you looking at me skip for? Skip what you're talking about. Nah, the asshole. Undisputed. Stephen A. Smith. Undisputed. It's First Stephen take. Stephen A. And, First take. and Skip yelling at each other. How about uh, so. Supercross? Jenny Taft on that show now. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. She's out of Supercross. Yeah. Jordan, you got a question? No, about? No, she's doing no, World yes. Cup. We're doing, she's doing World <laughs> Cup. Right, no, Jenny. Jenny's way gone. Uh, yeah, she's she's not in she's not Supercross no more. She's uh, big time. I mean, not officially, but I. She's doing World Cup for Fox. She's doing Undisputed for. She uh, can't go. Shannon right, and yeah. Skip. Hey, Jordan, what's your question about Stank Dog for JT? Well, I he I saw that he switched gears this oh, yeah. weekend to a to a more name brand, uh, and I, and I'm curious if someone like him is is somebody that Fly would look like look at or. I mean, I th- he won. The straight rhythm in fly gear, and he credited fly gear on the Stank show. Dog. Yeah, yeah. You know what? He got presented with an opportunity to wear a brand that I'd never heard of, and it was a lot of money for you know for the situation. So hey, man, like the last thing we're gonna do is stand in your way if you have a chance to go make some money. So gotta do what you gotta do. So do, do you guys do you guys have a certain type of athlete that you look like look at like his? Demeanor doesn't scare you guys away or anything like that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Stank Dog's been a, a yeah, part of fly racing for a long time. Um, I can't say that we fully endorse all of his habits or behavior, but that doesn't mean we're going to shy away from people. You know, he's been fly racing family for a long time. And so. Stank's a nice guy. He is. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. We can't en- I can't endorse all of his behavior, but that doesn't mean he's not a really nice Stank guy. Went, Stank went in between motos at High Point and went and go get a lemonade. On his brace, on his race bike. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So, can, can I ask one more question? Yep. Uh, if if I was looking at a non-woman's set of gear for my wife, um, what what would I look like? What what line would work best for her? Not non-women's. Yeah, like the kinetic or or light hydrogen. Which which uh, would work? I would say something. Yeah, light hydrogen because it's the most slim fitting, most athletic cut, and that's going to fit a woman the best. Uh, I would. What, if she's, tell a big, what you, if she's a big girl? I would tell you that if you wait another month, I think you're going to have something that's really, really specific for you. Not for you, for her, specifically for her. For her sorry, her. Right. right? For your need. Yes. Ah, per- perfect. Yeah, just wait it out. All right. 
Will do. And I just want to say that, that you three in the in the studio right now, you guys are what I consider the moto gods. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. We Warren, just got, we yeah, just got to be. Warren doesn't though. Warren <laughs> Warren Warren doesn't thinks we're garbage. So yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. So brutal. <laughs> fuck Warren. Uh, Travis, what's up, man? Poor Warren. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? What's up? A uh, uh, couple of suggestions. Uh, first of all, when are you going to get Truman in the studio? He would be uh, Truman, a choice Truman, enjoy Truman, you guys on the podcast. Truman would be great. I don't think he has any plans to fly to Vegas, though. So. Oh, he has plans to come to Vegas. It's just not to come to the yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah. Truman is. Not come to he is a, he is a um, He is a piece of work, Dan Truman is, on so many levels. So I, got a, I, I have a small suggestion for the uh, fantasy podcast for you boys. Yeah. Because uh, I, always, I always enjoy listening to every one of them every week, and thank, thank you, you again for the content. Yeah. But, uh, so when you guys are giving your weekly scores – we we never hear about the guy who's not on the line. You know what I mean? So we right. you know, kind of like to keep up with how you guys are doing and things like that. Sure, and you yeah. guys never, ever give your uh, overall scores no, either. I'm usually too embarrassed. We have done that. No, we have done that. No, you shouldn't say never, ever. But you're right. We don't do it all the time. And uh, yeah. And we should actually tell people Marx's score also, 285. Um, 289. So 289. Know, Thank you, JT. You know what I mean? We should... We should do that. Uh, I remember a few shows ago, I asked JT, "Hey, what was your score?" And we gave it on the on the on the maybe it was the end of Supercost or something. You weren't on, but yeah, we try to. But we can no, try to do more of that. Yeah, yeah. But since you guys have added like the uh, yearly score and then the you know added with the motocross score, yeah, it's kind of like to you know track how you guys are doing across the year as well as oh, what we're doing. And yeah, my team sucks. <laughs> JT's not happy right now. Uh, right. Brock happy. Uh, you guys might have. Do you guys mind if I ask you for one question? I'm here. He's got to hey, go, Chris, but, uh, but I mean, you know, hey, listen. That's all good. Listen, I'm ready. Uh, Travis, uh, yes, I'm going to give you a pro filter kit for your bike, okay? Well, I appreciate that. Thank so, you. So you stay on the line. Mark's to get your information. Okay. All right. Does uh, that mean? Chris, yep. Yep. Uh, so obviously I read, I read and listen to everything you do as well. Uh, so you're 19 Cowie, and they were talking about the changes to the fork compared to the other bikes with the similar style fork. Yep. How is that going to compare to the Roxon edition? You know, they're, you're saying that when they look at the prints at the show, guys look at it, he goes, oh, it's very similar to the A-Kit stuff. Yeah. What are what are some of the actual differences, you know, minus coatings, whatever else? What, what are the physical do you Can you give me any updates on what the actual changes like between the two forks are or how that's going to differ between that and uh, Roxon Edition Honda. Well, I can tell you um, the, the the couple differences. It's very similar from the Roxon Edition to this Cowie fork. I'm pretty sure that the perches inside of the fork between the two are a little bit different. Um, the hole okay. sizes. And for the record, RM Army was the first to have this fork on a production bike. What? No, it wasn't Steve. 17 Honda. Uh, anyway. Uh, he's right, isn't he? He's right. Yes, he is. That's why I just kept it moving because I felt the volcano <laughs> rumbling again. Race Tech Grant. Uh, no, so anyway, Race Tech Grant was warm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the that's the I think the biggest difference between the two, um, but very similar. And to me, people think, oh, it's not a true A kit fork on on either of these bikes. It's very, very, very close. There's like minute differences. So. Um, things that I couldn't tell you personally that the Showa guys have, have relayed, relayed that information to me. Um, gotcha. But for sure, um, 
the new uh, yeah Roxon bike and the Cowie are, are close. Just a couple different small internal things, which I don't and think don't you would notice. Don't forget about RM Army. Don't forget about RM Army. Forks are only good as as good as they're valved. Correct. And I don't care what JT's right. Like people buy well, A kit stuff and they're like, oh, I got A kit. Well, it doesn't matter unless you you know how to set it up. Well, it's, I'm the guy that will play with that and take it apart. And play. I also have a set of A kit stuff from when JGR switched from Showa to KYB. Right. So I'm going to be playing with like three or four different sets of forks just to see what I like. Dada. So I'm just I'm just a Clydesdale vet tinker that likes to play. You know are you, I mean? are you so, getting a new Honda? Is that your what, is that your deal? I, I have a 17 and I have a Roxton on hold. Perfect. So um, you know, wait to see what they what's, got. What's up, Richie Rich? Yeah. Hey, I'm at work right now. Listen to you, brother. Get, there you go. Hey, swimming in your pool. Back, swimming so. in your pool of thousand dollar bills. Oh. <laughs> 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 hey. So you gotta work, when you're working 12 hours a day, you can afford stuff. Boys. There you go. Uh, no, August, hey, I know. Hey. I'm, I'm just jealous. That's all. Uh, first week of August, you should be happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see what they got. So I've uh, been playing with your boy over at XPR. Got one of his ignitions to uh, go with some pipes on my 17. So yeah, Chad knows his stuff. Yeah, Chad is good. Uh, Should have used Get. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those coming too. But guess what? I'm waiting on it from uh, Tucker Rocky. They can't seem to get me one. <laughs> well, I'll try Dan Truman. Well, Dan Truman probably wouldn't offer me the deal that I got through my distributor. So, uh, well, if you got Dan drunk, you probably could. WPS, bro. <laughs> yeah. WPS. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for uh, the time, guys. No problem. Hey, Warren. Fuck you. Don't matter about Warren. <laughs> you were, you were right. supposed to leave that guy on hold. I was. Yeah. Why? You told him he won something. Oh shit! Yeah, a pro, pro filter. filter. I, I, we gotta go. This <laughs> this whole show's gone a shit show since Warren called. Why are you shaking your hat? Because you're gonna draw a name for an F two <laughs> fracture helmet from last week's show. <laughs> shaking <laughs> panhandling. I don't even know what's in it. Draw a name out. Jason Thomas last week. Fly racing. What if it's Warren? Uh, Warren from South Africa. All right, David Andrade. No way. Andrade. No. Andrade. He, he, he wins a lot, doesn't he? He won, won last week. He won last week <laughs> out of a massive hat. We're Warren, not, you win. We're not giving David the helmet. Sorry, David. Oh, All let, right. me, let, me, let me get Dude, it. Dude, do you know what the odds of that are? One in like 30. One in 67. Yeah. Dude, but last week's hat was full. It's insane. Can't believe David Andre won again. God. He Chris was, Paulitsky. Oh, that's that, that guy. I know him. Can he win? It's a lot of the same. Can that guy win? I almost didn't put that He's from Canada. I know, Chris, yeah. Paulitsky. Yeah. Can, can he win? He lives in Revelstoke, yeah. BC. Oh, he, Revelstoke, yeah. He, you know yeah. what? He bought his drinks before the Vegas. He's cool. Like, He's a really yeah, nice he guy. He wins. But David Andre, <laughs> JT drew his name. I almost didn't put it in because I knew he won last week. All right. He was on there. See you later. Um, <laughs> Jesus. All right, okay. Paul <laughs> Mech Show presented by BTO Sport. She's yelling off mic. No one right. can hear her. So put a mic on or. or Vamoose. Or if you're a little bitch. It's okay. Warren's fault, Pookie. It's not you. All right. That's the volcano getting ready Listen, to erupt again. We, we got to get you guys out of here. Marks is going to ready to explode. I mean, we're past the point now, so fuck it. Let's just run. I'm worried about Marks. Absolutely I am. Yes. and I'm buying him dinner tonight because I'm worried about him. And uh, all right. Let's do the BTOsports.com tweet at these guys segment. Quickie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Keto. I don't do Keto. Okay. Here's the tweets of Travis. 
BTOsports.com. Mention Pulp MX when you call. Put Pulp MX in the notes, and uh, you can save at BTOsports.com, whether it's blasting a berm uh, on a dirt bike or driving a UTV or on a road race bike or mountain bike. BTOsports.com has got you covered head to toe and uh, hard parts, uh, clothing, fly racing, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Works Connection, all available there. Uh, great sponsors of ours and great sponsors of the uh, of the show, and they can be bought at btosports.com. And, um, yeah, so thanks to those guys for getting on board with us. So, Marks, these questions are submitted to you at Pulp Mech Show uh, on, uh, on Twitter. You go through and pick the best ones. There are some really good ones this week, and I'm not going to get on you about not picking them because yeah. you're angry. He's so up on them a little go bit. Go ahead and pick whatever ones you want. <laughs> okay. If there are any from Warren, please put them on. <laughs> Who's on one? Trevor from Warren MX. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. <laughs> that's what he said. That's awesome. That's so fucking good. Do you want to take it now? or yes. Yeah, let's take Warren MX's call. Travis, what's up? Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, hi, this is Trevor. Hey, uh, Steve, I was curious. Uh, do you think Alex Burton has a chance of getting on the podium at any race for the rest of the season? Uh, no. No, I don't. Oh. Oh, that's a, that's a real bummer. Uh, that's going to be headline news on Warren MX this week. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, they absolutely B- break it, at Warren MX. That'll be that'll be the call. <laughs> Fucking Warren. <laughs> Fucking Warren. Thanks, buddy. He's already out. That's yeah. all he needed. Yeah. Trevor's good people. I think that was him. Travis. That sounded like Travis. That was it? Trevor. I don't know, Kyle. You mean the pro filter guy? Yeah. No, that was Trevor uh. from he's from <laughs> Seattle area. He's cool. This one from Kyle for Kiefer. I just bought a 2018 KTM 250SX. The stock bars, bar mounts, and grips suck. What do you do to a new KTM to make it more comfortable? Do those guys put the – do they glue the throttle to grip on? No. that it's, it's, SX is a two-stroke, so he didn't put SXF. So, uh, yes, the grips are hard stock. The neck and bar is a vibration um, – something that I would give to Heather for vibration. That's how bad it vibrates. <laughs> so – Go to a pro taper bar. It helps the vibration. The bar mounts aren't bad. They're rubber mounted, so you can keep that on there. Vortex. Go also. go to uh, get a different bar, and then get some uh, pro taper, rental grips, whatever. But just yeah, the stock grips and the bar is pretty rigid. So you agree with that guy? Yes. Yeah. This one's from Stephen Grenier. Mention Warren MX for a discount. JT, have you heard of any airbag development for MX similar to what they use in road racing? With all the shoulder and back injuries this year, it seems like it would be a good thing for the riders. I think that eventually, yes, it will make its way into the moto market. Yes. Yeah, I can vouch for that. I went to Alpine Star last year. Oh, really? I was there last week. No, I know, but I'm trying to expand on this instead of you being a jerky. No, I I don't know for sure. I think it will. I think it will. I went to Alpine Star last year. Jerk off. And they took me through their little road race suit, which is amazing. And they strongly hinted that they got a motocross version. But they were saying, JT, it was going to be, you know, chest up. Like, I don't know what, I don't know the dynamics of why, because they were thinking collarbones, you know? Yeah. So it was going to be a shorter thing than a full deal. Right. And we went back and forth on this earlier off air. I think it's going to be difficult to find a perfect fit for moto. I do. Yeah. I mean, it's been a, it's yeah. been a year. Well, we and we ju- haven't seen anything right. We just talked about how these guys don't want to put a plastic yeah. uh, I, I front just, and back on. Now we're asking to put on a heavier thing. Right. I think at some point you will see a version. I just don't know how. Yeah. How successful it'll be. All right. Well, he's on the phone now, so I would say something, but I 
Don't yeah, you don't want explosion. Careful. Tread lightly. I don't want to say loose cannon over there. Tread lightly. Right. That was Warren. The guy me. gets half of his pay. He got paid for the rest of the year right now, and, and he's still not happy. So, That's, Is that that big wad of cash yeah. that was his? Saw yeah, that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. This one's from Todd Martin. JT, very serious question. No waffling. Would you ever let Kiefer kiss your girlfriend like he does Pookie? Oh. No. No. Would, would you I don't ever, know. I don't know. No, he kissed Pookie. I didn't know that. Would you ever? What? Would you ever kiss Heather upon you guys make her? out? You and Pookie make no, out? No, you see, you're taking it the wrong way. It's oh, not well, making here out. Here we go. Has everybody got half an hour right now? <laughs> Look, here we go. If you and I were closer friends, and I was, I knew your chick, and we we're all friends, and like, you know, I'm not about that. Like getting up on your chick life. Yeah. I would say, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Peck on the lips. No, really. Lipstick you're on your I, dipstick. And I know my chick very well. That's not happening. Okay. Well. And Kiefer thinks this is totally normal. It is. And, and I'm just like, it's not normal. Well, even if I was okay with it, my chick is like gnarly like uh-huh. with that stuff. There's no way. She would never be down. Right. And of course, it has to be mutual right. on each side. Totally. So, For me, being worried about Kiefer, no. That's not no, what I, I just right. know. No, it would no. never happen. This was from Angry Clint. Oh, is this the, the guy who, uh, that guy? I think so. This guy right here. Right? So, you got a drop? Oh, I hate that one guy. Yeah, that guy. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, was that Warren? No. Clint. He called Jake. <laughs> My God, Steve. Yeah. Jake Weimer, right? He called Jake Weimer a name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That one's. Uh... Go fucking Jake Weimer. What a fucking legend. Oh, okay. He liked Jake Weimer. He right, liked yeah, Jake okay. Weimer. All right. Uh, what's JT's thoughts on having an eight page thing on Vital between him and Reed? It's very strange. Uh, welcome to the welcome to the club. Yeah, because there's eight page Mathis threads on yeah, there sometimes. I didn't, it didn't have really much to do. It started what? Why were JT and Chad fighting? And then it descended into the depths of hell. <laughs> Politicalness, of like, probably. Did well, political? just all kinds of stuff. Food. All I know is it when just, I get a text like, "Hey, you're you're a threat on Vital," I I hate it. Because I don't know what this well, could be about. And I went right. on to basically... Yeah, you should never go on no, there. No, no, listen. Reply. Just okay. let me All finish. Right. I went on there, and there was a lot of speculation. At the first, it was like about that. So I went on and said, hey, we just had a disagreement. It's fine. I actually talked to him in Italy. Like, things are improving a bit. But it wasn't anything crazy. We just... We didn't agree on a, a topic, and that's it, and moving on. We probably don't help when we play a tumbleweed sound effect, and we talk about No, no, and, and I just tried, because all these people were genuinely, all these people were genuinely curious, so I, I basically went on and said what it was about, whatever. And then, yeah, it went really sideways from there. Like, there were a lot of inappropriate comments from people, and it wasn't even about he and I right. anymore. It, yeah. was, it was great radio. Not good. Yeah. All right. This one's from Tanner Hall. Can a privateer make money racing the outdoors? You're on a Honda. What what do they pay? Off pay top. per moto. And when we did the research, fourth yep. um, through twentieth, if you if you, let's say you make that from fourth to twentieth in an outdoor, you make more than you do in Supercross in contention. Yeah. Which which JT for you that would have been. What a, like that? And purse money's probably six hundred bucks a moto, seven hundred bucks a moto. For, for what, what place? Like fifteenth? No. Yeah, no, it wasn't I don't that much. So. It was like two fifty, three hundred. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, like I'm talking back. No, then. I'm talking purse from the nationals. Oh, right now? Yeah, I'm yeah. not talking Honda money. Yeah, like I think, money. Yeah, like I think t- for per moto, for you probably would no? get. I don't think so. 
I don't know. I don't want to say that because I don't. I don't think so. It's in between five. You think I'm high? Yes. No, no. It's it's between like four. Like literally and figuratively. Yes. (laughs) Four fifty to six hundred bucks. Yeah. Per moto. Per moto. For fifteenth. Yep. Okay. It's Honda though. That's just Honda. Oh, I'm saying track money. Yeah, oh, promoter money. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. I will tell okay, you this. Okay, so you probably, you honestly, you probably can't. The economics of moto right now are very difficult for privateers. There's, you know, I, I've told this and and said this many times, but back when I was doing it 10, 15 years ago, there were a lot of different ways to make money. All the industry sponsors paid contingency. There were outside the industry sponsors like Toyota and these people that were putting money into right. privateer funds. All that's gone. Yep. It's nice to see the OEMs getting back into it a little bit, which I think is the first step. Uh, but, you know, oil companies, gear companies, sprockets, everybody had industry contingency, and that's gone. That like you had, when, you went to, when you went to tech, yeah. you had a fucking sheet yeah. of Check, shit. Oh, yeah. All, all the boxes, stuff. Yeah. yeah, and all those oh, people that. paid. And then you yeah. grabbed the stickers from the tech thing yep. and put them on your bike. I, I would get way. checks from all these people on the weekend, and it wasn't crazy money. Yeah. Like, Fly was a big one. Fly was like... I think it was 200 to qualify and then another 200 for a top 20. So it was like 400 bucks a weekend yep. for me. That's I'll take it. You know what I mean? And there was like X, Y, Z companies. Wiseco was big. Wiseco yep. paid, uh, you know, there was us tobacco paid, yep. but and say whatever you want. It was cash in my pocket that I needed. Right. Yeah. So yeah. all that stuff's yeah. gone. It's, and you it's figure the price easy. of gas now and the price of parts you're using for two, it's for 200 yeah. plus dollars to sign up. Yep. I mean, it's, it's tough. This one's from Josh Brown. Where's the Kiel McStovepipe one? It's got what? Kiel McStovepipe. This was Kilo? the this was the non Kiel McStovepipe edition. Okay, all right. That was you, Kiefer. Is there any friendly competition at the track between media guys at these new bike launches, and who is the fastest media dude? Kiefer's not going to say it, but he's the fastest media guy. Ping, can you be Ping? I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Ping's good though. Obviously, but yeah. I would say being in shape and all that comes into my favor. Yeah, you right. know, so, as much as you used to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's no, there's no. Comp- we're we're so busy testing. It's not a dick measuring contest or anything. Like some days we'll have like friendly rivals when we go other places. Like we travel. Like when we go to Florida or Redbud or something, we'll do like lap time wars. Um, or Lip Pro had a little fun event where how many guys can whoever does the most laps get a free Lip Pro and all this other stuff. So there's things like that, but. We're there to test and do the things. We're not there to race. You know what they are there to do, though, is what I've heard a couple of the last few intros, is talk shit on Pulp MX. I've heard through the grapevine. Really? Yeah. I don't hear it. Yeah, I have. Let's hear it, then, from you. Well, you know one of them. I told you about one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck those guys. Scared. What? They're scared. Well, why don't they do something about it? their own? They're scared because we're doing a good job. Failing magazines out there, and and they, and just sit. Want, they want to just sit back and talk sad. shit on this. Sad, sad. New York Times, sad. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one's from K Boyd seven two two. You mentioned last week that Cooper Webb would be racing this weekend, just not at Muddy Creek. Where did he race, and what did he finish? I don't think he did Mammoth. He was talking about going to Mammoth. Yeah, he didn't do it. I don't think he didn't. He didn't go to Mammoth. Nope. So. Would he have won? I don't know. Yes. Who won Mammoth? I don't have no idea. Uh, Costello. Martin Costello. Oh, X Brand yeah. Goggles. Costello. And Durham won he, one he's day. A, he's a show listener. Durham Costello and Costello. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me just tell you this. Ecuadorian. Let me just tell you this. Ecuadorian. The B, the top three B riders were faster than the pros. Lap time wise. This one's from Colin Fletchell. 
How come Phil never got a full-time 450 ride, but Hill does good once and gets to ride the 450 all <laughs> wow, summer? Phil seemed really excited about that. They didn't have the financial means to put three 450s yeah, they got, out there. They got money invested in Hill, though. Yeah, you can't. You, I mean, he signed to a full deal next year. Yeah, he's Damn near was going to win the Tampa Supercross. It's a totally different and, scenario. And, and truthfully, Bogle's iffy to you know to finish and do well the rest of the year. Pike's got a hand injury. Or thumb or whatever. Like, well, I mean, Bogle's contracted, Pike's yeah. contracted, yeah. and Hill they have money tied up in him for nineteen. So, yeah. Yeah. I just think it's a it's apples and oranges with Phil. Unfortunately, yeah. when's Bogle expected to come back this weekend? Okay, or maybe next, but for sure by next weekend. I, th- I heard it this weekend. This one's from Brad Cesaroni. Watching the GPS, Jorge Prado has something like fourteen hole shots on the year. Yep, does he really? Thirteen. Wow. My question is, who holds the most ever hole shots in American motocross and the GPs over the course of a season? I have no idea. I don't know if we kept track of that kind of stuff forever. I mean, unless you had a lot. Unless you had had a lot. lot. Barsha had a lot. In 2015, Barsha had a lot. Yeah. I would say. uh, had 12 going going into Italy, so I think he has maybe 13 now. But yeah, it's it's crazy. I was uh, obviously that race, so we were looking at all the stats. In the 250 class, or MX2, there was only one, I think one, Hunter Lawrence had one. The rest were KTM and Husky. And then the MXGP class. Uh, it was all KTM. Uh, DeSalle had really two. Hmm. It's unbelievable. Like, it was like three or four across both classes the whole season that weren't KTM or Husky. So KTMs look good when they're on the track out there? Um, yeah, it was Sandy. So, um, yeah, they did. Cairoli crashed a bunch, which was weird. Uh, but yeah, I mean, those guys are, they have, they have the best riders and they have, you know, arguably the best bikes. Um, uh, they're, they're on a roll. All right. This one's from Broke MXer. When Justin Bogle returns, what results does he have to get to secure a factory ride for next year? And does he stay with JGR? No, I don't think he stays with JGR. I think they go with Hill and Pike. He needs some podiums, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Sealy's up, and Grant's up. Although he may retire, um, Dean Wilson needs a ride. I would pick Dino. Although Dino gets hurt, I'd pick Dean over Justin. I'd pick Sealy over Justin. Right. Yep. What about he Mar- needs podiums? Period. Yeah. For me, J Mart four fifty next year. Obviously, injury and all that. Do, do you think Honda takes him? No, I think he stays down. He stays down. Yeah. From Kai Corbin, how long before race-ready factory edition slash works edition bikes are the only option for us to buy, and are they really worth the cost difference? Uh, no, that's not on, that's not going to happen ever. Um, that's just going to be an option. I honestly think more companies will start doing this after they see the success that Honda will have, um, KTM and Husqvarna have. So um, I'll see that going more in the direction of other companies doing it, but... As far as that, all we're offering, no. Um, yeah, so are they are they worth the cost difference? <sighs> to me, the Honda with all the stuff that's done to it. Now, Honda has actual engine changes within their race edition, works edition that they have. KTM is more of like here's the 2019 bike, so. Um, I would say no if you're a KTM Husqvarna consumer and you want to just wait a few months because basically 
Um, the factory editions come out in January, and you can wait till June, six months, and you got a 19. So no. But as far as a Honda, I would say yes, because there's a lot of key things in there that are better than the standard edition. This one's from Randy Rides Moto. JT and Kiefer, I just started riding a 252 stroke after some 12 years riding 450s and 250Fs. Needless to say, I feel like a beginner again. What are some remedies to fix nose wheeling off most jumps? Mm. FYI, I did set the sag to four inches. Well, it just depends on sag too. That's just all relative. What you know? What what bike is he on? Did he say? No, Why just two fifty. No, just, just oh, said two fifty two stroke. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it just depends. Four inches doesn't mean that's old school thinking. Hit up Warren MX. So, <laughs> um, basically, body positioning, how you're on the throttle, all this stuff is. There's so many variables. You can't just we can't just tell him one thing. You'd have to actually. I get this shit a lot on my email. I can't help a guy unless I see what's going on. Um, how his body his technique is, what his bike setup like, it's tough. You know what? One thing I would say. So on a four-stroke, rule of thumb, unless you know how to scrub really well, you don't let off on the takeoff, right? Because it'll your endo, and you're going to get more engine braking. Eat shit, right? right? So a two-stroke, you can ride off the face of a jump without the throttle on. So I think maybe he's riding off the face with the throttle on because he's so used to the four-stroke need for that, and then that's making his front end go high. So maybe... I know it's counterintuitive to what he's used to, but practice going off small jumps with no throttle, which a two-stroke will handle perfectly. It'll just ride off without engine braking. Uh, but that, to me, just face value, that seems like what's happening. This one's from Sparky. Kiefer, picking up an 18 Yamadog 450 this week. What's some aftermarket items you think are a must-have for this bike? Honestly, it's a, it's a good bike stock. Um, must-haves to me is seat foam. Because the seat foam is very, very thin. Near GutsRacing.com. Field t- yep, and I got some Guts foams that's very good. X 18 is the code to save. Uh, bars, handlebars, you can go to a different bar. The bar bend stock is pretty good. Um, man, otherwise, I run a stock muffler. The stock muffler is really good. And But just basically hopping on, setting the sag, and setting the fork height, and riding it. That's basically what you need to do with that thing. And then get a seat foam, so that way you don't hit the seat or the fuel tank when you go into a corner, because it's too soft. From Quinn Lee, how is it that the industry looks back at running big bores, clear results impacting cheating, and laughs, but now racers' careers are ended over substances substances that likely have little to no impact on the race results? He's generalizing a lot yeah. right here. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that widespread cheating was going on, minus Kiefer, but... <laughs> Uh, substances not helping and then you're I don't know I don't know how you can say what people are taking what they're not taking whether it helps or doesn't help I don't know that's that's not for me to say yeah it's it's way different so much differences in that big bore so from Benning great radio does it bother you the level of disrespect Marv is getting at the races I was at Muddy Creek and a decent amount of in parentheses, probably drunk, idiots were screaming booze in USA while Marv was getting interviewed. I heard this happen at High Point, too. These mm. cars don't run. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. You're an idiot if you're doing that. Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's stupid. I like patriotism. I do. But if you want to cheer for Tomac more than Marvin, have at it. But don't boo Marvin. Marvin's, seriously, right. I don't always love the way he races, but he is one of the nicest guys at the races. 
from Brandon Johnson. With all the chaos in the 250 class, if you're Roger DeCoster picking an MX2 rider for the Motocross of the Nations, do you just take whoever wins the 250 overall at Red Bud and call it a day? Uh, no, I think you take the national top champion, whoever that is. If it's Troll Train, AP, whatever. You take the national champion. Let's talk about this Nations team. So, J-Mart's out, Tomac Osborne's and out. Tomac, the, the 250 national winner, and I think Barsha or Anderson. What about Baggett? Well, you seem to indicate he might need some. I don't know. Though. I don't. I honestly don't know that. Well, right now, answer. Barsha's better than Baggett. Fair. So, we got a long way to go. Yep. Yep. Man, we're we're losing we're losing guys left and right here. It's not good. And we're, Anderson could come back and do some. You know, he we've could lost, be good. We've lost our two best MX2 options already. Yep. It's not good. We've lost. One of our, well, maybe Anderson comes back, right? I don't know, man. I'm. We still have too much racing to even know who's going to be left, and we're already we're already running out of options for MX2. Um, what about AP? What's wrong with AP? No, nothing. MX2. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just saying he's that's good. It's a good pick. I, yeah. I mean, but you can't say he's better than Osborne or Jmart as a pick. I can say that a red body's better than Prado or Jonas, or whoever you want to throw out there. Yeah, depending on who races. I mean, like Van Horbeck raced in Italy. Yeah, he won. He's better. USA wins. It's going away. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Oh, I'm not there. Say that. I'm oh, not yeah. there. Oh yeah, I am. I am. I know you are. Yeah, but I'm not there. Really? Yeah. You're that confident? Oh yeah. And this on is a, no on, bullshit. On a, on a Red Bud National Track? Yes, absolutely. See you later. It's over. <laughs> he's, he's been hardcore with this. Yeah. Wow. No, they're winning. Is Corelli coming? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Corelli's going to come. Italy won't win. Corelli's <laughs> will be there. Belgium will be good. Koldenhoff. Yeah, Koldenhoff at Redbud. God, let me run for the Belgium hills. Belgium will be good. Holland will be pretty good. Um, France, obviously. Well, yeah, France no. is... France is the guy. You know, yeah. yeah, France is the elf in the room. Maybe uh, they'll send their Enduro guy over again. Seemed, didn't seem to matter. <laughs> still, We still lost by like 50 points. From Big Bird. What number are they going to be next year? Where'd they finish? I forget. One, two, three, France? No, One, no, two, three. USA. Uh, 26, 27, 28, or 27, 28. So they were eight like or something? Yeah. <laughs> okay. From Big Bird, heading into Southwick, the only sand track on the circuit. If you could potentially add another sand track to the outdoor schedule, what track would it be? I don't know. Grantsburg, Wisconsin. I used to go, used to rail there back in the day. <laughs> Grantsburg, Wisconsin. Deep sand, pine trees everywhere. One track to add hmm. to the schedule? Uh, I mean, this is... Sand track. Another sand track. Oh, on sand. Oh. Cocoa Beach. I think that's like a housing development now. Well, dig it up. Huh. Dig it up. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's not a it's not a dead body. Ask Warren. <laughs> what about Baja Acres? That checks pretty good. Yeah. Me and uh well me and that's terrible with grammar. Uh Fuck that Nick place. Way and I used to practice there during the week. That's Sandy, bit. correct? Yeah. It would be rough. Just watch out yeah. for eighty kids. We would just moto down too. To he had there. a key. It was yeah. so much fun. Many kids are not supposed to be out there. We'd always mark each other to make sure we weren't going to kill each other. And if you couldn't see, well, we're the only two riding, no flaggers. So if I couldn't see him in one section, I would like cruise until I could see him again and go. You're just like, you're always nervous about him laying on the other side of a jump or vice versa. Oh, shit. Yeah. But I mean, you mark each other and make sure. Shut up. (laughs) Next. (laughs) They're talking. That's Dude, good they stuff. got they gotta go. Like Kiefer, it is late. <clears throat> Heather's already sleeping. We gotta wrap this thing up. From Joe Nardoza, Kiefer and JT, is it a sin for my goggles to not match the rest of my gear? No, that's fine. Have you jerks come around to that yet? No, or do you, you realize how wrong no, you you're both a were? jerk. You're a jerk. No. 
you guys get constantly hit up on Twitter yeah. from people who want your approval, Good. and they look fine, and both of you are gear snobs. So yeah. what was the actual question? Which which has got a match? Goggles. 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 Yeah. It looks better. I mean, w- like, what's he talking about? Like, Oakley and Scott with what? As no. a goggle? As a, if color. I was, if I'm I was guessing color. Oh, color? I'm guessing oh, yeah. color. I, I was yeah. thinking brand. If I was marketing goggles, I would want something completely different yeah. to yeah. pop. Right. But yeah. for me, if I'm building my own set to go riding, I'm going to make it sure it matches. See, I like a little offsetting on the goggle. Me too. Yeah. Well, gear snobs right here. From Red Velvet PhD. If America doesn't win motocross the nations this year on our home turf, will we see somebody else besides DeCoster in charge for 2019? No. When will DeCoster retire? I don't know. He loves to work. Yeah, I think he. I think this is his passion in life, so I don't see it. They're not going to make a change. They're not. Everyone who says that, stop it. From Tom Townsend. With Osborne moving to the 450s next year, could we see Filthy on Rockstar Husky in the 250s for I Supercross? I don't think so because they have Bailey. Yep. And then they have, they have uh, Covington. Um, Covington. And that new kid. I don't know if Harrison's staying. I don't think no, Harrison's staying. I think staying. Harrison and Moseman are, are iffy, right? Yeah. I would think Moseman stays. Maybe Moseman He's stays. He's been running pretty but, well. No, I don't think Phil's going to stay there. So it'd be cool, though. Kiefer, Rob Gilmore wants to know what you got for your birthday. Uh, no birthday sex. We didn't do it, so uh, nothing. Heather didn't get me. No, I didn't. I don't. I'm, I'm pretty good. I got everything. Like I don't. I, I ride dirt bikes. I got my family. I'm good. Lame. Like, you got a Cabriotti sandwich today and the yeah. new fly gear. Yeah. <laughs> like it's hard for me because I want the things I want are so expensive. Like obviously we can't afford those. So, um, yeah, it's I'm good. Just have a nice day. Have a nice dinner. I'm I'm fine. The, from Trevor, with the way Justin Cooper is riding now, barring any setbacks, what are you looking for him to do next year? I think, to me, Cooper's where Forkner was two years ago. And Forkner's career, now it hasn't gone south or it's anything, but he sort of stalled out no. here a little bit. He won some Supercrosses. Bro, he was in the tight, he had the red plate in Supercross. Yeah, but then he crashed out. I know, but and he crashed you can't out say lot. he's going south. Like he was, no, I didn't say south. I said he hasn't, he pro- hasn't stalled out. He hasn't progressed like Forkner's first national season. I don't agree. I would have. We went in the next year. I said Forkner's going to be. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that 17 was great, but 18 Supercross, he was really good, really good. Yeah, he was, but he didn't get it done. Okay, well, yeah, Zach Osborne. Look how long it took him to get it done. I didn't say things are. I don't think terrible here. I I just said it's, it's. He was by far. The best guy besides the guy that won the title. And it, you don't even know who's going to win the title. He, if he didn't get hurt, maybe he wins the title. They were both but getting hurt one is part, and two but, by far. But getting hurt is, is part of it. Is part of okay, it. Like, sure. like, like yeah. staying healthy is but a I, good thing. But like, you can't say he stalled out. Like, look how it's, much better it's, he was in Supercross this year than last year. When his rookie... Allow me to finish. Okay. After his rookie nationals. Yep. I would have said... That kid's a future champion. Yep. We're going on we're going we're going on year we're going on fourth title chase since his rookie year. Yep. He's got zero. Okay. But so I would have said Hold on. There's a title guy hold on. indoors out, whatever. Hold on. Yes. Supercross twenty seventeen yes. was pretty underwhelming. Yeah. Supercross twenty eighteen, huge improvement. Right? Yes. Yeah, he was good. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. I don't think he stalled out. I think okay. he improved a lot. He's had four 
title <laughs> chances. He doesn't care at all. He doesn't no. care at all what I said. He's had four title chances, <laughs> so and he's zero for four, and I would not have bet that. I would have said this kid will get indoors or outdoors. That's how good he is. One of them or both. One, both, maybe. He's that good, uh, and he hasn't done it. How do you think? So what do you think? If Cooper you- is, to me, like Forkner, so... I can't say for sure. If you ask Zach Osborne, do you think Forkner's career has stalled out? What do you think he would say after the battles they had this year? Yeah, he'd agree. <laughs> Okie doke. From <laughs> Michael M. <laughs> Steve. Zero for four. <laughs> Steve Barsh. On a pro circuit bike. Like, one of the greatest teams in the pits. Oh for four. Are we moving on? Take RV. Take uh, Dungey, take Millsaps, take Langston, take anybody you want who is one of the greats. They didn't go 0 for 4 to start their their, their career. Pretty sure Langston That's did. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Pretty sure Langston did in the U.S. Uh, no, he he uh, what do you want? he what do you won. What he won? He won. Uh... Oh wait. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> Broken wheel. <laughs> That's still city. Yeah. He was national champion. That's what? He was national champion. Asterisk. Uh, with with ten, five minutes to go in the moto, he was national champion. Okay, Forkner yeah. was Supercross champion with like three races to go. Three races. All right. That got off topic faster than a vital thread. I, I'm just saying. Uh, he's he's good. Forkner's real good. But I think when you, you wonder talk, why when, riders don't like you. When you talk, well, yeah, because I keep it real. Because <laughs> I keep it real. So Cooper has been great. But fuck me, who knows, right? Like, uh, I would think the kid's going to be... He wasn't, but he wasn't that impressive in Supercross. I mean, he only well, raced... I think he only raced second once, one, didn't he? But his second one, but he wasn't... He wasn't like this. Yeah. And well, it's because... Didn't he rip through the pack at Houston really good? Or was he already hurt I think by I Houston? I hurt in practice. Did he? Okay. This next question seems appropriate. From Johnny Mack. JT, how often do you just want to hang up during a pod taping when Steve bastardizes you for your take not being the same as his? Uh, I don't want to hang what, up. What, what, I just turn that around. How much I want to hang up on him? Yeah, I wish that I could talk sense into him sometimes because he doesn't listen to reason. Like what? I, I pride myself on listen, if I if somebody listen. makes a strong point, I'll be like, yeah, I, I, you're actually, you know what, no, you're right. You won't. And Steve, you actually don't. Will not do you that. You actually don't do that. Like Only fuck you. But here's the thing. It's like an episode of The Office in here. Here's right now. the thing. Listen to all these assholes, and this is what I've said to people before. Like they're going to listen to Warren, Mac- Warren and Max if you keep this up. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen to this. Call though. the like, listeners. Google's going to go off on Warren and Max tonight. This is. I guarantee <laughs> hey, you, all you listeners, I you're guarantee assholes. you, someone starts a Warren and Max Twitter account. I 100 percent guarantee you. And uh, all right, okay, so like, listen, some of the things I say. I'm not that passionate about, and I don't strongly believe in it. But you know what this is? To keep people listening is I want it to be entertaining. I want it to be something uh, uh, something that people laugh about or, or they kind of want to debate. I don't want to be uh, Stephen A. Smith or no, the other guy, Skip, who just attacks LeBron for no reason, who's just an idiot. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that. But part of this podcast is entertainment quotes. So I go over the top sometimes because I want to make people laugh or I want to have an opinion one way or another. I, I really do it for show. Sometimes people are like, I can't believe that guy. And that's fine. But what I put on here is a bit of a show. So you think you really think that Forkner is awesome? No, no, that's that's uh, that's an opinion. But <laughs> when I start yelling to you about troll train and not never believing in like, I don't really think that you've never believed in Alex Martin. 
and you're shitting on like you know yeah. you know he's a good rider yeah, you know awesome. he's a very good rider yeah. so you know when i'm screaming troll train all on the <laughs> like i know where, where that's coming from <laughs> so people need to realize that a little bit i hope they do but maybe not riders don't that's fine i don't do this show for them i tell them all the time do not listen <laughs> do True. not listen to this show yeah that's not the audience do you are you being serious when you call the listeners assholes yes Okay. Fair enough. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've had it, dude. I've been doing it too Is long. Is Warren I... MX a fuckhead? <laughs> now, Warren was fine. He just, he was a nice guy. From Brian Colgrove. Why is everybody so sold on Joey slotting in next to Eli next year? Based on his results, does he deserve it? Nah, it's ha- it's happening. It, oh, maybe you're not. Are you not sold on the idea or not sold on him? I'm not sold it? on that happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think so. Really? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Who's pretty tight with Cowie guys? Uh, what are we talking about? Me, are asshole. Oh. Um, <laughs> Is JT really an asshole? Yes. Okay. Uh, no, I, I, I think they're loyal. You know what I mean? They want to give him a shot. That ride is for sure ACs whenever he's ready. Yeah. Um, but I think they, they give Joey a huh. shot. Absolutely. Right. But if JG says, I want to keep racing. Now, I think they haven't told me this. Cowie guys have not told me this. But I've been hearing that JG may be retiring. If he's, they really like Josh. They like everything about him. Obviously, they, I think they wish they could stay healthy some more. If Josh says, "Hey, I want to race again," then maybe things change. But why? Are you, oh man, yeah, I'm surprised. The, Joey hasn't. The, Joey hasn't had a great year. Between the two, who's a better Supercross pick, Josh or Joey? Dude, I mean, don't you gotta stay healthy? I mean, you could say that for both of them, right? Not for Joey. Uh. He, he crashes out a lot. Okay, maybe not injuries, but crashing. Dude, Grant, I mean, it is unbelievable how many races he's missed. Yeah. And part of being a good rider is staying on the track. Last year he was good. Last year he had he a good. solid yep. year. But he still missed. He still missed nationals. Did he? Remember Bowers? Bowers filled in. All right. When's Bowers come back outdoors? I don't know. I They seem to think he was going to replace Josh, but he's riding, going on? He's riding a, a good yeah. bike. He's riding yeah. a factory Cowie. I don't know. All right, last one. All right, thank God. Joe Ferguson. Will we ever see another Ricky or JS7 domination of the outdoors? I mean, we've seen, we're kind of seeing it this year. Similar. Somewhat. Close. He's lost two motos, right? I don't think it's the same level of domination, but I I mean, we've seen close. Like, Roxon was crazy good in 16. Didn't Roxon, how many motos did he win that year? 19, I think. Yeah, right? Maybe more. I think it was 20. Was it 20? I think it was 20. Like, it was a, yeah. I, I don't know, man. You're you're talking about two of the greatest riders in history at, at the peak of their, you know, everything. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. That's a lot to ask. Maybe. I To say never is would unless, be silly. Unless but. James comes back. It's, that's a tall task to match. 24-0 is just, we didn't think it would ever happen. And then Ricky did it twice. So, yeah. I don't know. What if we find James this summer? <laughs> AC and I. You can find him. And what if we? What if he says, "I'm, I'm in, guys. I'm back." I mean, Truman sees him. Like Truman goes over there to help Mookie, and he sees him. Really? Yeah. Is, I don't think he's riding. He's not riding. No. And I think he, he plays golf. He's got kids. Like I think he's kids. Got, I think he's got another kid on the way. Yeah, he's got another kid on the way. Yeah. yeah. Or, or he's had had, or, or he's. Yeah, he's done. Dude. Life is. Yeah, he's living his life. Like. Yeah, he's good. We're gonna go out. We're gonna sit, we're gonna build a rhythm section, and just wait, with a net. 
and he's going to come out for the rhythm section. How old is he at this point? We're going to have a KX125, ring, 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 and he's going to come running, and the net will fall on him. He's got to be 32. <laughs> Look, he just doesn't like, he doesn't even. It's like, yeah, no, even, it's ridiculous. Not even smiling. 32 at this point? Yes. Oh, yeah? 30, he was 32? 16 and 02. Uh, nobody 16 asked, more nobody years. Nobody said there'd be math in this job. 32. It's too late for math. 32. That's it's in old, your bro. name, bro. Uh, last call of the night for Kiefer. What's up, caller? How are you? Um, Pretty good. Yourself? Good. What's uh? You need some help um, from Kiefer? So- yeah, I got a question for Key for some relationship advice here. Oh, so boy. after the show last week, I sat down and I figured out the cost to go to MXDN, you know, and, and figuring kind of the cost to go into that, that dinner on the Friday night before. Got a buddy to go with me, you know. Wasn't too bad, I didn't think. Went to my wife and said, hey, you know, let's let, let me and my buddy go to this. Like, I, I don't need that much money for it. And she said, absolutely not. Hell no. Hmm. Is that divorce material? Hmm. Not divorce material, but definitely uh, could be a definite argument coming your way soon if Dude, you really want to go there. Nations, it's incredible to beat the go. Yes, so maybe don't divorce her, but just do it anyway and see where that gets you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is Des Nations. It's at home. Uh, according to Steve, we're going to kill everybody. So you probably would want to go. It's over. Well, well I want to go to that. I want to go to that the, the dinner. I want to sit with you know with a legend of Des Nations. Yeah, you know, five hundred bucks. Like, I, Road to recovery. Uh, it'll be up. The website will be up soon. You know, throw her a bone too. Maybe ask her what she wants to do. Maybe give her something. Which legend would you want to sit with? Oh man, uh, maybe Tedesco. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that came out of nowhere. Went off the board. Yeah. IT's cool. As IT's way cool. IT is cool as fuck. He's a good no, dude. I, yeah. I think he's the kind of guy that you drink a beer with and hear some cool, cool stories. Yeah, no, you know? hot sauce. I mean, hot sauce, good people. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan, but I think he's going to open up more than, you know, some right. of the guys would. All right. Well, I'd pick, I'd pick Timmy Ferry myself, but that's okay. <laughs> is Doug Henry going to be there? I think so. I'd, t- I'd pick Doug. I'd like to talk to him. Uh, okay, so Kiefer, that's it. Yeah, go and see what happens, man. Yeah. I'll see what I can do, man. Thanks, that's a, guys. That's, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, and we appreciate you people for listening. Uh, Shane McElrath, Phil Nicoletti, Dave Castile, all on board. JT, who was your favorite interview of the night? Uh, Castile was cool because I, I never get to talk to him, uh, but I thought Phil was pretty good. Yeah, Phil's always pretty good. Uh, all right, JT, first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Yep. BTOsports.com. Former sponsor of Forest Butler's team. Fly Racing. Uh, my wife in a nutshell. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Gold valves, which I've said before, but that's first okay. thing that pops yeah, in. That's fine. Yeah. Vortex racing. They make fly sprockets. Gear alloy. Uh, went to dinner with the owner of that company two years ago in Anaheim. Super cool guy and his son. Not the owner. Not the owner. No, but high up. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was the owner. No. Nope. Uh, David, insult. Maybe. Yep. Uh, Roost MX. Graphics and they make pulp merch. Vertex Pistons. I think they, I think PC runs them and I never knew what they were before that. X brand goggles. Uh, obviously, Rich Taylor. Michelin Starcross 5. Randy Richardson, one of my most favorite people on earth. Maxima USA. Dogger, duh. FMF. Little D. 
you're going to say the, the he's, fat he's, boy. He's, oh, I was thinking fatty. fatty pipe. Yeah, yeah. gnarly. Run that the pipe. gnarly, the fatty. I like, yeah. SST. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, works connection. Eric. I don't know his last name. Phipps. Eric Phipps. Uh, Atlas neck brace. Newf and Purcell. W wheels. <laughs> that went over well. <laughs> w wheels. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy how big they've gotten. I mean, they're supplying factory teams with stuff now. Uh, Guts Racing. Andy. Get Data. Yeah, Truman's like, yeah, like my brother. Uh, Pro Filter. Uh, I don't know too much about Pro Filter until tonight. I learned a lot listening tonight. They're, they're pro. Trevor Reese. Filters that are pro. Yeah, I learned I learned tonight. All right, there you go. Trevor Reese. Honda World Downey. Uh, they sell ridgelines to people, which I can't. Get behind. Best mid size truck of the I year. I need to get a ridge line, I think. You do, bro. God, Absolutely. I need it. Uh, well, this has been a fun show. I wish we could keep going. I wish we Let's could just keep go. going. But you got to get back to California. JT and I got to get some sleep. And Mark's is a powder keg. I feel so bad for Mark's, and I don't know why. Because I don't know what's going on. I do too. I can feel the sorrow from here. We're all in the dark. He's in a glass, glass Would cage you mind of sharing, emotion. You want to share anything with us? He obviously does not. I'm good. Right. Chance ability, Mark's comes back next week. 100%. Oh, really? Yeah. I got my money. I'm out, bro. 20%. 20. 20. Yep. Marks, this could be it for Marks. Pulpamex Fantasy, bro. We're going to take, take that. take over the world. He'll stick with that. take over the world. He's yeah. going to take that money, put an AC systems on, and snort coke and OD. He's in the right town. Jesus. That, yeah. went, that went far. <laughs> uh, so thank you, everybody, for, appreciate, uh, for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Warren. WarrenMX.com. Uh, <laughs> South Africa. South Africa. Uh, WarrenMX.SA. <laughs> and uh so thank you people for listening appreciate it next week uh is it wharton blake wharton next week i think it is yeah blake wharton will be Blake's in the studio. Here? yeah he's a different dude oh he guy. is i think he's bringing his guitar and shit oh that's oh, cool. really yeah i remember i remember cool. going to dallas supercross like two or three years ago and i was walking in for the night show and i look over and blake wharton's playing a concert yep on by the front show. door yeah, like, yeah. what the that's awesome yeah. F is um, happening right now. Chris Kiefer, thank you. Thank you. In. Appreciate it. JT, thank you. Yep. Always funner. Always better when you're always in funner. studio. Always funner. funner. That's three times. This uh, show. Always better when you're in <laughs> studio. Uh, Marks, thank you. Mark, you're welcome. We love you. Love you too. If we need to talk after, okay, let us know. We can talk after. I just want you. I'm gonna. I want to invite you to join the fight. I got a three hour drive. You <laughs> I'm, here to, talk. I'm here to fight for you, and I want you to join the fight. Thank you. What is that? Uh, from intervention. Is that like a quit smoking thing? Intervention. The A and E show. I've never seen it. You ever saw it? That's, what the, that's the first line they say. Join the fight? Yeah. They're like, have a seat. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. You're going to say what you're going to say. And we're going to invite you to join the fight. Join the fight. Yep. That's weird. I don't know what that we're means. We're going to fight for you. All right. And we invite you to join the fight. All right. All right. Uh, so, Heather, thank you. Swisscore Moser. Heather's <laughs> <laughs> fucking sleeping. <laughs> Swisscore Moser, thank you. Pookie, thank you for everything. It was fantastic. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. Post-ejaculation remorse. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.
complete.